show will start in five minutes.
Ladies and gentlemen, you better grab a seat now. The show will start in one minute. Cancer is not fair. We need to fight harder. We need to understand better. We need to take steps forward. It is so heartbreaking to see the parents, how they react. But unfortunately, sometimes you have to say no. A lot of these children, they have dreams. I want to give these children a fighting chance. The doctors would tell us, you know, when patients hear about this, they don't come back anymore. They just wait for the disease to take over. We just accept it, let it happen. No St. Jude was founded in the 1960s with a goal that no child should die in the dawn of life. And that means any child suffering today of cancer is our responsibility. At St. Jude, we don't care who cures cancer, we just need to advance the cure. Our mission is local and global. This is what we're all called to do, to address the suffering of precious children and their families on a global scale. Real victories are those that protect human lives. You should be the hope for any child across the globe. We all exist here on this planet to benefit others. If we have the ability to help, then we have a responsibility to help. I think it's the kind of place that stands as a beacon for pediatric cancer. St. Jude is bold to try and bump curates all around the world. Unbelievable courage to tackle the impossible. These are the kind of discoveries that you want the world to have. This is the movement. We could save more lives. St. Jude, are saving so many children. This is the effort. So we want to reach out to more children and cure more. Transform the landscape of pediatric cancer care across the globe. Help humanity at large. Every child with cancer should be cured. Our work's not done. 
every child should be able to live a long, healthy life. And we will not stop until we cure all these children. You're doing something good, not only for the patients, but for the world. When Danny Thomas said, not child should die, he was thinking about kids all over the world. Coming to you from the campus of St. Jude Children's Research Hospital in Memphis, Tennessee. Uh, my name is Stephen Hackett, and I'm alone on this stage at the moment, which is a little sad, but hang on, I'm getting a message. Getting a message. Uh, I am joined by, by the one and only Mike Hurley. Hey. Welcome back. We're working on it. Until then, you're going to tell some jokes. That's a bad idea. Jokes are all about timing. <laughs> That's true. Hey, everyone. We're back. We're back. You're here. Yep, I'm we're here. We're back, and I'm here. What are we doing today? Uh, we're raising money for St. Jude. So we are at the campus of St. Jude Children's Research Hospital in Memphis, Tennessee, and we're here to raise money. We've been doing this uh, for the last 15 days. Thank you very much. And we're going to keep doing it all month, but we're here to raise money right now, and we're asking for you to go to stjude.org slash relay and give money today to help uh, cure childhood cancer. That's what St. Jude's all about. You saw that those tear-jerking videos <laughs> put me in a mood before I started. <laughs> uh, and you're going to see a lot of those tonight. We've got some really, and today, we've got some really fun stuff planned for you. We've got some wonderful guests. Uh, you're going to see some really inspiring things as well as some fun things too. And also, some terrible things are going to happen to me and my buddy Stephen Hackett. That's right. I'm a little nervous about some of the things we have planned, mm-hmm. but you have been gone for two years because yep. of the pandemic. I was yep. here by myself. Yep. It was sad. One thing you haven't gotten to do is you haven't gotten to spin the wheel. Yes. And I feel like that should be the first thing you do on our set this year. Yep. So we have a bunch of things planned throughout the day that correspond to wheel spins. Uh, there are 16 items in total, but some of them are duplicated. So there's 16 things on the board. A few of them are duplicated because we think we might want to hit them a few times. Shall I give the first spin? I think so. All right. I'll put some gusto into this one. Please do. It's taking a long time. Yeah. All right. Number, number five, five, a onesie segment. Oh, that's great to start with. Right off the Excellent. bat. Excellent. So, like last year, we have bought some gifts for each other. Oh, thank you very much. Uh, Stevens bought me a onesie, and I bought him a onesie. And let's open them. Okay. <laughs> All right, we're going to open these up. Thank you to everybody who fixed the audio. <laughs> we're sorry about the first few minutes. Oh, 
make this clear. I bought that for Steven, and he bought this for me. I've forgotten what I got you. <laughs> I genuinely don't remember. This is going to be a surprise for me. What am I? Uh, I don't know what this is. Some kind of sea creature? Some oh! Oh, then we themed this accidentally. Oh, really? Yeah. What people at home don't know is that it is freezing cold in the studio, so this may actually be a nice thing. You're going to be a shark. <laughs> <laughs> you have to okay. sing the baby shark song. The doot, 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 that one? Because you are like a Dad. or something. Oh, am I? Oh, no. Stingray? Oh, put it on. It's so good. Are you going to chase me around? Are you going to chase me around? Okay. Is this what you wanted to tune in for? You know, like just two grown men getting dressed. St. Jude Dog slash Relay. (laughs) We're going to wear this for Federico. Yeah. I'm a little worried about that. Oh. Oh, dear. This is awkward. We have to just do this on camera. Yeah. It's really slow, too. I I remember last time, I think we got dressed off camera. Oh, God. It's really difficult with the shoes. And maybe I should just not have any shoes on. There we go. Well, one of the other things on the the wheel is a Lego walk. You don't don't need shoes for that. Oh, I got a little... little I feel like this is a very underwhelming start of the show. (laughs) <laughs> Look, there's more. There's more. We promise there's more. Yeah, lots of other more exciting things. We have a PC we're going to hit with a baseball bat. Maybe. Okay, I'm going to get dressed, and why don't you give people a tour of our set, and I'll come back. Okay. Because we do have we have a lot of things. So I'm, I'm slightly dressed. That'll do for now. So we have the wheel, as you've seen. The wheel also has these some phone cases that we've yet to see. They're going to come up later on. Where am I looking? In this camera over here? Okay. Uh, we've got the barometer. So in case you've been listening to some of our shows, I think, on Genius and Connected, Stephen bought 10 pounds of gummy bears by accident. We are going to use gummy bears to fill this beautiful hand, handmade Hackett rocket. Uh, the HTM1 is going to be filled with gummy bears as the evening progresses. We have from the original podcast-a-thon, the ball pit. But that's not big enough. Right behind it, we have the USA Balloon Room, baby. I'm going to be in there. That's going to fill up. Every time we get another $100 of donations, another balloon's going to go in. So throughout the entire day, my hope is that thing is filled to the very top, and I'm going to bully Steven until he gets in there with me. Because <laughs> I don't think he wants to. He's scared of balloons. So this is our set for the evening. Oh, the PC. We didn't look at the PC. This is a HP Pavilion 8710. I'm sure Stephen will tell a really exciting story later on about why he picked that. We have a baseball bat and a sledgehammer. They will be used to destroy this piece of uh, ancient technology. I think it's probably a good time to take a look at Stephen. <laughs> Put your arms out. Yeah, that's why I got it. The wings. 
Yes, very nice. You got a tail again? Good. Very good. Okay, uh, you carry on talking for a minute, and I'm going to continue buttoning up. That's good. We also have a lot of special guests planned for today. Some of your favorite Relay FM hosts are going to be here. We also have a family feud that's hosted by Jason Snell. It's going to play in a couple of hours with a bunch more Relay people on it. Super excited to bring our friends on uh, and talk about new Apple stuff, talk about St. Jude. It's going to be a good day. Wow. Oh, the shark has eyes. Yeah, of course it does. And teeth. I like the teeth a lot. No! <laughs> okay, I say we do... I like the bow tie with the shark. He's a fancy shark, you know? Oh, I sat on something. Oh, no. Oh, it's my... It's your tail. What is that? What is that? It's a, it's a, it's a tail. This? Do sharks have tails? Like this? <laughs> what is this? <laughs> it's like a claw. Why is that there? I don't know. You're not holding a microphone. You're just talking. Yeah, but into I'm the talking air. so loudly. You know, people can hear me. Let's do one more wheel spin, and then I think we're gonna have Federico on. That sounds fantastic. You should give it a go. Okay. How much worse can it get? You try to come over this side. They can't see you. Oh yeah, sorry. Not that it matters, really. Uh, we're supposed to say it next to it. They told us that yeah, very specifically. We were told, but we didn't do it. Eight. Eight. Hula, Hula hoops. hoops! Yes! Okay, here we go. Uh, where are they? Hula where, hoops. Are they where are the hula hoops? Ball pit. In the ball pit, okay. Wait, should we do it here? That was great. You go, you go first. If you watched the podcast with them last year, you may remember Steven's incredible hula hoop skills. Let's see if he's been practicing. Or well, should we go at the same time, see who goes longest? One, two, three. Tied. We tied. We don't have to ever do that again. All right, you show everybody how good you are. Look at this. In our rehearsal, we had a, a rehearsal yesterday. Mike just picked it up and did it for like two minutes straight. It was incredible. You should see how many classes I've been doing, man. Have you? Really big, big training for that. I'd like to thank Mandy, my hula hoop trainer. <laughs> so I think we're going to be joined by Federico Vitici. So if you want to come back over here, Mr. Shark, we'll uh, we'll see our friend Federico. Now, what is he going to come into? You know what I mean? Woo! Okay. Oh, I have to move. You have to not look at my computer because we've got something going on. I'm trying to find where I plug in my headphones, and it's in my manatee suit. So <laughs> well, there you go. Oh, I don't like this tail. It's so uncomfortable. Oh, it's not good. Okay. <sighs> okay, I'm not looking at your computer. Okay. Do we have a guest on the line? <laughs> oh, I hear him. I hear him. Federico. Can you see us right now? <laughs> okay. I can see you, but I don't think our, our audience does yet. We're just bringing you in. Yep. That, that costume. I'm a shark. And mm-hmm. Steven is a stingray. Hello. 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 I can see myself now. Ciao. Ciao, Federico. <laughs> Ciao. Federico, I'm happy you? you're here because... Oh, oh no. my god. It's time for a what quiz, baby. Okay, oh, so no, unconnected. 
we play a game called the Quizzies, and the Quizzies can happen at any time, and the Quizzies are happening right now, and we're bringing back the fill in the blanks game. Oh no! Oh god! I have a selection of things that I'm going to read to you, and you have to fill in the blanks. I have chosen to pick for this quizzy uh, episode titles mm-hmm. are connected. So I'm going to read you some episode titles, and I'm going to say blanks where I want you to give me word or words. There are 250 points available for every correct answer. And and for the audience, how many episodes of Connected have we done? Uh, three, no, I don't know, 400 and something. 400, I'm, we're not doing all of them. 415, but I'm just saying. Yeah, I picked them. It's a big number of yeah. titles to keep in our head. And talking about reminding people. So currently, Steven stands at 3,673 points. Federico okay. at 2,701. There are okay. big points available today. 250 points for every correct answer. If there's multiple okay. uh, blanks, it's 250 for each. The two of you have to guess. I'm going to let Federico go first, as he is currently okay. losing poorly to Steven. I'm not poorly, come on. That seems unnecessary. I'm being cyberbullied, I'm cyberbullying you. All right, so... We are first going to episode 394 of Connected, pretty recent, at the intersection of blank and blank. So you need to give me the blanks. At the intersection of blank and blank. Federico, what are the words? I will help you, actually. It's the same word. So there's only 250 points on offer. I am going to be losing poorly in this game. You were right. Uh, At the intersection of... Well, come on, that was a silly joke. What was it? At the intersection of, I don't know, of, of Give me anything. At the intersection of Stephen and Stephen. Okay. What do you? I think? don't know. Part of me wants to say like either tattoos or automation. Okay. But I guess I got to pick one. Yep. So I will say automation. No points on offer. Episode three hundred ninety-four. At the intersection of this and this. <laughs> this and this oh, no. is what I was looking for. <laughs> So we go to episode oh, no, 178. It's a long time ago. Yep. Two words. Okay. These are separate words. The blank, blank trend. Federico, the blank, blank trend. The blank, blank trend? Yeah. Uh, the, 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 oh, I don't know. The iMessage app. Trend. I like it. Deep and open. <laughs> blank, blank trend. Is episode 137? 178. 178. <laughs> Close. I'm just trying to think about like that when that would have been. Really long time ago. That would have been like 2015 or 16. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to say the large phone trend. So close. Episode 178. You're going to be kicking yourself. The tiny head trend. Oh, no. I will say the one I didn't pick there was a title in here I think it was the tiny head pandemic which I thought was funny but didn't want to pick it <laughs> but there you go uh, that was episode 179 I think uh, episode 391 the blank stops here this is a recent one the blank stops here Federico it's not a the good buck. quiz if no one gets any points yeah, stops I know. here the blank stops here the- the box stops here. Okay. Here's what I found. <laughs> uh, I don't think it's buck. The blank stops here. Mm, 
Uh, you know, I'm going to lump in with Federico. I don't have anything better. Okay. The buck stops here. The pleasure. The pleasure stops here. Yeah. The pleasure stops here. Now, see, now that you mention them, I remember these titles. Yep, exactly. Episode 79. This is the oldest we're going. That's in 2015? I don't okay. remember. I didn't write it down. Okay. We didn't blank live, and there was no blank. We, we didn't? We, we didn't, didn't blank live, and there was no blank. We didn't. We did. We uh, we didn't. We didn't. We didn't stream live, and there was no stream. Okay. Believe it or not, that's exactly what I was going to say. So I'm going to say uh, we didn't stream live, and there was no audience. Two hundred and fifty points go to each of you. We didn't stream live, and there was no showbot. No showbot. So we were being very oh, okay. descriptive as to why the title was bad, because I guess back then we had no imagination. We couldn't have done it on our own, apparently. Uh, episode 344, a blank from eight miles away. Oh, I remember uh, this one. A blank from eight oh, miles away. A... A from from eight miles or just yeah a blank miles from away. eight miles away eight miles it's very particular eight miles does that change your answer <laughs> if you know it's eight <laughs> I don't know oh if you're really seven doesn't. now I mean now we're talking about it something really, completely different it really doesn't uh, a a dud <laughs> a dud from eight miles away <laughs> okay <laughs> I mean sure great great one maybe that was it uh, Stephen I don't know. Uh, a store from eight miles away the correct answer is chainsaw a chainsaw from eight miles away yeah a chainsaw from eight miles away for a show that's about technology we have some really unusual titles i'm realizing i that's what i went for uh from episode 161 a handbag face cream a blank we just got a $500 donation from Todd. Thank you, Todd. Thank you, Todd. Thank you, Todd. Thank you, Todd. We're at $256,697 raised for the kids of St. Jude. Can you repeat the title for me, please? Of course I can. Episode 161. A handbag? Face cream? A blank? A phone? Okay. Phone is good. Tablet. Chainsaw. Seriously? Yeah. No, uh, no, no. These episodes were like 150 <laughs> apart, and it's both chainsaw. chainsaws. A chainsaw. What is it with us and the chainsaws? I don't know. <laughs> I now want to know. So this is this is actually Why? good marketing for Connected. Like, you're hearing these, you're like, what do these guys talk about? Go listen to episode yeah. 161, I guess. We have some Allsack all friends here in the studio with us who definitely don't listen to Connected. Uh, we usually talk about Apple and, like, phones and stuff, not... Murdering people with chainsaws? I never said anything about murder. Episode right. 318. You're a shark. You're all about murder. Come on, blank. It's a chi. It's a chi? Come what? on, blank. It's a chi. Like a wireless charger? Chi charging? That's what it says QI, so I'm assuming it's chi. Come on, blank. Come it's on. It's a chi. Come on, Mike. It's a chi. Okay. That's a yeah. pretty good answer. I'm going to go with Federico again. Mike. Close. Come on, Faye. It's a chi. Do you remember that? Well, I don't remember why that was when we gave Shit. ourselves these weird names. Oh, why? Faye. 
Was it Fei Chi? I don't know the other one. I don't remember the yes. other one. Uh, why though? Why? I don't know, okay. man. I don't remember what happened. Someone will know. Kate will know. Episode ninety-four. Ninety-four. I, okay. I ninety-four. I have no idea when blank is. When or where? When I have no idea when blank is. And it's one word. One word. Well, yeah. Well, mm, mm. well, it's not well, multiple did... words, but it, okay, it's one thing. I think we're thinking the same thing, Federico. What? WBDC. Uh, yeah, WBDC. Two hundred fifty <laughs> points for both of you. <laughs> All right. Let's go. So, yeah, you kind of threw me off on it. Let's go. We're, we're on it now, huh? Let's go, baby. I got it. <laughs> Episode 331. Honey, okay. did you put blank on my yoga mat? <laughs> <laughs> Episode 331. Honey, did you put blank on my yoga mat? On my yoga mat? Yeah. Honey, did you put mustard? <laughs> <laughs> on my yoga mat. All right, okay. Mustard. I think we're gonna get to that one later on. <laughs> I was gonna say tape. Oh, so close. Not really. Kickstands, honey. Did no. you put kickstands on my yoga mat? <laughs> Federico has this thing where he likes putting kickstands on iPad cases so they stand up yeah. at just the right angle. I used to look. I used to. Okay, and it was very useful. We've all we've all had that time. You know, we we've experimented, experimented at an early age. <laughs> uh, episode yes. two ninety six. Blank shot first. Hmm. Well, it's a Star Wars reference. Is it? Mm-hmm. Definitely. Is. Even I know. Even I know that one. Uh, first. It's from. It's from. It's from when Luke Skywalker shoots Darth Vader, right? Yes, that's so, exactly. Yeah, we all. Yeah, we, 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 yeah, all no, we all know that. We all, we know, all that. know that. Yeah, exactly right. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say. Is it one word, Mike? Yeah, one Again? word. Yeah. Steven shot first. Interesting. Steven. Federico shot first. Nope, incorrect. Gandalf, <laughs> as we all know. Gandalf no. shot first. <laughs> that is a pure Federicoism right there. Nice. Doing exactly yeah, what you a... did a second ago. I was wondering if you're going to come yeah. around on it. All right, episode 280. Peanut butter peanut, butter peanut blank. <laughs> peanut butter peanut, butter peanut blank. <laughs> it's at the end. Peanut. Butter peanut, butter peanut blank. <laughs> Shout out to it's OTJ. Bread. It's, it's bread. Bread, okay. It's either bread or butter, so I'll say butter. 250 points goes to Steven. It was no! peanut, butter peanut, butter peanut, butter. Come on, Federico, you gotta know the, you gotta know the pattern by now. Uh, episode 372. Blank beta 2.21.25 colon. What's new? That is blank beta. Wait, no, no. Wait. No, blank, blank. Blank beta. Beta 2.21.24.5 colon. What's new? 2.2? Here's what I'll say. Don't focus too much on the numbers. <laughs> you'll, be, you'll get lost. Blank beta 2.21.24.5 colon. What's I- new? IOS. IOS. Okay, Stephen. What episode number was it? This was episode 372. iPad OS. Nope. WhatsApp. Remember that? WhatsApp beta 2.21.24.5 colon. What's new? It's when we became a WhatsApp review podcast for an episode. 288. Okay. 
the god of beginnings, gates, transitions, and blank. What? Don't know, man. What? The god of beginnings? The god of beginnings, gates, transitions, and blank. Oh, this is an ancient Rome reference. Obviously. <laughs> what episode number? 288. The God of Beginnings, Gates, Transitions, and Blank. Change. Okay. Give me the items again. The God of Beginnings, Gates, Transitions, and Blank. Reviews. Federico, I think you're going to be mad at yourself. I just feel that. The answer is duality. Uh, See, I knew it. See, I knew he was going to be mad about it. Okay, yep. episode okay. 364. Blank, blank, okay. blank demands your allegiance. <laughs> I know this because I just used it as a link in a okay. story that I'm writing yesterday. One true John. John. Okay, that is 750 points for each of you. One true John demands your allegiance. Yes. Yes. I planned for this many, but if we had extra time, I have three more. Let's go. We have extra time? All right. Let's do it. Episode 294. Software, firmware, situation blank. Oh, yes. Software, Software. firmware, situation blank. We got a one thousand dollar donation from Matthew and Anna. Awesome! Thank you so much. Thank you. Brings us to two hundred and fifty nine thousand. We got loads. Rachel donated two fifty. One hundred and one from Kendall. Stetson at two eighty. Awesome! Thank you to the Hudson family for a one hundred and fifty dollar donation. Thank you all. Situation software. What was it? Software, Software, firmware, situation blank. Software, firmware, situation change log. Okay. Mm, update. Steven got 250 points. Oh, you know, nice. Software, firmware, situation update. I remember Just that as a, as a running score so far, Steven is at 1,500 points. Federico's at 1,500 points, which Ooh. is not correct. No, that's I'm going right. to change that now. Uh, Federico, you're now at 1,250 points because I put it in the mm. wrong uh, category. Nice. Steven is at Thank 1,750. You, no problem. Anytime. Episode 150, the blank anniversary. Mm. Uh, I remember for a while yeah, we what, looked up we looked up anniversaries, right? So like ten is you know yeah. this so kind of metal, that the, kind of flower. Here's what I'll say. What's the that episode number? What's one fifty? Episode one fifty, the blank anniversary. Um. Oh, this is one of those for the wedding anniversaries that we did. Yeah, you or, see, <laughs> like I know you say that. But when you hear the answer, it's not going to make sense. So, like, I wouldn't focus on that so much. Is it going to be a boring one? No, like... it's really weird. Mm. Oh, it's really weird? Yeah. Uh, I have an idea. Um, the So, like, it's not about a, a, a material that usually I involves mean, the not... anniversary. I don't think so. If it is, uh-huh. that's real sad. Got to push the... for an answer, Federico. The shadow anniversary. Oh, I like it. I was going to say spaghetti for yeah. some reason. No, it's the no. turtle anniversary. Turtle anniversary. The turtle anniversary. The turtle? Yeah. Turtle? Okay. I don't know what That's that means. Title. I don't know what that means. That's a good title. It's weird. Uh, and the final one from episode okay. 232. Okay. A unique blend of blank and automation. Tattoos. Oh. 
tattoos. 250 yes. points for each of you as we finish out today's round. That's the one I was thinking about earlier. It was, yeah. yeah. Uh, Steven, you're at 2,000 points gained. Federico at 1,500 points. This brings the total score currently to Steven at 5,673. This is getting ludicrous. And Federico at 4,201. I'm sorry, Federico, Come you on. did not improve your performance. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Yeah. I, I, I will catch up. I will catch up soon. I enough. have faith in you. Yes. Federico Vitici, thank, thank you so much you. for joining us for the fourth annual podcast thank you guys. this episode of the Quizzies. We love you very much. And uh, we'll I love see you, you next guys. week. I'll Bye, see you Federico. soon. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. I'm going to take, take this off now. Yes. And do you want, should we put some gummy bears in? Yeah. As we talk about okay. some of the stuff we're raising. Right Let's here. do it. Okay. This is coming off because I'm so warm. I am J.D. Davis, a $1,000 donation. Thank you so much. Thank you, J.D. Oh, my gosh, my hair. I spent, I spent so much time on it. Yeah. You know? All right, so I'm going to give everybody a demonstration of how this rocket works yep. without falling over or tripping on my own cables. So if you've seen past podcast-a-thons, you've seen us fill computers with bouncy balls. You've seen us fill computers with Legos. Uh, this year, we decided to lean into the gummy bear thing. So we've got six-foot rocket here. Take this Steven, off. can you remind people why there are gummy bears? Because someone in my household accidentally bought 10 pounds of gummy bears when they really meant just to buy that was you, Steven. a couple of... St- Steven, that was you when you say that? Hey. It makes it sound like you're blaming your wife who's here yep. and who is now approaching the stage <laughs> angrily. So I would change the story. Security! Security! <laughs> oh, Mike, I'm going to need you to hold this funnel. Okay. Come on, shark boy. It's not the first time someone's asked that. Please stop. Okay. Also, you just keep walking around without a microphone. Oh, and I was going back over there. It's hard to remember. There you I go. I was just rushing. Hello. I don't have a lot of... Hold on. A lot of cable management here. There you go. Okay. So if you hold the funnel... Yep. Uh, so as we raise more money working towards our goal, we will uh, fill this up. In a very scientific and measured way. One of the uh, the wheels is says bite the bear. Oh, thank you. That's the bear, by the way. This this thing is like a five pound gummy bear. Why is it greasy? I'll find out when I eat it. That this thing. Look at it. It's All gross. right, let's funnel it up. Okay. You really want a good shot of the gummy bears going down the tube? Funnel me, baby. It's very exciting. There we go. Is this scientific at all? Yeah, I mean, it's basically a big test tube. No, I mean, like, do, is there, like, some kind of gauge? Yeah, I know how many... I know exactly how many gummy bears fit in my hand. Because you've had a lot of practice at this I've point. had a lot of practice at this point. So, the 10-pound bag, he ate them all. The whole family. There's five of us living in the house. Sure, whatever, man. There you go. You keep telling yourself that. we do one more scoop? If you like. I mean... And then we'll go spin the wheel. Should we? Oh, well, we got another $101 donation from Chris. So awesome. Thank you, Chris. In there. Thank you, Chris. All and right. Thank you to the Sullivan family for $101. Thank and you all. Everyone's favorite, Anonymous, for $200. Yes. And the Gallagher family. Anonymous, very, uh, very giving. They are. So, do you want to spin the wheel? I'm going to put my jacket on. Put your jacket on. Spin the wheel. We got a couple other things that we're going to be doing. There's an upcoming segment where I have to touch things that I can't see. It's called Stephen Touches Things coming up later on today and, and we were told to make it very clear that the organization does not 
approve that name, but we just went with it. And uh, as we earn more, more things go into the list for things for me to touch. Yep, there's balloons that will go into the balloon room later on. Okay, wheel time. Where's it going to end? Five. I'm already dressed. Oh, come on. I'm going to do it again. Then I'm going to get dressed again. If it hits five again, we should quit. <laughs> Podcast is not over. Uh-oh. Hula hoop battle. We did that already, didn't we? Keep spinning. Oh. We want to find some new this things. Way. Yeah, you're bad at this. Or I'm really good at hitting two specific ones. Number one. Is that one? Take a swing at the PC. <gasps> oh, he's been waiting for this. All right, so why the HP Pavilion 8710? I recommend everybody in the studio stands back. There you go. Oh, you thought I was giving them to you? I want them for myself. Okay, we have safety, safety first, everyone. Safety first. Everybody stand back. <laughs> I'm going over here. We genuinely have no idea what's going to happen. So why the 8710? Hello. So my my uh, my choice here is that this has a lot of plastic on the front, but this is like an uh, HP that basically everyone I knew had growing up. My friends had these. It has some storage on the top for optical media and a door that opens so you can get to your Can drives. I make a personal request for the first smash? Are you wearing glasses and safety glasses? Yeah. Okay. Safety first, baby. Should I go here in the front? Open the... Okay. Okay, here you go. Thank you. All right, here we go. Stephen Hackett steps up to the plate. Oh, he's going to take a swing that way. Oh, that was good. Let me take a look. This is a little investigation here, so... That's pretty intact. What part is this? Uh, the, the sunglasses. The, sun, the sunglasses. The sunglasses. Okay, so we can give... Uh, we give pieces away. Yeah, here. Okay. All right. Oh, oh, oof! Don't put your hand in there. There's another piece down there. I'm worried. Don't put your hand in it. Oh gosh. Okay. Who in the studio needs a piece of the computer? <laughs> Here we go. All right. <laughs> Woo! You got it. You got it. There you go, the sir. It's the number one gift of the day. All right. So we've got a lot of incentives and milestones. Let's sit down and talk about those. Confetti's a nice bonus. Yeah. Okay, so there's a few things you can do here. If you go to St. Jude, where am I looking? Which camera? There we go. St. Jude. Oh, I'm looking. At, everyone's raising their hands. <laughs> <laughs> That's not good. Uh, this way. stjude.org slash relay. And you can donate. If you donate $60, you will get a digital bundle. This includes a bunch of wallpapers and an incredible, truly amazing screensaver for macOS, which was put together, designed, orchestrated by James Thompson. Uh, we're going to show some videos and stuff like that after the podcast uh, but it's worth your donation. If you donate $100, you get all of that, plus a sticker pack, which includes a Mike head, a Steven head, and depictions of our onesies last year, which is X-Ray Man and Mr. Yellow? Mr. Yellow. Legally distinct characters. 
X-Ray Man and Mr. Yellow. Mr. Yellow and X-Ray Man, as everybody mm-hmm. lovingly referred to them last year, too. Uh, if you go to stjude.org slash relay and you decide to sign up to raise money yourself and become a fundraiser, uh, we have 172 people right now that have signed up for their own fundraising campaigns. Can I get – could we get the roaming camera over here real quick to show what we've got on the desk? Is that possible? I'm sorry to, to alert you at such short notice. If you uh, raise $1, you can get the St. Jude Relay FM Limited Edition Challenge coin. This baby. Flip it over, Stephen. Show him what's on the back. St. Jude on one side. Ooh. Everyone in the audience goes, ooh. Oh, $6,000 donation. Oh, thank you. There's going to be some wallpapers coming to you. And in the background (laughs) there... Uh, there's yes, wheel spins too. We could do the yeah. desk mat. This desk mat, two hundred and fifty dollars. If you raise two hundred and fifty dollars for your sub uh, campaign, you go and set up your own campaign at stjude.org/relay. We will ship you one of these beautiful things when the campaign is over. So if you've been wondering what it looks like, this is what it looks like. Unbelievable. Can you so, believe that I dropped out of graphic design school after seeing that I made that? Yes. <laughs> I Harsh, you are. Yeah. Okay. So we also have some milestones that we're going to be doing as we work through the podcastathon. Yep. Our show today that's going to run uh, the rest of the day. Every hundred dollars, we get a gummy bear added. Again, in a very scientific. We all saw way. that. It was very scientific. Very scientific. Mm-hmm. Also, hundred dollars. A balloon goes in the tent. Uh, balloon room. Balloon How room. How dare you? The tent. Ba- the balloon shack. Balloon room USA. The balloon shack. Balloon room USA. At $2,500, we're going to spin the wheel. So we're going to spin the wheel a couple more times for our next segment. At $25,000, something called Beautify the Co-Founders is going to happen. What could that mean? So at $275,000, that's uh, that will be the first round of that. Wait a second. This is hinting that we're not already. That's what I don't like about this. But that we're not already beautiful? Yeah. I think you're beautiful, especially right now. Look at you. Thank you. Anyway, for the, what else have we got going on uh, today? When the campaign reaches $300,000, uh, Casey, Liss, and I are going to be judging electric vehicles. After the podcast-a-thon. After the podcast-a-thon. It'll be a tier list. Yep. And then at 350, David Sparks and I are going to do a stream together as well. Mm-hmm. So some stuff during the podcast-a-thon, some stuff after. But right now... What is the... Oh, also, for every, five, for every $500 donation... Where am I looking? There. It's so... This is so complicated. We just, there's no, there's no cameras usually. I'm just talking into a microphone. I'll look wherever I like. Uh, every $500, like so as we continue, not single donation. Is it single donation? Single donation of $500 or more. Stephen touches something. <laughs> not me. We've got like a whole thing. That's going to be coming up Why later on. We're building them up. It's very hot in here. Uh, what, what in the onesies it was. And for every single donation of $1,000, I eat one of the bean boozled beans. Let's just do one now. Let's do one now. You want to spin the thing? Even though there's the thing, you can spin it. Ooh, yes. And then I find the color and eat it. All right, so I will spin this. Let's see. This is not as dramatic as is necessary to have a camera on it. I just want to tell it's, everyone that right it's now. It's pretty good, though. It's really not that dramatic. Look at that. It's terrible. It landed it. on pomegranate or old bandage. Okay, so what does that look it's, like? It's the red one. All right, so this one? That's the one. Oh, yes. Pomegranate or old bandage? It tastes like burning. 
So probably that, not pomegranate. Yeah, it seems like old bandage. Oh, I'm in for a long day. Oh, it's so bad. Grease. It's like it's like burnt coffee. Well, you want to do another one as a palate cleanser? No. Nope. Okay. We'll come to, back to that later on Just today. Making sure. Just making sure. Actually, there was two $1,000 donations at this exact point. Mm. All right. Culver one from family. the Culver family and one from B&JH, so we're going to do it again. Do, do, it, do, another on, do another one. Do another one. Spin it. Spin the tiny bean wheel. Uh, it is Tutti Fruity or Stinky Socks. It kind of looks like uh, it's that one. Yeah, there you go. Socks or Tutti Fruity? Honestly, it's like a combo. Tutti Fruity Socks. Tutti Fruity Socks. Tutti Tootsies. Nailed it. I hate it. Okay. No, no one in here laugh at your pun. I know, it's terrible. I think everyone's upset for me. Yeah. Right? That's right. That's the issue. Oh, there was another one. I've got to do another one. All so right. There's another $1,000 from Sunnet. Thank you, Sunnet. Just spin the friggin' wheel. <laughs> Uh, let's do the blue one. Berry blue or toothpaste? I that, feel like toothpaste That's is, gonna be okay. It's minty. Right? I think I would prefer the toothpaste. Yeah. It cleans things out. Yeah, toothpaste. Toothpaste, good. I'm actually good with that one. Alright, we'll end that there for now. Yeah, I would like that. Alright. What do we want to do now? Let's do... Let's do a wheel spin. Okay. At some point, I need to get undressed. After this, we're going to do some balloons. Okay. It looks so good. I love it. Where's it going to stop? Oh. You get to hit the PC. Yes. All right. All right, then. I didn't know that was going to happen. All right. He's putting some safety goggles on over his glasses, which feels unnecessary. Hey, uh, center it back up on that box so it doesn't fall off. We don't want to damage it accidentally. Yeah, Sledgehammer will be for later. Because the, the, the case is metal, so the sledgehammer will... So I know, right? It's a lot of... You really take out some aggression. Oh, pretty good. Pretty good. I learned on the way up. Mm. My jacket will not allow me to get two arms. I can go to here. Okay. So that was why I went. The one, one arm? arm? It looks but cool, though. The one arm looks pretty good, though, right? It does look pretty good. It's coming open. Well, that looks good. It's coming open now. Yeah, no more presents for our audience yet, but soon. Soon. <laughs> soon, but not yet. We're getting really close to the makeup segment. Which the what? I, the Beautify segment, yeah. you mean? I really I feel like... anything about makeup. Not me. What do we want to do now? I think you should go give a tour of the Balloon City Midwest. There's no balloons in it yet, really. Oh, we can change that. Okay. Uh, what microphone? There's a microphone in there, There right? is a microphone in there. That's oh, so cool. I can see balloons are being added. Balloons are being added. We should say that this thing is completely enclosed, so, you know, take a deep breath before you go in. Javier and Kit, thank you for your donations. Coming right along. All right, here he is. So, as you can, can everybody hear me? Oh, there's an interesting uh, echo in here. 
So as you see, right now, we have a small amount of balloons in here. I want this thing to be completely full up. It's getting filled up very slowly. <laughs> you want to just give me the bag? There you go. We got some balloons in here. So these are your donations. For every $100 raised, more balloons go inside of Balloon Room USA. As we add more balloons, we are helping out St. Jude Children's Research Hospital in their mission to save children from cancer. Uh, this is St. Jude's 60th year as well we're celebrating this year. And in that time, they've done incredible things in fighting childhood cancer. And we're asking for your donations to help us continue that work. As the evening goes on, I would like to, you know, be up to here, be up to here. Who knows? I might get completely lost in these things. And that's only going to come from your donations. So please go to stjude.org slash relay. Steven? Hey! He's back! Hello. Beautiful. You should do something. I should do something. Yeah. I'm going to talk a little more about St. Jude. How does I that I love sound? that. That's why I threw to you. It's good. Are you okay? I wasn't just saying hi. <laughs> Although I am really happy we were back together again. <laughs> you know, I needed to do something. Do you have enough air in there? Currently. Okay. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Why don't you... Okay. Come on out. Okay. We have, I have like a mental timer when he's in there to make sure he doesn't. I mean, if you, if you suffocate in there, there's a lot of paperwork for me to do. So like Mike said, this is St. Jude's 60th year, and in those six decades, which is just a little bit longer than me being alive, because I'm, I'm old, according to Mike, uh, in those six years, St. Jude has worked tirelessly to bring childhood cancer uh, survival rates uh, up and up and up. So when they started, that survival rate was around 20%. Now we're looking at 80%. But worldwide, those numbers... Uh, uh, still have a long way to go. And so St. Jude works, their research, their science is shared around the world, and they treat families from all over the world. Uh, a lot of those families come here. A lot of times those families are treated in other locations with research done here. And it means that St. Jude really has formed a global community for these kids and their families. And so, yes, it happens to me be in my backyard of Memphis, Tennessee, which was very helpful when we needed St. Jude 13 years ago. But I've had the honor, we've had the honor now, both of us, to meet families from uh, all over the world who have been impacted by this mission. And that mission is only furthered by people like us, people like you, dear listeners, uh, donating to the cause. And it's absolutely amazing to see the response year after year. So again, you want to go to stjude.org slash relay and donate. Oh, we're at $273,000 right now, which is awesome. Woo! The goal for the entire campaign is a little under $500,000. And when we hit that number, what that means is over the last four years, the Relay FM audience has raised $2 million for St. Jude, yep. which is incredible. So we really want your donations. Uh, you should go to stjude.org slash relay. There you go. And you can donate. <laughs> I love this. So and we have our first, well, second guest. Second guess. Which I think means you can take a break. I'm going to go take a break. Yeah, you go take a break. Okay. Go uh, get ready for beautification or whatever that means. And uh, we're going to bring in our guest, our next guest for the evening. Where am I looking? Here. 
Uh, so we're going to come over to him in a second. It's our friend and everybody's friend, uh, underscore David Smith, creator of Widget Smith and many applications. And we're going to check in with him, see how he's doing, uh, and talk to him a little bit about the Apple Watch Ultra, because I think David uh, ordered one of those. So I want to see kind of why he did that. Uh, is David there? I believe so. There Can he is. Hello, underscore. It's good to see you. Back in merry old England. You, Are you in England right now? Yeah, no. Uh, I you am, holding, yes. holding it down for me? I'm making sure it doesn't uh, float away. <laughs> Perfect. That's all I want. So, Dave, uh, one, how is it to have the new app version of Widget Smith available? It's so far so good. Uh, you know, uh, the iOS 16 launch week is always a little intimidating and terrifying, but um, this one went pretty well, I think. Good. It's no big major bugs, no big crazy things. Positive support in terms of, you know, reception to the apps and like so far so good. Got my iPhone 14 Pro today and it's like always on worked, which I was had no reason to think it wouldn't, but yeah. that was a little bit in, uh Terrifying. You just never know when it's a feature you are building against that you can't actually try on device. So that was cool to see. I uh, have my yeah, American just iPhone. Stephen picked up for me this morning, and uh, I haven't really played around with it yet because he brought it to me about twenty minutes before we went live. Just that's how it went. But immediately, the thing that struck me was uh, the always on is. I thought my phone was still on. It really is so yes. bright, right? So, do you? Do, is that good for you? For your, like, when you see it working like this and showing so bright as opposed to making these widgets, do you think that that makes them more valuable to your customers? I mean, I got I to gotta think so. I mean, I had the same, the same exact reaction where I look at this and it's like, it feels like your phone is always on, like in, yeah. in a way that they obviously that that's the name of the feature is it's always on, but it actually yeah. feels, it isn't like it's asleep. It's just your, your phone is just always there, like ready to pounce into action. Like you're, you're not trying to, it's especially different from the, the previous version where you would, you know, you'd sort of, you feel like you're poking your, your iPhone to awake since they added the tap to wake. Uh, feature. It's like now you don't need to poke it. It's just there and you pick it up and you, you're already starting to see this stuff. And I think especially certainly widgets on the home, the, the lock screen there. I mean, they are very prominent. Uh, when, yeah. when I was building this feature over the summer and it was rumored that always on was going to happen, it seemed like kind of thing where like I was, it wouldn't even have surprised me if widgets disappeared when it was in always on mm-hmm. or if they were very diminished and that's yep. why they were like just logos or us, something. Right. I think that was something yeah. I was assuming kind of like um it feels like that they're more prominent than apple watch complications in always on is do you find that to be the case or is that pretty similar um, yeah i mean i mean there, there's there's certainly a lot of similarities uh between them uh there and on the on, on the apple watch i think overall the size of them is what makes them i think feel more prominent and mm. that they are they are seriously big in a way that yep. um you know you if you put you put a complication, you put a, a lock screen widget there and it's, it's, it's in your face. It's very visible. And it's something that you're going to, you know, you, it's, it, if your phone and your phone's just sitting there all day, like showing you whatever it is that, um, uh, you want there. So it's, it feels kind of, it's almost, it's almost like more of a dashboard, uh, mm. than, um, just, just, you know, home, home screen widgets are great, but they're, they're, they're something you have to actively go and look for rather than something yep. that's just sort of always there ambiently for you. So speaking of Apple watch and stuff like that, uh, you have ordered an Apple Watch Ultra, right? Yes. Now, I was very excited about it. Oh, now is this just because you want it for testing or is there some other reason you want an Apple Watch Ultra? 
Yes. So, you know, during the Apple event, you know, they, they do their like, here's the person who like ran across the Sahara Desert and here's the person who goes free diving way down and here's the person doing all these very dramatic things. And I am none of those people, but I'm someone who really enjoys hiking and yep. backpacking. Uh, or as in England, they call it wild camping, which is a great name. Uh, Sir, I'm a wild camper. <laughs> you know, I don't know what yeah. you think you are, but I'm a wild camper. Don't come near me. I'm a wild camper. <laughs> yeah. uh, and so like it's for me, it is a device that I feel like I'm the perfect audience for this device that okay. it is, you know, it, it's like, is the Apple Watch Ultra as capable as a variety of really niche sort of extreme fit sports watches probably not but is apple watch ultra the best apple watch for going on in a long day a long multi-day trip absolutely and i think for me it's more important that it's an apple watch than that it's has all of the niche sort of extra features that yeah. i can make do with if you know it's like rather let's have a like so like this is my current sports watch which is a koros uh apex pro um and it's a, it's fine. It's kind of ugly. It does the job. It has several day battery life and it works, but it's clunky and the data doesn't really go into health quite the way I would like. And okay. it doesn't tie into my activity rings and it doesn't do all the things that I would be used to. Or even honestly, it's, it it's like, it, like, why do you wear it? I, so, so mostly I, I wear now, I wear these kind of devices primarily to be able to get a, a tracks of where I've been and to help me navigate a little bit in terms of where I'm going. And so most of these devices let you uh, download kind of like a breadcrumb file. Uh, it's called a GPX file, where it's a file of GPS coordinates that you load into your watch ahead of time. And it's a way of, you know, so if I get off course, I, you know, for what I had planned to do, it'll show me where I'm going. And I find that's way more convenient than pulling out a map, using a compass, my iPhone, if I can just look at my wrist, know if I'm on track, I can keep going. Yeah. Um, and that is the main reason that, uh, that, that I use it. And this works fine for that. I use an Apple watch for that as well. And, you know, I went on a, a multi-day hiking expedition this, uh, this last May and I used Apple watch for all of it. And, you know, the, on my series eight, the battery lasted every day, except for one, uh, all the way through. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, that the day that it didn't, wasn't able to do it. I think it was a uh, was maybe about eighteen mile day, you know, hiking for um, you know maybe ten hours, and it just wasn't quite enough for that. And so for me, it's like the Apple Watch Ultra feels like a great, um, a, a great, a great sort of a, a great alternative where it's like yeah. it gets at least twice as long battery life, which for me will be at least a full day um, of you know full GPS tracking, all the things, and then in addition. You know, it has a cellular, it has, you know, it has cellular capability. So if I go running, I can use it. And there's all kinds of things there where it's just, it's perfect for someone who's, it's kind of reminds me of the, uh, like the prosumer uh, DSLR cameras or something where it's not, you know, the full professional, amazing version, but for the vast majority of people, they don't need that. They just need something that's a bit more than a regular Apple watch. Yeah. I'll say like, I hadn't really thought of it, but it is prosumer is such a great word for this. And it's one of the most prosumer products Apple's made in a really long time where this watch really does feel like, Hey, look, if you want this, you can have it. But genuinely, this is built for a very specific type of person. If you just like it, like Steven, and think that you might enjoy the look of it on your wrist because it's got some orange on it, like go wild, you can have it. But really, this is a product built for 
these very specific types of sports and stuff, right? Or as you're doing, multiple day hikes where you want that GPS, uh, like the really great GPS can track of you and all that kind of stuff. Like it has these very specific features for this very specific type of person, right? Yeah. And I mean, I think visually it's also just, I think it's really fun that it is visually different than Yep. the other Apple watches that yeah, you can't is mistake certainly it, still right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it, it's like, I was, I'm, I haven't actually seen it on our, on my wrist yet, so I don't mm-hmm. know how it'll actually mm-hmm. look and fit, but I, I, I like the look of it. I think it's yeah. attractive and, and, and interesting. And I think it's fun that, you know, I've worn essentially the same watch for the last, was that eight years, nine years, you know, the, other than the, slight changes to I'm from from a case like the screen has changed a bunch from the you know the first apple watch to now but the actual case has grown slightly but hasn't really visually changed and it's yeah. going to be kind of fun i think to have something that like looks different and i think is attractive and cool and is orange and everyone loves orange so. what band did you go for i went for the orange alpine uh, okay loop. that's the nice one it's like it hooks in right i'm thinking of yeah, maybe exactly. getting one of those for my apple watch because all of those bands look really cool um, which Apple just does such a great job of. Like, I mean, it's kind of the story of a lot of the Apple Watch stuff. Like, you don't need to do this some of these things, but I like that they do. Like, you don't need to rethink how to put a watch band on, but they did, yeah. and I'm happy they did because it adds to the look of the whole device. So there are a couple of other features that I want to get your take on, which seem to be made yeah. specifically for your use case because they've got you know they've got like the uh, thermometer for scuba and they've like you know they've done that and they've got like the microphones for if you're going up everest or whatever they've yeah. done that but they've also got this the, they've got like a siren and the mm-hmm. sos satellite stuff now the, the satellite stuff i don't remember if that's on the series 8 watch or oh, is it even well, on the ultra the satellite stuff no it, that is only in the iphone so it is you would need to keep i mean you always would right but i know we've spoken about that because you take uh uh like a device with you right yeah that thing what is that yeah so so i take this which is a uh it's a garmin inreach is what it's called so it's like a essentially a little satellite communicator that um i take with me essentially anytime that i'm out of my neighborhood like it's if i'm not hiking you know within a few miles of my house i'll have this in my in my pocket or in my backpack um, and it's a device that I take with me because it's you just never know when you're going to be in a situation where you don't have the ability to make you know make a phone call, send a text message, mm-hmm. and you need help. Or even sometimes it's it's it's. And I think the place that I think is going to be awkward and interesting with the the new iPhone 14 is sometimes I found myself in situations where I want to communicate something. It isn't urgent and life threatening, but. I need to tell someone something. And so like the classic example of that is I'm delayed and I need to tell my wife who's going to pick me up at the end of the trail that it's like, I'm fine. Everything's great. It's just, I'm going to be an hour later than we had planned. And I just, I have need a way of to telling her, telling her that. Um, and so that's kind of a device that I use for that. And I think it's been great. I, but I think. Does, will the SOS be let you do that though? Cause it seems more like emergency, right? Yes. And I think this is the thing that is a little awkward with the way that Apple um, has done it. I think from an emergency perspective, what they're doing is great. And I think putting that device in everyone's hand, everyone's pocket is going to save lives. Is yes. like just Straight categorically, yeah. people yeah. people are going to be in 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 an urgent, life threatening situation. Previously, they would have no way to get help, or more importantly, probably is get help quickly because. Yeah. 
the, the key thing usually in wilderness situations where you need um, help is the difficulty is in finding you, not necessarily even like a people have to know that you're missing, and then two they need to be able to find you, and so being able to hit a button and say I need help. And then getting a you know a very specific GPS coordinate that they can send a helicopter or a person on foot or whatever it is mm-hmm. depending on the circumstance to you exactly um, is, is going to be huge. Um, but I think what's awkward it's like and you can do the thing where you use Find My and share your location um, with someone, um, but it's a little awkward in terms of there's no messaging around that as yeah. far as I can tell. And yeah, like th- if you're, you're going to be late and you're still hiking or whatever, it's just using find my doesn't communicate why you're there right like yeah am i here because i'm lost right or like am i here because i'm hurt and i'm like hobbling back you know what i mean like it, yeah. it does the find my thing is a step and like who knows maybe when they announce like that people have to pay for it they might add more features in or whatever and maybe this is just a start yeah. to it but but also that sos feature is us only right now right I think yes, though, though okay. that feels like something that's because of the nature of satellites, it's just yeah. going to be a coverage issue. And it'll probably my guess is if I had to guess, I would say it's going to be, you know, start off in the US and Canada, and then it will move its way over to Europe and then mm-hmm. kind of gradually expand over time. Like my Garmin inReach device has, you know, pretty much worldwide capability. I think Antarctica is the only place um, that I can't reliably wow. or the place on land anyway that I can't reliably know where not it, to go. But, you know what I mean? Yeah, I know. Well, unless you want to get rid of watch out for those penguins. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Penguins interfere with GPS. Everyone knows that. Yeah. Everyone, it's a common, well-known fact. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, so like, I think that, that, that is as a feature. Like, I would love the a feature that Garmin has is a way that you can do these pre-built um, sort of messages that – because I understand like the big difficulty is always bandwidth is really hard when you're talking to a satellite because it can take a long time. You know, you, you don't you have to get these tiny little things. And so instead what Garmin does is you can make like three or four pre-canned messages that you write ahead of time but yep. then can send uh, using it. So I could have a message that says everything's great but I'm delayed. Yep. And th- they only have to send like a one, you know, like a number rather than the whole message because the message is – so one day we might get something like that, but even still, it's it's a huge device, and I think it's gonna it's gonna help a lot of more you know more recreational people who aren't gonna carry around a device that's pretty big and bulky. You know, it was a few hundred dollars to buy, and then I pay twenty dollars a month, I think, to use it. Um, and so it's you know it's a pretty large investment. If but I for me it's worth it from a safety perspective. But I you know you have to really really want to use it and uh, care about it in order for that to make sense. Yeah, that twenty dollar a month is maybe a good indicator, right? Because Apple's going to yeah. make you pay for this eventually, right? So that that at least you know there is a standard. I will say Apple seems like they don't like Garmin, right? Like, I know people yeah. keep talking about this, but like there is this. It seems like there is this thing going on, right? Where it's not just the watch where they're going after. It's also devices like this by trying to build it into iPhones. And I would expect maybe one day they would try to build this into the Apple Watch if possible too, right? Like, wouldn't that be, like, you know, maybe the Ultra 2 or the Ultra 3, if this could do that, that would be incredible, right? Like, I don't know how yeah. feasible that is, but it would be amazing. Yeah. I mean, I think on that score in the near term, the fact that it just has cellular, I think is a huge um, boon. Uh, they all come with cellular I mean, too, right? It's the only, yeah, the only yeah. option for this. There's only one model. Yeah. And I think that is a big benefit compared to most garments. I don't, I don't think most kind of other sport watches have that kind of cellular capability. And while satellite is great for if you really are in the backcountry, 
you know, just regular satellite or, you know, the, the satellite version is great for that. But if for just regular use in a, quite a lot of circumstances, you'll yep. be able to get like one bar of cellular somewhere. And then you can use, you know, you can message, you can, you know, FaceTime audio, you can do all kinds of things um, as soon as you get that one bar, which, you know, I've been in a lot of really backcountry places and it's the kind of thing you don't get it consistently, but you'll often get it regularly. You know, like yep. every couple hours you might get one bar of cellular somewhere when you just happen to, you know, be in the right part of the valley or something. Uh, so that's a huge thing to just have that on your wrist, regardless of if your phone's there or, or not. Uh, do you, do you think that this watch would be enough? So like, I know we were talking and I know you're planning on putting it through its paces, right? When you pick it up next yeah. week. Yeah. Will you take the Garmin? Like not uh, the satellite thing. I I know you're going to do, but like the Garmin watch, like, are you going to take it or do you think like, no, I'm going to get rid of it. Only Apple watch. I mean, I think my expectation is in the long term. that is very much my, my hope is that I can use this watch as my only sports watch when I'm going out on expeditions or trips or whatever you, whatever you want to call them. Um, and I think next, so yeah, so next Friday when I got day one delivery of my Apple Watch Ultra and then like a few hours later, I'm getting on a sleeper train and going up to the highlands of Scotland and hiking for three days because that's both, you know, just exciting and interesting, but also I think really important for me to help help me understand the product. It's a double treat um, for you, you know? Yeah, <laughs> it's great. New device um, and a little hike, lovely. Yeah. <laughs> double treat for Dave. <laughs> yeah, and it's like for this one, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wear both. And I think that's an interesting point of comparison. And it, honestly, I'll probably wear three watches. I'll probably wear like a series, a, a series seven watch, this you know, the ultra, and my um, other sports watch, and just have a points of comparison to to like you know see, see how they work, how they how they line up with each other, see kind of where we are with battery life and yep. with performance, you know. And I think it'll be really telling. But I have a strong suspicion after this one trip, I'll go back to just one, and it'll just be the ultra, and it'll be great. Is the Series 8 on the map for you? Like, will you get that for testing, or you don't think that's worth it? So at this point, I haven't ordered one. Um, I th- it is a very minor upgrade um, compared t- to the 7. I think if I would if I were to get one, it would purely be for testing. But even that, yeah. like, there's nothing in it that I need to test because it's the same screen dimensions. It's roughly the same processor. The temperature sensor is on the Ultra, so I can do testing with the temperature sensor stuff if I... Can you, need to as a developer, talk to the t- temperature sensor? Are there any APIs for that? I don't believe so. I, I okay. believe it is, my understanding is the temperature sensor is probably going to write its data to health where I can read it, but it's not the kind of thing where I can activate it or interact with it specifically. Is that different um, to the pedometer? So with, the, with pedometer plus plus, are you talking to health or are you talking to the, like, is there an API for that? So with pedometer, there's a, there's both. You can access okay. you can access the data kind of in, in stream it in real time, or you can use health to get the kind of like right. aggregated data. Um, and uh, for a variety of sensors, it's like the health, the the pulse sensor, just the regular like heart rate sensor on the watch, you can both get it from health, or you can kind of create a, a thing that gets you turns on the heart rate sensor and activates it and gives you data in real time. Okay. As far as I know, for temperature, we won't have that kind of capability. And as far as I know, the temperatures are only being recorded when you're sleeping, um, at least in the current, the first version. And so it's the kind of thing where I will add it to, you know, my, my to Sleep Plus Plus, my sleep tracker, where I can, it's potentially interesting to, sh- to surface that data to people. Uh, but it's not going to be the kind of thing where it's, you know, I can show you what your temperature is in a way mm-hmm. that would be, you know, comparable to, you know, 
taking your temperature at a doctor's office or something like that. Underscore, you're going to write this up, right? Your experiences with the Ultra. You'll put that on your website. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Excellent. Yeah, yeah. Can't wait to see it. Yeah, probably do a video too. And I mean, there's a lot of uh, exciting things to do. Multimedia Dave over here, you know? You could put on Instagram. He's going to be everywhere. He's going to be live streaming. TikTok? You're going to go. You're going to go on TikTok? Sure. Great. Can't wait. Why not? Underscore David Smith, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast of time. It's great to see you, and I look forward to seeing you when I get home. Yeah, no, sounds great. And you know, best of luck with the rest of the podcast on. Hope you, uh, you know, keep, keep the energy up and the donations keep uh, flooding in. Thanks, Dave. All right. Speaking of donations, I want to thank uh, Ken Broren for a $1,000 donation and Andrew for a $500 donation. Stephen, can you come here for a moment? Because there's a family name I'd like you to, try to read for me. The $250 donation there. Could you just thank that family for me, please? Could you do that for us? I think they deserve a thank you specifically from you. Is that something uh, you're able to provide? Shock and Snyder. There you go. Pretty the, good. The sh- what? Sh- laughing back there. Chuck Schneider family. $250 donation. Thank you, everybody, who's making these donations. Tobin, $250. Alex WT, $100. We are at $279,000 raised for the kids of St. Jude, which is so far nearly thirty grand today, which is unbelievable. We've only been on the air an hour and uh, yeah. 15 minutes. Stephen, would you like to introduce uh, what's coming up next? Uh, yes, yes. We've got, uh, a pre-recorded interview, uh, that I did with Tyler. Tyler is a, uh, St. Jude patient and Tyler, uh, Tyler's family and my family have a lot in common that they are from Memphis, which is oh, really cool. And so, uh, Tyler is a very impressive young man. It was great to speak with him and his mom. And, uh, I think everyone's going to really enjoy this. It was really cool to sit down and to talk with them. So today I have the privilege of introducing everybody to an amazing St. Jude family. This is my favorite part of the campaign every year where we get to sit down and talk with somebody whose life has been influenced by the work of St. Jude. I am joined by Tyler and Michelle. Uh, Tyler was a St. Jude patient starting at the age of six. Uh, He is now 16 and doing really well. We're going to talk about that. And he's joined by his mom, Michelle. Uh, Welcome to the podcast-a-thon. Hi, thanks for having us. Thanks for having us. Yeah, you bet. Thank you for joining us. And right off the bat, I want to talk about y'all's background. Uh, Like me and my family, you're local here to the Memphis area. And I know that y'all's family was already somewhat familiar with St. Jude uh, prior to your diagnosis. Uh, Could you guys tell us a little bit about your history with the hospital? Well, being, of course, native to Memphis, um, you know, I grew up with St. Jude right in my backyard. And my grandmother and two of my aunts were actually some of the first ladies of St. Jude with Danny Thomas. So we were always very active and, you know, did bike-a-thon and math-a-thon and trike-a-thon and all the different things. And, you know, we really didn't get it. You know, we knew what we were doing. We knew what we were supporting. But until you put yourself in that situation, you don't know the impact that what you're doing really has. And for us, that really hit home in 2012 my niece, who was nine years old at the time, was diagnosed with pediatric melanoma. And so I was an aunt looking in from the outside, watching as this hospital embraced her and gave her a second chance at life. So, uh, yeah, I have all those same stories. I remember being in like elementary school doing mathathon and like kind of understanding it, but, you know, yeah. raising money for what I knew even then was a really great place. But how did Tyler's diagnosis uh, come to light? 
Well, we got through my niece's diagnosis and that was at the end of 2012 and we were kind of moving forward. And, you know, we were, of course, like you, a local family, and we were trying to give back to the hospital. And we decided we were going to participate in St. Jude Memphis Marathon that year. Mm -hmm. And as we got closer to that, we started noticing changes in him. You know, he started falling asleep in class and having arm and leg pains and night sweats. And he looked real pale and he kept complaining about his legs hurting all the time. And we kept, you know, kept taking him back to the doctor and they kept saying, you know, nothing's wrong with him. He's fine. Um, He's seeking attention. He's six years old. It's growing pains. And this actually went on for a couple of months. Mm. And in the beginning of 2013, you know, we were still having those same symptoms. And on the night of January the 31st, he could no longer put any weight on his arms and legs. He crawled from his bedroom to ours. He was screaming and crying in pain. Um, you know, we just, we didn't know what else to do. So I called, you know, the pediatrician the next day and they said, you know, he's fine. We don't need to see him. Um, we just saw him last week. You know, it's probably a potassium deficiency, give him some bananas. And we went through this whole thing. And of course, you know, here I have this child who's six years old, who's a climber. Um, we called him spider monkey. He was in you know, <laughs> Boy Scouts. He played soccer he was very active in a lot of different things and all of a sudden he wasn't doing those. Hmm. And so that, you know, of course that mommy instinct kicked in and I immediately took him to the local children's hospital here in Memphis and he was checked in within two hours and they started running blood work. And the next morning, you know, someone came down from the head of the hospital, the head of the hospital actually came down to talk to us. And he said, you know, someone's coming over from St. Jude to talk to you. Wow. And that began our journey at St. Jude. Yeah. I'm so sorry it took longer than it should have uh, to end up where you where you needed to be. But if it's okay, I'd like to ask you about the, those early days at St. Jude. Uh, I know for me, those first days on campus were really overwhelming, right? I think they would be for anybody. You're, you're thrust into this world you never thought you would be in. But I was, I was also struck by the sense of hope and encouragement that is just sort of in the veins of St. Jude. And I wonder if you could tell us a little bit about, you know, those, those early days, that early season of being a St. Jude family. Well, in the beginning, you know, of course you hear that word, you know, this, this, sweet resident is sitting in front of us giving a lot of information. And at that point, my sister and I had flip-flopped. We flip-flopped roles. I became the person not knowing exactly what was being said, and she became the person taking in all the information. And it is, it's one of the most terrifying words I think you can hear is, you know, your child has cancer. Mm-hmm. And it is, it's scary. Um, you know, they, they put us in an ambulance and we rode in an ambulance over from the children's hospital over to St. Jude. And when we got there, you know, it kept going through my mind, you know, we know what cancer is. We know what impact it has. We know a lot of the times, you know, people don't survive it. And we get to St. Jude and they open these doors and we go in and all of a sudden that sense of panic and everything, I became very calm. And I'm looking around at this amazing hospital and I was like, well, they just saved my niece's life. So they've got to save his. But it is in the beginning, there's so much information. You're so overwhelmed by what is going on around you. And it seems like you're sitting still and everybody else is moving very fast. And it it is, it's a sense of overwhelmingness. I mean, it really is. And I probably felt like I was in a daze for about six weeks. Those first six weeks, I think, were probably the hardest and I did feel like I was in a blur walking through what was more like a movie that I was mm. kind of, you know, looking from the outside in. Yeah, I definitely, I definitely resonate with that. 
Um, Tyler, you were six. What what do you remember of those early days? Honestly, I don't remember much of like the very beginning of it. I remember when I was transported to the hospital, when I was in the ambulance, that was mm-hmm. one of my favorite parts because it was the first time I rode in an ambulance, which was kind of cool. And then from there, some of the days that I remember, some of the early days was when one of my favorite doctors, Dr. Pooey, actually came up when I was feeling down to my hospital bedroom and just basically helped me and then played games with me. And there were also so many people who always came up and came in by and said hi. I remember being in the hospital bed. I remember the nurses helping me stand when I was doing, they were doing weight tests. It was just all kind of a crazy experience to have. But to know that everyone there was so supportive and so happy, it kind of made it better. Yeah, that's really cool. I get the idea that an ambulance ride can be kind of cool, right? It's like not many cars can drive as fast as they want. So I, I'm with you on that. Um <laughs> How is St. Jude still a part of your life and care today? Well, right now we're trying, we're don, we're donating, and I'm gonna actually join the St. Jude uh, leadership program that they're doing the for high schoolers, and I'm hoping to be able to raise money for St. Jude and continue on with St. Jude and just being a part of it in my daily life and just being able to raise money doing the half marathon, potentially doing the full marathon makes me have a big part of it and makes me want to continue because it's so good to see, especially when you do the half marathon, to see all the smiling kids' faces as you cross. Yeah, I'd like to talk a little bit about that because I know everyone here at Memphis, a lot of people travel for the marathon, but there is that stretch that you referenced that goes through the campus and everyone I've talked to who's ever run it, it's their first time or their 10th time, everyone talks about that. And y'all have unique experience of being a patient family and now kind of being on the other side of it, going through the campus, seeing people travel from all over the world to run. Describe the Marathon Weekend a little bit more, because I think it's a really special time. So the Marathon Weekend is one of the best times out of all the events we have, because it's kind of a time when everybody from around the world gets together and runs for single purpose. That purpose is to help St. Jude and especially you have Rick Shadiak who's talking and he always gives his inspirational speeches. They had a St. Jude patient who sang the national anthem and they had a St. Jude patient who played uh, music as well in a band there. And it's just such an amazing experience, especially going through the stretch through the hospital and just being able to see all the people who support each other and seeing all the people uh, who just been able to take it through and still alive today, seeing them walking around and seeing them their supporting is a great, wonderful experience, especially with the half marathon. The entire experience is a great experience because you have so many people who are out there supporting each other. And they'll have like little stands that you can go to. There's actually one that had donuts. And I went by and got a donut over there. <laughs> you got to fuel up halfway through your race, I guess. Exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's how the pros do it. I think they're eating donuts in, in the Olympics all the time. Exactly. Um, so, Tyler, what, what other things are you up to these days besides your St. Jude support? What else are you interested in? So I do cross country and I also am part of scouts and um, it's just a, especially with cross country, it's just been an amazing experience. That's what's been getting me more into running because it's especially a lot of fun to just kind of run now, which before I wasn't, I was kind of like iffy about it, but now Mm. it's so much fun to run and I just like running on my own time. And I also like the uniforms look really good. We had (laughs) one, my favorite uniforms had, one of my favorite uniforms was from track season. It was like a, perfect all black uniform and it was so good that's cool it was was really comfortable as well (laughs) that's good see i'm not a runner but i I like mountain biking you you know you can run you can run the trail or you can ride it way faster so that's 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 who i am um let's go back to to saint jude a little second uh back to your story a little bit um so you, you guys are showing up you already have this family history there which is just an amazing part of your story 
Um, could you tell us a little bit about the the treatment and protocols, you know, what that looked like for y'all, how long y'all were there doing treatment, those sorts of things? Well, I'll never forget, you know, you talked about the overwhelmingness and they're throwing so much information at you so quickly and you're signing these pages and, you know, you're, you're listening and taking in and you're going back and rethinking and rereading. And I remember Dr. Pui sitting us down and he said, we're going to go through this pretty quick, which we did. And if anybody mm-hmm. knows Dr. Pui, he's a fast talker. And he said, you know, this treatment and this protocol for ALL, which is the form of leukemia, had acute lymphoblastic leukemia, which is a cancer of the blood. And he said the protocol will be anywhere from two and a half to three years. And so here we are at the start of this and you're hearing two and a half to three years. Mm -hmm. And he said, you know, tomorrow, well, actually it was that morning. It was the morning of February the 4th and a little history there. So, you know, the hospital was founded February the 4th, 1962. Tyler's official diagnosis date is February the 4th. So I always think, you know, Danny Thomas kind of had his hand on that. Mm -hmm. Um, It really is kind of a special day in a a weird way, I guess. Yeah. But he, two and a half to three years. And he said, we're going to, you know, take him right now. They prepped him for surgery and they said, we're going to do a spinal draw, bone marrow. Um, We're going to put in a port. We are going to start chemotherapy. They tilt, you know, tilt the bed back. They put this chemotherapy in. Um, to cover the entire bloodstream. And so they're throwing this all at you. And he said, yeah, and when he gets up tonight, he will probably need a blood and platelet transfusion, which he did, and said, we will be doing more chemotherapy when he gets out of surgery. And, you know, he was six years old and you're listening to all of this, but, you know, in the back of my mind, I kept saying, you know, I will do whatever it takes to save his life. And we were actually there about two years and seven months. He had around 1,200 doses of chemotherapy um, ALL is a little bit longer protocol and there's a lot of chemotherapy on top of chemotherapy on top of chemotherapy, uh, a lot of steroids. Um, they also, you know, he needed physical therapy and occupational therapy because at that point he had not walked in about 12 days because of the, um, the bone marrow had pulled into his hands and feet, which had gone into like a curled position. Hmm. And so that was to do with the bone marrow not working correctly. So they had to you know, get that broken up, which is what the job of the chemotherapy is. And so, you know, it took him a little bit of time. So the journey, journey is long. It's definitely a long journey, but, you know, of course, looking at him now, it's, it's worth every second of it. Yeah. It is very intense in the very beginning of the first, you know, six months is really, really intense. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember that from our time when our son Desai was getting chemotherapy. I remember meeting some uh, leukemia families and hearing that story. It just it is it is just so long and so brutal. You know, spending a lot of time on campus. Uh, and I'm curious if y'all have a favorite place on the St. Jude campus or a favorite thing you like to do maybe then or when you go back now. I want to say the cafeteria just because the bacon's good. <laughs> you got a favorite in there? The bacon, the burgers, bacon, you know, all the good stuff. The bacon. The bacon for there was a time during treatment where we could not get him to eat anything. Like he just wouldn't eat. Mm-hmm. And he started craving bacon. And wonderful chefs, executive chef, was like, you know what? We worked with the nutritionist, Miles and Dr. Pui, and Dr. Pui's theory. And the nutritionist said, you know, whatever he'll eat, we're gonna let him eat. So for about twelve to fourteen days, all he ate was bacon. And <laughs> it was bacon, breakfast, lunch, dinner, snack, whatever, but we got him eating. And so he always he, he really loves the bacon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's 
That's fantastic. Do you still like bacon now, or did you get it all out of your system? Still love it. You can't get rid of bacon. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Hey, I, I'm on your I'm on your team here. Yeah, the cafeteria really is cool, and you get to meet a bunch of people and spend time with people. So, you know, thinking over this this journey, y'all have been connected with the hospital now, you know, over a decade. When, you know, people ask you to describe St. Jude, you know, what, what sort of words come to mind? As a mom, um, hope. Hope is the, a big one. When we first started that journey, you know, I, I really honestly didn't know what the future held. I did not, you know, I, I tried to look forward, but at the same time, I tried to stay in the reality of making every second count because, you know, you just never know. And hope was what they gave us. And now, you know, I think they've given us a lifetime of memories. We love working with the hospital and we love working with ALSAC, which is, you know, of course, the fundraising side, because it's given us a chance to share our story so that people that don't really understand what St. Jude is about, now they know. Now they Mm -hmm. they can come to us and ask. So for me, it's hope, memories, keeping my family complete, and meeting all the wonderful families and, you know, people that we've met along the way. I mean, there's some amazing support for this hospital. And, you know, of course, without them, reality is a lot different. You know, we we would lose more children. This is global. You know, what is done here is shared globally free all across the world. And to me, that's just amazing because I love looking at that. And we've met, you know, we've, like I said, we've met families and we have people that we've met along the way that I will cherish forever that are part of my family now. We have, you know, very unique, special bond. Um, The children we've met along the way. So definitely hope and time and memories and I can look forward to the future. I can look forward to watching Tyler grow and pester his sisters and, (laughs) you know, to see what's going to happen in life next. What the hospital means to me is it means a hopeful place. It means a place that you can go there and you, I didn't have a single care in the world. It was a place to where even through all the pain and how much pain we were in, it was a place that still could ease that pain and still help because all the people there made it so much better all the people there definitely made the places so made the treatment so much better because I don't it definitely wouldn't have been the same I don't think I'd be the same person I am today all those doctors all those people that you meet they're all so supportive and also kind and it's 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 the thing of you meet these people and they make they make life there so much better they brighten up your day it's just an amazing experience to be able to have those interactions, to be able to meet all these people and be able to know that people, that people care and that people are here just to help. And it just makes, and it just fills me with so much joy. Is there anything else you would say to people out there watching who have or are thinking about supporting St. Jude? You should support St. Jude because you can help kids like me and you can help them through a lot. And it's definitely a wonderful place. And I think you should donate. And I would say as a family, you know, when, when we first started this journey, uh, we were a two income family and you go from two incomes to one very quickly. Mm-hmm. And the one thing St. Jude did for us and, you know, they just took the burden of financial responsibility off. And for us, that was huge because um, instead of me going back to my job full time, my job then became taking care of my family and making sure that we stayed together, we stayed complete, we stayed whole and could enjoy every second we had. 
And the money is for research, of course, but the money also goes to support all those treatments and all those chemotherapies and all that blood work and all the things that Tyler had to go through. And, you know, without the financial side of it, we, we would have, you know, we probably would have been probably close to a million dollars in debt. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's a very overwhelming number when you look at the greater picture. So they, when somebody donates, when you give, you know, even if it's a dollar, every dollar counts and every dollar goes to saving children's lives. And so every dollar that you give is helping my family, my family stay complete and letting us have every chance to make every memory possible with our son. It can't be said better than that. So uh, Michelle and Tyler, thank you for joining us today. It's been a real honor to get to talk to you. Thank you for letting us share just a little bit about our story. Yeah, you bet. Across the globe, the vast majority of children with cancer will die. No child should die in the dawn of life, and that means no child anywhere. At St. Jude, we don't care who cures cancer, we just need to advance the cure. El foco y el objetivo de St. Jude es conseguir avanzar en el cuidado de los niños con cáncer en todo el mundo. The thing we are surrounded by people who know how to provide the very best care possible. Patients from all over the world can look to St. Jude to do as well as to identify new and better treatments. We're constantly developing new therapies for rare pediatric cancer. And we share our information globally. And that's the hallmark of St. Jude. Hello. 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 (laughs) Welcome back. Welcome back. Uh, I want to talk a minute, if you don't mind. Okay. About why I'm excited about the wheel. Okay. So this is the fourth annual podcast-a-thon. And the last time I was here was in 2019. And then we had to do two apart. And I was really jealous and sad (laughs) of how incredible (laughs) this place looked. And, you know, we really did our best. And Adina, my wife, did a great job. And she's doing a great job with Balloon Room USA today as well. Uh, But that... The Balloon Shack. I like Balloon Room USA. It's got a kind of like a a surf rock vibe to it that I enjoy. Mm, It is shiny. Yeah, it's like wipeout kind of thing. Anyway... Um, so I I just wanted to say like how happy I am to be back here with all the incredible people that put this on. It is a this really takes just an obscene amount of people now to do, which I there which are a lot of people here. <laughs> when I was here the first year, it was a small group of us. Yeah, and now we twenty twenty there was like three of us. There's multiple people operating multiple cameras. We have like a whole team of sound people. We have social media people. Here. It's it's truly incredible. So I just wanted to thank everyone now and yeah. we'll do it later on for all of the work that everybody does here to make this happen and i just wanted to talk about the fact of how happy i am and ha- why i cried a little bit when i came in today so because <laughs> I, I it's just so good i last year especially like 2021 we were so close like for the travel ban lifting yeah it, it lifted like a month later and i'm just i'm just absolutely so happy that we actually got it started i was terrified mm-hmm. i've been terrified these past couple of weeks that this wasn't going to happen uh, hence the little joke at the beginning that Stephen came up with. Uh, so yeah, I'm just really happy. Let's spin the wheel. All right. I realize that it's not locked. I, 
Like did this Ooh, and it rolled, it rolled towards me. Uh, we'll, we'll deal with that safety measure as soon as we're done with the first wheel spin. Which is... Oh, it's going to be a new one. 15. 15. Dale, phone use case. So phone case use. I have a... <laughs> phone use case. <laughs> Are you okay? I have a no. present for you. Okay, we have presents for each other again. Okay. So what we're going to be doing is putting these phone cases on our phones. Mm-hmm. Which we don't have access to right now, but we will do it. And then for every day, every time we land on, was it numbers 15 and 6, it adds one more day to the tally. So these are things we bought for each other. Yes. We haven't seen them. I've also forgotten what I got, Stephen, because we did this a long time ago. Why don't you go first? Because I keep being okay. told that I have like a, a horror inside of this bag. So <laughs> People have started to fill into the audience now because <laughs> to see my reaction, I think, to this thing. Also, like these things come from Amazon, and you're never a hundred percent sure what you're going to get. Oh yeah, look at it. So it's a dinosaur. Yeah, holding some AirPods. You can put your Hold, AirPods in there. I think. AirPods. I, I think put, you can take those out yeah. and put your own AirPods. And which also, I really recommend. And you can hang it around yourself like a little bag, yeah. which will be so good when we go to football tomorrow. We're going to a football game tomorrow. Yeah. Let me see. Did they actually and come I, out? I'm going to get beat up. Yeah, look. <laughs> you can put you can put your AirPods in there for safekeeping. Okay. That's All good. Right. Let's open yours. Can you hold this? If I talk in this one, do I sound British? Hello, mate. All my accents come out Australian. We've talked about this. Okay, so yours is worse than it looks like in the pictures, but also better. <laughs> it's a banana. I need your initial impressions as a professional technology reviewer. Does it smell like banana? It smells like banana. Smell it. You're allergic, right? No, I can eat bananas. Okay. This is disgusting. It looks wet. You need to show... You have to wiggle it for the camera. That's the first time we've been asked to do that. (laughs) Thank you for tuning in today. This is disgusting! Oh, I smell it! Oh, it smells so bad! Oh, no, just touch the thing. That's the terrible. Oh. Mm. Don't like it. Here's what I'll say. I think yours is more visibly embarrassing, uh-huh. I think. Well, this, I mean, I could just be holding a banana, right? Like, okay. Let's no do a little knows. poll of the room. If you're in the room, raise your we hand. We can do a Twitch poll, We right? can do a Maybe. Twitch poll somewhere Maybe. Ricky is running around afraid. Maybe we could do a Twitch poll. We'll do a poll. People can vote. Lots of people are looking at each other now I said that. <laughs> oh, there's Richard. Richard, can we do a Twitch poll? Hey, I got a thumbs up from Richard. We got $1,000 from Laura, the pathologist of the show. Thank you, Laura. Thank you, Laura. As soon as the spin. Okay. This is disgusting. Can you put it in your jacket pocket, please? I want to see if it goes on my new phone. Okay. Probably not, but let's see. We can probably doctor it. We need a banana doctor. Is there a banana doctor in the house? Oh, that is... Kind of. It's good enough. It fits. Yes. It just covers the cameras a little bit. There you go. Thank you. Thank you, Phil, Wit, and Lee for your donations. There you go. Here's this. This is... Can you give it... Can you flop it around so we can hear it? We have been demonetized. <laughs> Here you go. This will not fit in my pocket. 
Well, this pocket, but it will go in my other pockets. I promise okay. you that. There will be pictures. There will be proof. All right. There you go. Your turn to spin the wheel, and okay. I locked it this time, so we won't get run over. Excellent. That is disgusting. That You're is welcome. real bad. Thank you very much. It's great, though. I will say it's fantastic. We have a blocking issue. Yeah. <laughs> we need to work that one out. We need to be better about that. We're just used to audio podcasts. Number seven. Stephen makes a fundraiser donation. Okay, so... I'm going to explain what this is. Perfect. There is a group of really wonderful people called The Lovely Developers... Uh, who make a fantastic app for iOS and Mac called Elsewhen, which I really recommend. It's like a time zone conversion app, kind of. And you can, whenever you see us post, like, this is happening at this time, uh, we use Elsewhen, and you can get these really wonderfully formatted uh, time zones. And also, if you use Discord and you want those, like, specific time links that Discord does, this app Elsewhen does that. Fantastic. You check it out. It's in the App Store. They also made... This doesn't fit at all. Really? <laughs> <laughs> it was for Mac's phone. Because yeah. you went small. This, is not, this is not a Max phone. Uh, I'll just tape it in there. Yeah, it'd be even better. Anyway, we'll find a little blocker for that. They made an app uh, that is available on our Discord, I think. If you're a Discord, maybe you can get it. Which is an app that tracks the sub-campaigns, the fundraisers that people have been setting up this year. And there's 178 of those now. Incredible. What we're going to do is, there's an app called Random. So you can press Random, and then Stephen will make a donation at Random to somebody's uh, fundraising campaign. Let's do it. Who have you got? Uh, uh, the Magali family and friends. Great. How much are you going to give them? Not give them. To, to St. Jude. I'm going to donate $100 Woo! to their campaign. So we'll no, one, no one else thought that was impressive. Sorry. I looked and everybody was just... Like just 100 bucks. Jeez. I mean, you bought a banana podcast. phone case. Clearly he's got... <laughs> I'm really upset that I got the wrong size. I forgot that you went to a regular phone. All right, so... I'm going to use Apple Pay because Apple Pay supported on Tilt to 5, which what is very cool. What can we put in there? I'll say I've learned this week, Stephen, very handy. It's just like yesterday, oh, we need a funnel. So we went and bought a funnel from AutoZone, which was fun. That place smelled a lot like oil. And we went in there, and then he just sorted it, and he popped it in, and then... Sanded it down. St. Jude support, I was just told, AutoZone. So thank you, AutoZone. Oh, that's cool. Thank you, AutoZone. We buy our funnels from AutoZone. <laughs> Not a sponsor. I don't know. <laughs> you donated yet? I haven't trouble. It's hard to listen and talk and type. Test so. flight link is in the chat. I've just been told now in my ear. We have producers in our ears, by the way. If you ever see us do this, <laughs> it means someone's saying something to us, and we weren't expecting it. I don't even have mine in. Who knows what they're saying? Yeah. Oh, they're saying some terrible things about you right now. That's not nice. I'm going to spin the wheel again spin the while wheel you're again. doing whatever it is you're doing. I'm still donating. How are we going to make the phone fit, do you think? What are we going to do about that? I got some glue. Could we put it in another case and then maybe put it in that case? Yo, dog. Heard you like cases. So actually, really. $100 done. You now have, thank you very much, you now have the worst job because your phone might break. No one that we know has ever broken a brand new phone in Podcastathon Day. True point. Just just Casey. Hey, look, they fixed it. Oh, yeah. Now we can stand wherever we want. <laughs> Go over here. <laughs> All right, where are we going to end up? Number three, change Twitter profile. All right, so we're gonna take a, we have to take selfies. Yep. Everyone's everyone's like, do they have their phones? Yeah, we got our yeah. phones. Sorry. The people here on the social media team are like, these guys are old and don't know what they're doing. Yep. All right. This is also something that's hard to talk through. All right, I'm opening Tweetbot avatar. You need a picture with your banana case in it. Give me it. Where is it? It's over there. All right. I'm going to have to put this down for a second. 
All right. I'm gonna do it with the wheel in the background. How's that? Oh, that is good. <laughs> okay. And done. I'm gonna do one more while you figure out how your Twitter this works. Is horrible. Don't change the company one. Yours. Coming around to number one. You get to hit the PC again. Your short turn. I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. Safety goggles. Everybody stand back. Joe, you're too close. Stand back, Joe. Thank you. I don't really know what that means, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay, here he comes. Stephen Hackett approaches the plate. I think that's what I say in baseball. I don't know. Here he goes. Wherever you want, man. Take one at the side. Yeah. See what happens. Whoops! (laughs) Well. (laughs) Ooh, we can see into the inside. Want to come get a look at the inside? Oh, turn it to camera. Ooh. My watch thinks I've taken a hard. <laughs> it popped up. Do we, is, do, would you like the SOS? What do you think that was that triggered that? Like the actual impact, maybe? You can give it away. Who in the audience wants a piece of the computer? What is that, Stephen? Is this safe? What is this part? Is that the power supply? So let me give you a tour of the PC. This thing. Oh, we knocked a microphone off the table. It ran Windows uh, Windows ME, which was a really good version of Windows. Got a power supply. That's I think uh, air routing for the fan. We got some cables. We got a hard drive. We've got a DV a CD writer and a DVD player. It's gonna be good. And somewhere in there is a really ancient sad processor. $1,000 donation from Watts Martin. Awesome. $512 donation. No significance. Hey! From, G- <laughs> from GLW. <laughs> All right, so that's going to be one more wheel spin, and then I think we're going to do some uh, some other exciting things. Yep. I believe it is time for beautification. Yeah, but if we do the wheel spins and other stuff, we just maybe they'll forget that we have to do it. Great idea. Let's do some more wheel spins. Look at this. We're in control now. <laughs> We've taken over the show. <laughs> so we, uh, Detective Argo goes on. I know. You like it? I can't see anything. Good luck for you. Oh. 16. 16. Hydrate and stretch. Oh, I would like some water. Mm. Okay, that's, that's mine. So we have some equipment to help us stretch. If you watch Mike's uh, keyboard streams, the Friday Keyboard Club, you'll know that hydrate and stretch are things you can do on Twitch. I don't know what any of it's called. Yep. Things on Twitch, right? Yep. So we're going to get that on. Come on. Okay. Can hear us when we do it. So it's yeah, silent. Okay. Okay. You stretch first. 
Okay. Here we go. We got a lovely volunteer. Thank you very much, sir. There you go. So you're gonna, you're gonna take the band like this. Okay. You're gonna like have it. Oh yeah. You don't have to break it now. It's okay. So you want to? Very good. Very good. Now let the band go down to the floor. This. Step on it like that. You go. It's got a real. Come on. It's got a sweat on. That's what the bands are for. Somebody. I don't know why. Touch toes. Is this the thing? Okay. Can't you? Can you Not in this. <laughs> <laughs> if I touch my toes in this, every single thing breaks. We should try though. Hold on. That's as far. There the jacket go. is very restrictive. There we go. Nope. That's it. There I got it. There we go. Okay, we stretched. Okay, can I have your sweat man back, please? Yes. You got a lot of like little bits of fluff on your head there now. You Thank you very much. I appreciate you. Okay. Woo. That was good. Do you feel stretched? Do you feel limber yes. again? Yeah, and I've got some hydration going. Where's your uh, resistance band? What'd you do with that? Oh, it's over here. Come on, put things away. That was a good catch, I think. <sighs> Should we spin again? Let's do one more spin, and then I think we're ready for Steven touches things, maybe? Looks like it. We've got a nod. Feels so cool. Yeah. Let's see what we get. Cool. Number six. Day One of phone segment. Ca- Wait. Six. Day of phone case use. I can't uh, read. All right. That's two days with banana phone. Banana phone. Do you know Banana Man? From uh, no. There was a cartoon called Banana Man. And Banana Man, his whole thing was that he was he could he had like powers. I don't remember when you were a kid. Did you find it related? Oh, this is what this is my Twitter profile picture, by the way. Oh, that's as good. As you see on the screen, that's me. I'm Banana Man. I find it very appealing. <laughs> All right, it's time for you to touch some stuff. <laughs> All right, you need to be punished for that. We're at two hundred eighty-seven thousand dollars raised. Absolutely amazing. This is Saint Jude. SaintJude.org/slash/relay. If you're enjoying what we're doing and you want to see more of it, keep donating. So we're going to do Stephen Touches Things? Yes. All right, right. so over the last few years, I have been subject to some horrible experiences, like the jelly beans, right? I've eaten a lot of these disgusting things. I'm going to eat more of them. Shall I eat another one right now? Yes. Go on, give give me a little spin, and I'll pick one out. And over the time, because of Stephen's horrific food allergies, we've never been able to give him anything to eat. Uh, And I think, we all think, that has been horribly unfair, so... We've concocted something that's not going to affect his food allergies, probably. Uh, <laughs> and it's a segment called Stephen Touches Things. And uh, that's going to happen as soon as I eat which? Pomegranate or Old Bandit. Oh, it's that so one it's again. The, the, burnt, the burnt coffee again. Yeah. Maybe the bandage is from a yeah, coffee Yeah, it's back burn. again. It's back again. Yeah. That's the bandage one. Okay. It doesn't taste like bandage. It just tastes like burnt something, like burnt rubber. That's where the bandage came from. Do you burn them? It came when you're from done with them? a burn. Is that an American thing? Yes. Oh, uh, is that you, you like you wish away the ill of the pain? That's right. That's Goes interesting. Into the sky. Ritualistic. I like it. All right, come in. Okay. So, how are we doing this? I think we need help. No, Stephen touches things. My understanding is there was a helper. Oh, I can see in the control room they're putting some blankets over things. You stop looking. You step. We're bringing him here. I think. We've got a blindfold for you. I'm still 
going through bandage here. Yeah, okay. give me a second. The worst part is it gets stuck in my teeth a little bit because it's jelly beans. So in about ten minutes time, flavor comes back. That's good. That's what you want. Okay, we're bringing on a beautifully made box. Custom made for this. Yeah. What was the name of the person who made the box? Robert. Robert at St. Jude. Yes. A wonderful man at St. Jude. Built these himself. Uh, the right. Wants to be a wolf man. It looked bigger. Beautiful. Nailed it. <laughs> Thank you, Eric. So Stephen has a blindfold. Bring on the box. That didn't happen the way that I wanted it to. Here we go. Oh, oh we nearly lost the box. Okay, it's on a cable. Let's, uh, I don't know what we're doing, but nobody knows where it's going anymore. Okay. We have the box. Okay, so. All right. Uh, this, sorry, this is taking a little bit more setup than we were expecting. Sent you the log slash relay. Okay, you shouldn't put the blindfold on there. Because that feels really bad. Yeah, spin it. And we'll rack it up for later on. Who knows? It might end up tying into this nicely. Number six, day of phone case use. I get that wrong every time. Okay. Come on. Here he comes. His hand is very sweaty. Lots of people have really wanted to see this for a long time. So there you go. You put your hands on the box. Is there something in there? Oh. oh. No, the mask is good. Oh, this is so bad. I mean, this is so good. All right, so you want to... Come on. Come on. Okay, now you have to try and guess what is in there. I can't look at this one. It's very upsetting. What are my hands I would like to thank the provosts and the Bikesi family for a $1,000 donation. Hey, thank you. Oh, I'm really pleased you clapped before. Oh, boy. Okay. You can use one hand if you want to. You don't have to use two hands because you might not be able to reach. Okay, what do you think it is, Stephen? Come on, get right in there. Get right in there. There you go. Get right in there. Oh, ah! Why is it sticking? That's fine. Get right in there. It feels... I don't know where the microphone is. It feels like... Get right in there. Fabric leaves? Yeah. Like a fall like a fall decoration. Yeah. But then there was something on the underside of it... Flip it over. ...that I did not like. Flip it over. Okay, right. See that? Oh, please don't do that again. There's a lot of moaning in this room. It's good. It's all good. What do you think it is? Oh. Okay. <laughs> no, I don't want to see it anymore. Can you just guess? Because I can't. I don't uh, want to subject people to this anymore. None of it. More, more of it. What is it? it? I mean, I don't want to say what it really it feels like. It, really feels, it like. feels like poop. Yeah. It does, huh? Yeah. Yeah, that's bad, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, no. It's in some sort of blanket or something. Wait. Steven, you're a dad. Think of that. Oh, it's a diaper. Yeah. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. Dirty diaper. Yeah. With, some, it. with something in it. Yeah. In it. Uh, hopefully not real <laughs> human poop. Uh, melted Snickers. Ah, yes. See, no, thank you. You want to taste? No, thank you. Are we doing more? Yes. Yeah. All right. So we don't even need to wash your hands yet because there's more coming. Oh, you want to wipe your hands apparently. So I'm going to do this for you. Thank you. Well, I'm not actually going to, like, do it, do it. Oh. I'm just going to give you a... You should do it, do it. No. It's very special content here on Twitch. Yeah. Will we get taken off? <laughs> Is this... 
you know, here you go, it's another one. Thank you. Oh, I've lost the end of the thing. All right, that's the one. I have to take care of that. Okay, just gonna sit those. Here, drop it. There. Perfect. All right, hand goes in. Come on, you can do this. Okay. This is an Apple TV. Try again. Airport Express. Which year? The last the last one. Which is? Fifteen? Close. Sixteen. Close. Seventeen. Yeah. <laughs> all right. See, they're not all bad. Oh, he yeah. wants to keep that one. Look, he yeah, took it right out. That, the, that. that goes in the well, collection. The port's on the back. Can you, you hold this a second? This is the microphone. Yeah, the other Hello. Oh. Who whispered to me? Oh, hi. Susan's creeping around. I've got two microphones now. One for me, one for you. So, just to prove, I got that flavor again. The uh, black bandage flavor. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to thank Nick and Palavi for two seventy five. Awesome, thank you. Cindy and John a hundred. Stephanie Talbot a hundred. Tim and Joe and Genvik. I'm gonna go with another hundred dollars. Awesome, thank you. Stjude.org slash relay. Oh, the there's a, there's another thing in the box for you. I didn't even realize oh, that was okay. stealthily put in there. Well, Susan, like I heard like a giggle or something. Yeah, you just go for it. Long time viewers. Okay, here's my recommendation for this one. Just uh-huh. go for it. I don't trust I'm that. Not, I'm not steering you wrong. Just okay. go for it. Let's say people f- who watched the first one remember Susan from putting glitter on your ears. Go for it. Go, go for it. Oh, no! Hey! <laughs> it's time for a quiz. No. <laughs> Can you imagine? Rico's <laughs> back. What is it, do you think? It's the hype button. Yeah, you're correct. It's hype buttons. So I'm three for three. Yes, actually. You are three. Well, yeah. technically, you didn't actually get the first one correct. It was actually Snickers. I mean, I was hoping it wasn't. Yeah, I, I think we can give you that. I think you got three for three right yeah, now. Yeah, I think so. Sure There's more being set up as we set up, as we speak. Okay. How are you? How would you rate this experience out of ten so far? It's very nerve wracking. Like I, I know, mm-hmm. I trust that y'all want to put thing in the box that would hurt me. Yeah. But I don't completely trust that either. Yeah. That's not helpful. <laughs> yeah. A lot of work has been put. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> they really. They're really dangerous. Those things. They could just, they could just, whenever you want. All right. Okay. Sorry. All right. You can put your hands in now. That sounded heavy. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Ooh. <laughs> you gotta get, oh. buddy. You gotta get right in there for this one. <laughs> you gotta get right in there. Come on. Come on. Get in there. Come on. No. You've this more than one. <laughs> You're currently not. Come on. You gotta no. You gotta get right in. You're not in enough. Go in These there. Are hot dogs. Yeah, and what? In salsa? <laughs> really? No, come on. You got to get in there more. You're not in enough. There you go. Oh. Now what is it? It's it's hot dogs in something. Yeah. It's it's not salsa. Okay. Is it not? No, it's not salsa. It feels like salsa. But relish. It, it, hot dogs and relish. No, not that either. Just try and get like one of the individual pieces and just like see what that feels like. Is anybody watching anymore? Did we lose all our... Oh, hot dogs and SpaghettiOs. Yeah! He did all right. it again! He did it again! Woo! All right, all right we have to clean him up. The, the, I lost okay. the end, though. Actually, you know what? Let's not wait this time, because, you know. Yep. 
Oh, no, there's not even any point, is what they're saying. Yeah, whatever's next is going to be gross. Yeah. Those were cold. That was gross. What did what? What do you want? I, you know, oh, I demand my SpaghettiOs to be hot. Right. Only green M&M's. I'm a podcaster. And warm SpaghettiOs. All right, go back in. Oh, I don't know. You took them away. Yeah. Oh, I definitely got spaghetti sauce all over the side of this nice box. Yeah, it's been sealed. It was sealed. Ooh. Don't worry about it. Uh, that's fine. Uh, mm. You got to get in there, remember? I don't want it. That's, the, that's, the, that's what we say. Got to get in there. Uh, Are you getting in there? Uh, Is it cold? It feels disgusting. That's, uh, that's only in your mind. Is it cold? Oof, don't do that. <laughs> Please. No, stop doing that. That's disgusting. <laughs> Oh. What do you think it might be? It feels like blocks of cheese. Yeah, okay. Interesting. Yeah, well, good luck. Through my fingertips. Well, we'll find out. <laughs> we have, just in case, like, we're ready for me to take over the rest of the show. I just want you to know, we plan for this, just in case. In case it goes badly? Yeah, in case you fall over or something. What do you think it might be? There's, there's two things in there. It kind of also feels like tofu. Okay. Interesting. I don't know what the sticky. I don't know what. To this be fair, is. I don't know what it is. I mean, it could be, right? Yeah. I don't know what it is. Oh, it's a thing. Might have soy in it. The goo is the goo? not good. Good, not good. Don't touch me. <laughs> Thank you. It's uh, not for me. I want to say t- tofu uh-huh. in pudding. That is mashed potatoes with dog food gravy. Oh yeah! How did that make you feel? Is that good? Okay, it's wet wipe time, Stephen. Put your hands out very carefully. Oh, it looks disgusting in his hands. We need like a towel. There's like a significant amount that needs to. No, no. I'll tell you right now. No one's looking. Right? We 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 shut that one off. Are we doing more, Susan? Let's do one more. Let's do one more. Jill in the control room is very excited and wants you to do more of them. Oh, I'm sure she is. Mm-hmm. Are you, do you feel like your hands... No, your hands are not clean. All right, uh, no. wait a second. They'll never be clean again. So, the chat wants to know... The chat wants to know how much money would it take to have you eat any of this stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, there is an amount of money, but unfortunately, Stephen will get sick, and like that How much money for you to eat it? You don't have food allergies. A million dollars. <laughs> million dollar donation. Yeah. If someone makes a million dollar donation, I will eat the mashed potato and dog food. Someone get Casey Liss on the phone. You've got more on your thumb... By the way, you got to... There you go. Much better. Mm. All right. Oh. Don't do that. Oh. Why'd you do that? What did, I'll smell tell you what. It. No, no. Smell what it. did you think was going to happen oh, no, no. when you smelled it? Do you think it was going to be good? It was you a have ju- a combination of hot dogs, spaghettios, mm-hmm. dog food, and mashed potato. Like, what, were you like, oh, this would be nice? Just like mom, just like mom used to The box is being cleaned. Lift your hands. This is, a very, this is very nice. It's a actually like legally correct St. Jude box it's got the registered trademark painted on it and everything does it yeah there's another one in there you can just go in and get there come on one hand yeah ooh Mm. what is it it's made of dog food (laughs) it's made of dog food yeah a button on one end uh huh Open. Droid does. This is uh-huh. the iPhone 4. Correct. Ooh! You don't get to keep that. I think that belongs to someone. I'm pretty sure it's somebody's phone. Well, now it smells like dog food forever. That's I'm true. Sorry. And now, 
I'm no, pretty impressed that I got that. That's Jill's phone. Is it? Yeah. Jill's old phone? I don't know. Hopefully I didn't check. Where are the spaghettios? <laughs> Put it in the spaghetti. <laughs> are All we right. done with touching things? Yeah. I need, All right. I need we're done. Congratulations. There will be more of this. I did pretty well. There are more of these I only later really on. One? I yeah. Didn't, I didn't get the dog food. Yeah. You did not get the dog food, which is good for everyone, I think. You can take your blindfold off. Oh, look at this oh, box. Oh. Don't look. Don't look oh, at it too closely. Don't look over there. Yeah, there's some. Look, there's some. Oh, there's also some things you shouldn't see. Oh yeah, sorry. Hey, we're two hundred and eighty-nine thousand dollars. Yeah. That's awesome. That's amazing. What are we up to now? Oh. That's what the hot dogs oh, and spaghetti are. Hot dogs. It look. It looked real bad. Doesn't mean you pick two up and you, that's not good. What's next? Don't know. <laughs> no one told me. <laughs> no, I haven't looked. Well, then it will spin. Oh, it's time for wheel spins. Okay. Uh, let's get the... Can we get the box off stage? Put your back into it, there man. I just have to get it off the thing. And now I'm not... And we are on number... 11. 11, change order profile. Okay. I liked what I Where'd had. Where'd the spaghetti? You should put the blindfold Where'd back the SpaghettiOs on. go? Oh, yeah. Selfie. A SpaghettiO selfie. Okay. Image from camera. I missed mine already, though. It was so good. I don't see that. Uh, okay. Done. What did you do? Uh, this. Okay. With our lovely cameraman, Robert, in the background. Oh, hey, Robert. <laughs> Robert's doing a great job. Uh, bring it over here. I'll do it. Oh. Not that close, thank you. Oh, it smells so bad. Oh. It, smell, it actually smells really bad. Like, I don't like the smell yeah, of that. How old are the SpaghettiOs? Uh, you know. Okay. You want to spin? Yeah. I'm just uh, uploading. Because I feel like when I do it, i got to put the, the live link in there. Oh, you know, so people know what's happening. Because otherwise, it's just like, what does that even mean? Yeah, I didn't so do there that. You go. See, I'm I'm good at social media. Discord is all right. That's good. Look at that profile picture. What is that? Oh, it's Robert in the background. I, I feel like, like <laughs> I couldn't work it out. There he is. I feel like my shirt hasn't gotten. <laughs> I feel like my shirts. My shirt has gotten enough comments. Your shirt is incredible. Uh, but to be fair, we're not seeing the chat. Maybe they're all. They're Maybe all. they're all about the shirt. All right, you want to go? I smell like dog food. I can't hear you, Jill, so... Right next to the wheel. Number... One! One. PC. Yeah, can I do it now? Yeah. Yes. Can you... Hold for me? Where shall I aim? I will commentate. Uh, I think... I think... I think the top. (laughs) Top? Yeah. Should I take this palm off? I think we need to break that plastic bit some more. This? Yeah. Actually, you know what? Oh, taking the jacket off. Oh, good. That's a lot, actually. It's good. I aim to please. All right. Mike is from a nation known for baseball. Hey! Now I get to give a piece to someone. Oh, yeah. It has some, like, duct tape on it. Yeah. 
All right. Thank you. That's right. I've lost all track of time. I have no idea what's next. Yeah, I keep not listening. Here you go. Do one more spin, and I'll look at the schedule. Yep. I'm going to put my on first. Well, Jason Snell is going to be joining us shortly. Right. But he is not available right now because we're early. Oh, that's so, weird. Mm. Here you go. I tell you what, let's do one more spin, and uh-huh. let's give an update in the in the balloon pavilion. I love it. No, Balloon Room USA. Uh, mm, oh. That's me, by the way, and some hot dogs. You're going to lose your verified badge on Twitter. That's fine. That might be better for me. It doesn't know. mean anything. Yeah. All right, let's go. Ooh, the suspense is so good. 14. Onesie time. Okay. Do you want to put one now, or should we do it the next time? I think let's do it for the next time because we're going to have Jason on and, and then the we're family gonna go feud. To the family so we're going to we're going to put that one on the shelf, and we'll come back to it. Yeah. So do you want to head over to yeah. the uh, the room? helium house? Well, I like that actually, but it's no helium in them. The it's hot only, air house? It's not hot air either. The CO2 cabin. The CO2 cabin. No. There we go. Okay. We did have a, a lengthy conversation during prep for. Oh, I just touched my jacket. Ah! We had a lengthy conversation about should Mike bring the gazebo from London, but we decided to to do this instead. Why would I bring it when I have this beautiful thing? Right, I feel it, like more balloons should could, be in here with me, by the way. Cause could you make a snow angel? I mean, I can. You wanted to do it now? Yeah. But I thought you didn't like it when I went down like this. Yeah, but now there's a lot of people here, and I'm pretty sure someone knows CPR. <sighs> i got to put goes. the microphone down. There he goes. Oh, that's really good. I've lost the microphone. <laughs> Big round of applause for Mike Hurley. Hey, buddy. Hey. Oh, she's got some more for you. Yeah. Here they come. During rehearsal Woo! yesterday, they would just pop randomly and everyone in the room would scream. It was great. All right, Mike, how do you feel about another wheel spin? What? How do you feel about another wheel spin? Yeah, go for it. And we also need to put some gummy bears in there. I'm talking to the balloons now. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Number... 11. Change Twitter profile picture again. Perfect. Well, you're I need there. my iPhone. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this phone is two hours old. Whoa, that was such there a bad go. idea. Why did you do that? <laughs> ah! <laughs> All right. Edit profile. It takes so long, though, you know? I know. This is a good one. These new cameras are good. That's good. You give us a review of the new iPhone while you're in there? Good. How's the balloon photography performance? Pretty good. Uh, it's captured the, the hair that went up because of the static electricity. That's good. So It's really impressive. 
It's got good good static electricity control. All right. What are we doing now? Steven, do you have your earpiece in yet? I'm working on it. Can you please put I'm your earpiece in? Because I'm running the whole friggin' show over here. <laughs> they exist for a reason, you know? Wow. It's more like a balloon palace over there, isn't it? Yeah, well. Everybody in the world is watching me put my earpiece in. I can hear you. Yeah, I can hear you. There we go. <sighs> I don't told. think I heard that. Did you hear that? I didn't hear that. Mm, that's a shame. Let's do some. Let's do some gummy bears. What was that, Stephen? Let's do some gummy bears. Can you come help oh, me? Oh yeah, we should put more gummy bears in. I need your assistance, please. Yeah. I keep hearing noise from the control room, but I don't know what they're it's saying. Really bad. It's, it's so much static electricity. Like, so I think the static electricity is blowing out my microphone. Thing. Thank you so much. Oh, oh, Welcome back. Oh no, a balloon escaped. I kind of realized I wanted some gummy bears to eat, but I don't want to eat with my hands the way they are. Okay. Hello. Do you want a gummy bear? Uh, oh, it's in the ball pit. Gone forever. Okay. Okay, you ready? Let's go. You caught it. <laughs> you missed your own mouth. Okay. We make a promise. They want us to do the beautify. I know they want to. Jason's about to join us, and we're going to go to the game show. When we come back from Jason's game, we'll do it. We'll do it. We'll put the onesies on. We'll get some beautifications toys. That was weird. Uh, <laughs> equipment. <laughs> That's still bad. And then uh, we'll do it. So, you put some things in there. Okay. I'm going to speak to Jason now. Uh, there's so much stuff being accumulated now. Yeah. Woo, I'm out of breath. Oh, look at it. It's really filling up now. Mm -hmm. That's a good science you've got going on to keep the numbers. Yeah. Okay. Oh, at me in the face. <laughs> I didn't know you were doing that. Where did that go? I don't know. Come on, try it again. All right, one more time. Yeah. Terrible. We're making such a mess, though. That's the problem. Yeah, sorry. Okay. Come sit down. Come on. Jason's waiting. You don't keep snow waiting. Uh, we'd like to welcome to the podcast-a-thon... Game Master Extraordinaire, the one and only from Mill Valley, California, Jason Snell. Hi. Hi, boys. You Hi, Jason Snell. Fight over there. Hey. Doesn't look like it. Uh oh, Jason's a robot, I think, maybe. Oh, <laughs> I'm a robot? Mm hmm. It's nice, though. Beep, <laughs> Beep boop. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh,. Well, well, this is the whole thing. We're oh, Jason's gone. Bye, Jason. Bye, Snell. Jason. Uh, so, everyone, that was Jason Snell. I hope you enjoyed his appearance <laughs> on the podcast-a-thon. You know, you all know Jason, and uh, that's the end of that. So, <laughs> I don't know what to do now. No one's told us he's coming back. Oh, Jason might be back. Might be coming back. I 
I think he's good. Hey, Jason. Can we bring Jason in? We hear him. We can hear him. So today I have the privilege. There he is. Robot, not a robot. No, you're good. Robot you're good. He did it. Same robot. No. You guys keep. This is my favorite. My question was, are you guys keeping it dignified over there? It doesn't look like it. <laughs> look, there's nothing more dignified than a grown man putting his hand in a container full of hot dogs. I don't know what you Wait, want. Wait, were you me. expecting dignified? No, I, I wasn't. Good. I, I, you know, I know what this is. We've done, we've done a bunch of these now. We know, uh-huh. what, we know what the game is, don't we? We know what the game is. And you definitely know what the game is. Jason Snow, what is the game today? The game is a legally distinct Relay FM families that are feuding. Uh, yeah, I explained it in the show that we're going to run here, uh, which is all just a thinly veiled excuse to give you guys a break for 45 minutes. Get lunch. While we play a video game. It's also a really great opportunity, actually, to get a bunch of extra Relay FM mm-hmm. host faces on the podcast-a-thon. So we taped this a couple of days ago. Uh, Betty Chen, Brianna Wu, Casey Liss, Christina Warren, Florence Ion, Kathy Campbell, Micah Sargent. So we got a lot. I got a lot of people for you in this as we guess um, dumb answers to our dumb questions uh, that we took. We took a survey. We got more than a thousand answers from really FM listeners. And I got some I got some uh, leftovers. So I'll pass them on to you, Mike, for future connected quizzes. Maybe Interesting. I appreciate it. But you don't right get now. to do that. Only I get to do that. <laughs> uh, we're having a little fight over here, Jason. It's been a long morning. Uh, Jason Snell of SixColors.com. You have yes. iPhones? Hello. I do. You have all the I'm iPhones? Right in front of me. Do you have a favorite I do. I so have far? All the iPhones. Well, I mean, I like small phones. So and you on cannot one lie. Level, I, I cannot lie. Uh, really, really, the one that is my favorite has to be the, the Pro because the Pro Max is too big. And and the regular old um, fourteen doesn't isn't really any different from last year's model. So this this one the 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 fancy fancy uh, what space black. is that black? Does it does it actually look black to you? The um, the stainless sides and the camera bump are actually black. The actual back is more of a space gray. Why do they do this? Oh well. Uh, well, as we've established on upgrade. Apple is in desperate need of a color czar. My theory is that when they made that decision for the iPhone, what, 12, mm-hmm. to have all the Pro phones have the matte back, that really was a decision that limited what they could do color-wise with the Pro phones. And I don't know if they regret that decision, but I think once they made it, they were kind of out of luck. And um, Because I suspect that materials just don't look very good in bright colors. Um, this uh, this is... Uh, I also have the purple here. So just to be... Oh! So I think I got, here's the purple. Is it purple? Mm. You can actually tell that it is when I hold them up together. Yeah, in the right. I mean, I can right tell it's light, different. It. I don't know if I can say it's purple. Well, it's the context, right? If I turn it so that it's dark, it just looks like a dark phone. But if yeah. you get the light reflection, you can see there is a little purple in there. But this is what we're left with, and I know Mike and I have talked about this a lot mm-hmm. on Upgrade. The idea. Oh, we will, uh, and we will continue episode. to do so until they yep. excite us. Uh, it is the. You know, it is the color iPhone that is not very colorful, and that, yep. and and unfortunately, it's it's sunk down to the regular models now, where the regular 14s are also pretty dull. I I actually kind of, other than the product red, I kind of wonder if maybe they're like trying to make the contrast not so different between the models because it's like hmm. otherwise your cheap phone has the fun colors, right? Yep. And your expensive phone is boring, and I don't know if that's good. So 
maybe one day they'll change. Because again, I always, every time we talk about this too, we hear about from people who are like, "What do you mean? I like black. I like gray. I like white." And that's it's fine. Like, that's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like, would it, wouldn't it be nice if there was a fun option too? And yeah. there isn't. So I just want to say before no. oh, there goes a the balloon. Uh, that balloon is a reminder that we have now passed two hundred ninety-one thousand dollars raised. All for the right. kids at St. Jude Children's it. Research Hospital. Thank you so much to everybody that has made the donation so far. You can go to stjude.org slash relay. And Jason Snell, thank you so much for joining us and for once again uh, putting together a really great quiz um, that is both fun, has more people than we could possibly fit in the podcast a and means I can go have some lunch. So, Jason that, Snell, thank you. Not, I love not you. Not necessarily in that order. And, love you guys. Uh, are we ready that. now for the feuding families of fun? Video? It, uh, you roll it when ready. Here it goes. It's 45 minutes of excitement. <laughs> hey, everybody. It's time for another Relay FM Podcastathon game show break. This is the time, of course, where Mike and Steven get to have a lie down, eat some lunch, do whatever they need to do, and I take over. I'm Jason Snell, host of many shows here at Relay FM, and uh, also every year, somehow a game show host. So we are playing. Family Feud or Relay FM Feud. No, don't sue us. Uh, it's for the kids. And I am joined by two wonderful teams of Relay FM hosts who are going to be guessing your answers. Yes, your answers, Relay FM listeners, to d- our dumb questions in a game that we don't call Family Feud. Now, let me introduce our first team. It's Team Switch, led by Kathy Campbell. Hi, Kathy. Hi, Jason. Also on your team, Kathy, and it's a surprise to Kathy, too. Uh, second up, it's Brianna Wu. Woo! Woo! Yeah, I love the enthusiasm. <laughs> it's perfect. Joining you on Team Switch, Casey Liss. Yes. Oh, oh wait. No. <laughs> oh. Boo! It's like that. It's like that already. What? I know. Oh, I'm man. sorry. I got I it have... out now. We're good. It's going to be a long day. I have some opinions about BMW you're about to hear. <laughs> oh, no. no, no. I, I, oh, I should have asked more car questions in the survey. <laughs> no. Next year. Yes. Thank you. Next year. And, <laughs> not. And, of course, uh, number four on Team Switch is Betty Chen. Hi, Betty. Welcome back. Yay. These Yay. All these people played on my game shows the last few years, and they came back, which is amazing. I uh, won last time. Not, that was two years yeah, ago. Not, not everybody came back. <laughs> Simone, what, what happened? All right. Uh, the, the other team is, is Team On. Uh, yeah, yeah, and it's, Game uh, On. And, and it's run by Micah Sargent. Micah Sargent is lead on Team On. Hi, Micah. Oh, hi. I, I'm shocked and happy. Yay. And appalled, probably. And appalled. Yes, that uh, too. Keep watching the clock, Micah. Just keep <laughs> Watching the clock. Also on uh, Micah's team, it's Flo Ion. Hi, Flo. Hi. Hello, Flo. Hi, Micah. (laughs) It's good. Oh, yes. Welcome to the team. Team on. And Christina Warren is also on Team on. Yay. Hello, Christina Warren. Team on. Team on. Springfield. Game on, Team on. Yes, Christina Warren from Springfield. My my sweater (laughs) matches your background. Very nice. (laughs) I have to tell you, I've done so many game shows with Christina on Rocket, and y'all are at a huge advantage. Like, Christina's a truly (laughs) terrifying opponent. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Christina, you're going down. Oh, man. Oh, Switch switch versus on. Here we are. All right. Uh, So we're going to do six rounds. Uh, So six dumb questions with six... Dumb answer sets. Uh, and we're going to begin. Uh, team Switch, you're going to get the first guess. Uh, so Kathy is going to guess first, and then Micah will follow uh, if she doesn't get the number one answer. 
to this question. We're going to start with a relay-focused question. They're not all like this, but this one's going to be our start, which is name a retired Relay FM show. Top five answers are on the board. Name a retired Relay FM show. Uh, Kathy? There's so many. There's so many. Most of them involving me. Yes. (laughs) Uh, We are going to say download. All right. Show me download. Number one answer, yes. 41 Woo. points. Uh, so Everyone team, loves the done. fuzzy puppy update. Yeah, they do love the fuzzy. They, that could have been its own show. That would still uh-huh. be on the air. It was a lot less work. All right. <laughs> uh, team Switch, you get a chance to run the board here. Uh, there are four more answers because the top five answers are on the board for this. Retired Relay shows. Brianna, remember a show that doesn't exist anymore? Oh, gosh. Um, would the Jason Snell era of Clockwise count as one? <laughs> we, could, we could find out. Oh, I, I, I'm so embarrassed. I mostly listen to Rocket. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like it. It's, 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 I like Bree's attitude is very much like, I only listen to the shows that don't get canceled. Okay. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Uh, how about, uh, oh, what was the old show that we did? Uh, mm-hmm. Disruption. Disruption. All right. Show me yes. disruption. Oh, it's not there. Sorry. There we go. Sorry. Uh, the, the Jason Snell version of Clockwise would have been an interesting answer, too. I, I like that. <laughs> I like that. I like that. All right. Uh, Casey, uh, uh, a retired relay show. So I have several options in front of me, but I'm assuming that I shouldn't be talking about what they no, are. No, because your okay. enemies might no, steal please those do. ideas. No. Casey, yeah. What's on that um, list of I'm yours? going to go with Command Space, which was one of my favorites from oh, way back in the day. Right. Mike Hurley talking to people and talking about mm-hmm. albums and all that. Show me Command Space. Mm. Oh, no. It's not in the top five. Sorry, oh. Casey. It was on the list. It was mentioned, but uh, but uh, didn't didn't crack the top five. Okay, Betty, it's to you now. Name a retired Relay FM show. Yeah, I was going to say Command Space, but I good thing I did. Um, okay, um, let's do another Mike Curley talking about people. Um, inquisitive? Oh, Inquisitive. Good answer, good answer, good All answer. Right. All right, show me Inquisitive. <clears throat> Three strikes, no! no! Oh, no. Okay, so here's how, here's how this works. Here's how this mechanic works. Uh, 41 points are on the board for download. Um, team on, you have four other options. Mm-hmm. Answer any of them, and you can consult amongst Man. yourselves for this. Discuss yes. amongst Ugh. yourselves out loud, and right. that, that's all fine. If you get one of them, you can grab all 41 points. What was that podcast that um, Matt and Mike did before? Because I think they still do one that hasn't been canceled. It's just it comes up every once in a while. But isn't there one that's like Volcano or something like that? Was it? Was it? Is it Virtual? That's the only one I can think well, of. Well, I remember, I remember aliens. What was it? Less than. Equal? Oh, less than or equal. Less than or equal. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's a good. That's a good guess. Um, let's keep that in the air for a moment, uh, just to see if I can't think of anything else. Because the answer is not pcalc. Um, <laughs> that's a throwback. Yep. Yeah. Flo, yeah. Flo's got a finger up. Flo. We, we, no, 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 no. I'm holding my. Oh, you're holding like it as well. Finger. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. Right. Sorry. I was trying to help. Um, yeah, that's honestly the those two are the only one I can think of, and I can't think of what the name was for Matt and Mike's show. Um, do we want to try less than or equal? I think we have to. All right, let's try yeah. less than or equal. All right, show me less than or equal. No, it's not there. Forty-one points oh. to Team Switch. Yes. Oh 
gosh. I, there are so many there retired so, shows. There are so many retired well, shows, and you managed to get one. Uh, here are the other ones that came up. Number two, The Prompt. Mm-hmm. Oh. oh. Before Connected, there was The Prompt. Number yeah. th- that, yeah, Technically the prompt. not a Relay FM show at all. It was a 5 by 5 show, but we love our listeners. <laughs> we love our listeners. Uh, the Test Drivers, which was oh, the, the show, the show oh. they didn't talk about race cars on. Right. <laughs> Uh, playing for fun, where Mike and Tiff. Wow, Mike killed a lot of shows too. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I got yeah. some competition, and uh, in the grand scheme of all the shows that Stephen and I canceled together, uh, Liftoff, which is technically not retired, but it was yep. still number five on the list. Oh, I see. I see. As soon as the SLS we launches, we'll be back with a new episode of that. It's not technically retired; it's just <laughs> only sleeping. All right. After one round, it is 41 points to Team Switch. Nothing yet for Team On. We'll move on to round two. Uh, and this round, Flo will get to guess first, uh, and then uh, and then Bree will follow. Uh, oh. If if Flo doesn't get the number one answer, uh, there are five know. answers on the board. Here's the question: Name a movie about space. Oh, Flo. Uh, Interstellar. All right, show me Interstellar. Good answer. Good answer. Good answer. Number two answer, twenty-four Woo! points. Bree, you get to guess. If you can guess the number one answer, you guys can steal it. Alien. Show me Alien. <gasps> not on the board. What is what? wrong with uh, listeners? What? It's not me. It's not me. It's what? listeners. We love our listeners. <laughs> it's Matthew McConaughey. That's what it is. All right. For sure. uh, all right. All team, right. All right. Team on. <laughs> team on gets to go. Four more answers remain, including the number one answer, and we move on to Christina. Christina, name a movie about space. Star Wars. Show me Star Wars. <laughs> number four answer. Very nice. good. Is Star Wars about? Space. Well, no. we love our listeners. <laughs> we love our listeners. This is about the listeners. This is, about the listeners. This is not is. about. Yes, you you cracked the code there. I think. All right, around to Micah. Micah, uh, number one, three, and five remain. Name a movie about space. Oh goodness, um, I can't think if this movie was called Gravity, but I think it was called Gravity. Uh, <laughs> Gravity. <laughs> Show me a movie that might be called Gravity. <laughs> Number five answer, 12 yeah. points. Good job. <laughs> Excellent work. Okay, good. I thought Excellent that was work. the name of it. <laughs> that is a movie set almost entirely in space, so that's yep. that's pretty good. Okay, there are two left. Uh, it's back around to flow. Oh, no, I have, should have been thinking. Uh, <laughs> okay, uh... If this was a podcast, that would be the title of the episode. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, I should have been should thinking. Have been thinking. <laughs> Uh, space, 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 space. I uh, love that movie, Space, 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 Space. Good answer. <laughs> With exclamation points in between each one. Yeah. It's the best. We're not allowed, to, allowed to talk, Are right? we allowed to help? No. Don't say okay. a word, Bree. Okay. You, you, you guys are ready anything. to pounce and steal if they get any. Uh, if they get three strikes. To be clear, our team can't help either, right? No, Only not yet. Only if it's stealing. No, that's okay. right. Only when it's stealing do you get to collaborate. Flo's got to give me an answer. I'm having a hard time thinking of the Matt Damon one off the top of my head. Oh. What the name was. Matt Damon in space. I can't think of it. I can't think of the Matt Damon one. This is really frustrating. So I'm just, I, I'm going to, uh, what about Arrival? All right. Show Arrival. me. I love that movie. Arrival. <clears throat> I love it, but they didn't pick it. All right. That's a strike on you guys, Christina. Sorry. A, a right. movie, two more left. A movie about space. All right. So 
I, I do know the Matt Damon film that the that, that Flo was trying to think of, but I'm actually going to go with 2001. Uh, Ooh, 2001, colon, a, a space, space odyssey. odyssey. Yeah. It's in the title. Show me 2001. Good answer, good answer, good answer, good answer. Number one answer. Yay! Look at that. Good work, you, Christina. Christina. All right, one answer remains. Micah. But I don't know the Matt Damon one. I mean, I know it. <laughs> I know it, but I don't know it. And it's on Mars, and there are potatoes and feces. Yeah. Mars is part uh-huh. of it. Mars is part potatoes of it. Potatoes on Mars. All right. There's a lot of cheating going on. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just saying. Mars is part of the title. I'm just saying. Okay, hold on. Um, I, I'm going to say, I think technically, if you want to list uh, other movies on your turn. Oh, we can skip. Yeah. You can, to to tell your your people on your team you can do it but the problem is you're also telling the people on the other team right the answer oh i see what you're saying okay so yeah you could say okay um um mars adventures (laughs) (laughs) no that's not even the right title for the the other one no (laughs) you don't know the title you might want to pick a movie you know the title of oh okay Uh, (laughs) just a tip Play gameplay tip. Which is the one where the toaster goes to space? Um, <laughs> is that the brave little toaster, or is that a later one? Um, <laughs> uh, Star Trek Two: The Wrath of Khan. All right, show me Star Trek Two: The Wrath of Khan. <laughs> nope, it's not there. In fact, Star Trek All Rolled Together didn't make the top five. Oh my so god, that's sad. Is, I'm. I'm we very disappointed in you, listeners. Space more than Star Wars, I would argue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, it is, mm-hmm. but but we love our listeners. And, uh, <laughs> we do. Thank you, listeners, listeners yes. for saying Star Wars. All right, because... Flo, the last chance for your team. You got two strikes. A movie about about space. Um. Oh, uh, Armageddon. Arm- oh. Well, yeah. What movie is more about space than Armageddon? I. I... <laughs> Third strike. Oh, okay. Oh. I'm really sorry to my team. That's team. okay. No, okay. it was a good answer. It was a good team answer. Team switch. You have to get the number three answer. If you do, you will steal 77 points from team oh on. Okay. All right, so, so the I'm, Matt Damon yeah. movie is The Martian. The Martian. Right, yeah, that obviously. Out. But my vote is Apollo 13. Uh, see, okay. Oh. I had that written down as my first answer, but I'm old. And I'm and I'm nervous. <laughs> so, yeah. But that, yeah. 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 This is where I'm really confused because what about... Alien wasn't on the list and that's like an older science fiction movie. But like, you know, then 2001 is the very top old. answer. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's fair play. That's so fair play. Yeah. I'm really yeah. confused here because what was the one that was on there earlier? Number five, Jason, can you Gravity. me? Gravity. Gravity. I love just Gravity. To, just to recap, 2001 yeah. Space Odyssey, number one with 26. Interstellar with 24. Then you've right. got your mystery item. And then Star Wars with 15. Gravity with 12. See, Gravity, great movie, but that's that's a little esoteric, right? But so see, I, yeah. so the, the phrasing of the question is like, name a movie about space, right? Right. So people immediately start thinking about like planets and like See, that makes stuff. me think of The Martian. Like yeah. that book was yeah. huge. That book I, was I think, massive. I, I wrote I Mars Attack, but I also <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that one. Good option. Good option. I me, I don't me, think me, our me, listeners me. would quite yeah, probably get not. that. 
All right. Well, Kathy, you are the boss lady. I personally am team Martian on this one, despite the okay. fact that I wrote down Apollo 13 immediately. Yeah. I think because we love our listeners, should we uh-huh. like, have some sort of thing where somebody has to donate a dollar when one of us says that? But I anyways, think that sounds like a uh, great idea. Anytime but, anyone says we love our listeners, donate a dollar to org slash relay. Um, yes. Okay. I think our answer is The Martian. All right. That Matt Damon movie on Mars called The Martian. Show me The Martian. No, no. Oh, was it a no. 13? 77 yes. points going yes. over to Team On. They didn't get the last one. You know what? You should listen to Casey. It's Apollo 13. Oh. See? Oh. Oh. I knew All right, it. Here's my theory. Oh. I think a lot of people, when they think about space, they don't think about science fiction. They yeah. think about astronauts uh, and stuff. Yeah. And gravity is yeah. astronauts. 2001 yep. is astronauts. Uh, astronauts. Interstellar, Interstellar is astronauts. And Apollo 13 is astronauts. And then Star Wars is Star Wars, right? Okay. So. Well, no, I think, didn't Kathy, you said that first. And I, yeah. I agree. But I said it was because we're yeah. old. Yeah. So you shouldn't have listened to me. You should have listened to yourself. Listen That's my to fault. me. We love our old no. listeners, okay. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Two rounds down, four more to go. 77 points to team on, 41 points to team switch. We move on to question number three, standing at the microphones for this. Casey, who will get to uh, get to respond first. Christina will get to respond second if Casey doesn't give the number one answer. We don't buzz Sorry, in anymore. Point, point of yes. order. I believe it's on that has 77 and switch that has yes. 44. Sorry, team on has 77. Team switch okay. has 41. Yes. Thank you. Thank yes. you, Micah. Uh, just to be clear. And so, Casey... And then potentially Christina. So we don't buzz in because of the internet. We just alternate. Uh, Casey, <laughs> name a chip. Top six answers around the board. Name a chip. Name the a chip. Apple, the Apple M1. And if we end up in food, I'm going to be real upset. But Show Apple M1 me is my M1. Number one answer. 38 All right. points. All right. All, All right. right. Team switch. Uh, the the five remaining answers are up there. Numbers two through five, or two through six. And Betty, name a chip. Um, so I'm gonna go with Doritos. <laughs> <laughs> Solid pick. Good Solid answer. pick. Good answer. Show me Doritos. Number three answer. Twelve yeah! points. Honor roll. Honor roll. I love it. I love it. Uh, all right, back around. Kathy, name a chip. M2? M2. Show me. I love how this is going. Exactly as designed. M2. Show me M2. Number two answer. 14 yes. points. All right, three more chips are left. Three more. Oh, my gosh. Bree, name a chip. Oh, God, see, the Coolish Doritos, that threw it off, right? <laughs> we love our listeners. We oh, Ding. God. And oh, well, and that this was done before the Apple event too. By the way, just throwing that out there. Right. So, I'm I'm really torn here. Like, do you? What percentage of relay listeners do you think are like PC people? Right. Oh. Like. Oh. oh yeah, Flo's sitting there. <laughs> a lot of strategy going on here. A lot of strategy. What is the current chip in the iPhone? Well, A15 and A16. But the A16, oh. although presumed, was not announced when most of the, these answers came in. I'm going to go A15. All right. Show me Solid pick. the Solid A15. Pick. It's not there. Oh, no. <gasps> what? It's not there. Shocking. Um, 
Well, go figure. At least the Doritos are there. Uh, Casey, <laughs> back around to you. All right. You can tell me that you can't answer this question. I'm not trying to like skirt the system. Is M1 yes, inclusive of all? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is M1 <laughs> inclusive of all the sub situations I, I will, there? I, like, okay, I'll allow it. I chose to keep M1 uh, all other names of M1 separate. Okay, from the M1. So that 38 you're seeing for M1 is only people who said M1, not people who said Max or Ultra or anything like that. All right, well, in that, with that in mind, then I have to, without question, go M1 Ultra. All right, show me M1 Ultra. No, it's not there. Sorry, Casey. What the what? Nope, 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 nope. But good way to skirt around the rules and good, ask for more job. information. Good job. <laughs> I'm trying my best. All right, that's two best. strikes. Uh, back to Betty. <coughs> yeah, chip. Um... I'm like, do I continue with the food trend? It worked last time. I mean, yeah. you're one for one with food. I'm just saying. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I'm just thinking, what, what would we love our listeners say? Or the listeners that we love yep. say? What would they say? Uh, what kind of chip would they name? I don't even know if this would be an answer, but like Intel? Oh. Good answer. All right. Good answer. Intel. You got to think like a listener. Think like a listener. Intel. And I did roll all the Intels together. Show me Intel. Yeah, still didn't make the list. Sorry about oh, that. Wow. <laughs> Very Apple centric. Yeah, that's three strikes. So now uh, we, we move over to team on. 64 points are on the board, team on. The number four, five, and six answers are still on the board. You got to decide. The big question is food or, food or tech. I think What's we it should do be? tortilla. Okay, I was oh, thinking potato. Good... I was thinking potato. But oh, I could but go potato with tortilla. is also good. We knew we were going to have this conversation Both today, are didn't we? Hits. Gone. Potatoes on Mars, man. Um, potatoes on Mars, indeed. <laughs> tortillas on uh, Venus, whatever. Because yeah. I said x86, but since Intel's not there, then like you yeah. Because I was thinking I was AMD just, Ryzen, yeah, um, or whatever I'm, the G- I'm, What is the big GPU right now that everybody loves? The Nvidia GeForce. Nvidia, yeah. Yeah. So I was thinking one of those, but. I really think we should go with another food. food. Yeah, yeah. So but is I'm, it tortilla I'm, or potato? So if it's it, – if, okay, so I want to sort of try to uh, – if we think about the subset of the audience who responds and we think about the <laughs> – What are they eating right now? What, we think yeah. about sort of how many of them are apple Demographics. Demo- yeah, demographic-wise. <laughs> What chip I goes also better with just apples? Feel like salsa is super in. <laughs> yeah, that's true. No, I, th- I, I, I look, go, look. You are team captain. You go with whatever Solid. you want, man. I trust you. Oh, and it's, but if it's pace picante salsa. salsa. That in your mind <laughs> or Tostitos yep. like a uh, 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 queso because I, I, I oh, knew that with my queso. tortilla chips. Okay, I'm gonna, I, I, I'm gonna go with tortilla, and then it's gonna be potato, and then I'll be sad. But. <laughs> Tortilla is our answer. Tortilla All chip. We're right. supporting Show you in this. Show me tortilla. Oh, my sad. No. Is it oh. potato? Oh, 64 points goes to Team Switch. They lead 105 to Whee! 77. Let me tell you Let me tell you what else was on the board. Yes, uh, the number four answer, potato. No. no! Oh! Damn it. No! All right. New rule. I'm listen so to me. sorry. New I'm rule. So listen sorry. to me. Now Any other guesses about what might be in uh, in the last two? Fritos, Lay's, 
Cheetos? No, Leda, Lay's the number six answer. Okay, uh, makes yep. Okay, yeah. And number five, Pringles. Peace. Pringles. Pringles. <laughs> so it was all potato so, chips. It was all potato chips. It was all. It was all potato. Except Doritos. Doritos, right? Yeah, Doritos. Well, no, I, I, no, no. I understand. I just mean the remaining. The remaining ones all, all were chips. potato chips. Yes. <sighs> but I, I, wow. I left. I left the genre. Like some people just literally said potato, and so those those were those. And then some people had brands, and those were those. And then down below on the list, you had. Most of the things that you all guessed, but they right. didn't get as much support as the so 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 collectively chips. though I'm I'm just just pointing this out our mm. listeners more of them said Way I'm, more I'm of guessing them said potato more of them chips. said a potato chip than than an M1 if yeah. you were to add those up oh uh, well no more than half of at least in here more than half were M1 actually okay okay so but but it was close right like if you were to add. All, all, all three of them. It like, was the, it the, was very food versus tech uh, chips. It was a very yeah, close no, thing. Nobody okay. left in a core i seven. Look, for... we we, <laughs> we 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 did that on purpose, and and the the listeners did not it's disappoint. The That's why. I, I, look, I, I, I I'm here for it. I'm here for it. But uh, right. yeah, team switch with a little bit of a lead, but all to play for. Three more rounds. Here we go. Uh, stepping up to the mic this time, it's Betty and Micah. And it's uh, let's see who gets to go first here. Uh, I believe it's Micah. Isn't Micah. It? Micah gets to go first. On, Micah. Micah, name something. Top five answers are on the board. Name something you'd find in a Microsoft store. <laughs> Remember the Microsoft store? I don't think they even have them anymore. They, they but... do not. They do not. They, but they are we, gone. But Pandemic we just had a good time. Well, made... I feel like the teams are weighted. <laughs> Very something differently. you'd find at a Microsoft store. In a Microsoft store. And okay. I can't help Micah at all? No. Nope. No, not yet. I was, I was going to say, I can't either. God damn it. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, okay. I don't want to say anything out loud uh, because I'm I don't want to. Don't give it away. Brain. brain waves. Can I airdrop it to you? Yeah. yeah I was going to say, can, can we please airdrop this or to you? Or nearby at, or whatever that is called on Microsoft. Um, <laughs> they don't have it. it. It doesn't exist. Don't worry about I'm it. I'm going to go with <laughs> Surface Laptop. All right. Show me Surface. Number one answer. Yay! Yes. Yes. Good answer. 62 points. Wow. By wow. far the highest rating, rating answer there. Okay. Team on, you got this one. Uh, next four still to, still to be guessed. Flo, name something else you'd find in a Microsoft store. Zune. <laughs> good answer. Good answer. Good answer. Great, great answer. No hesitation. Show me Zune. Oh, I love saying that, but it's not on there. Sorry. Oh, Just yes. down off. It was, the people said Zoom, but not that many. No, uh, I, I love it. I love all right, it. we move on to answer. Christina. Show me something uh, you find in a Microsoft store. Xbox. <laughs> mm, yes. Good when I answer. went into my local Microsoft store before it closed, that was mostly what was happening as kids that playing on the Xbox. That is mostly what was happening as kids playing yeah. the Xbox. Absolutely. Yep. Yep. Show me <laughs> Xbox. Yeah, number two answer, 21. Ooh. You got it. You got it. Uh, three more to get, though. Micah, yeah, I'm gonna go with because I'm I'm still thinking of like those boxes on the wall that you would pick up and they would have software mm-hmm. inside of them. So I'm gonna go with Microsoft Office. Office. All right. Show me Office. No, it's not there. <sighs> I thought that's not there. It answer. <laughs> it's not in the Microsoft Store. This is tricky. This is very tricky. Flow. What do you think? Windows Phone. 
Oh, Windows Phone. Windows Phone, sure. Maybe back in the day, yeah, you would. All right. Yeah. Show me Some Windows Phone. Think it exists. Yep. No, no, it's not no. there. Um, I want to say PCs is yeah. what my heart the, says. Yeah. How would we like state? Do we need to state a specific brand of yeah. one of the? Well, no, I don't know. I don't know. There? I don't know if I like that because I, to me, I think I would if I was going to answer that at all, I would go Surface specifically. Right. I mean, it's hard because the only thing I know about a Microsoft store is that there were no people in it. Right. Um, but, <laughs> but it's but hard to, to give a the negative. The workers answer. were in right. there. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Now. Okay, fair. Yeah. Um, what about which is a good answer? <laughs> Christina. Well, Microsoft <laughs> <What about> staff. <laughs> Microsoft staff. What about accessories? Like, did they sell keyboards and, and they did. mice and whatnot? Yeah, yeah, I, mean, I, I feel think... like I feel like most people haven't gone into a Microsoft store, so yeah. they have have like an image in their head of like what it That's is and point. they would fair just point. think of Good. a pc mm-hmm. <laughs> okay uh, all right yeah so so that's yeah, thinking I like would, a family feud player right there yeah, yeah it certainly yeah. is <laughs> i would yeah. say my my votes are either pc or microsoft employees could we say <laughs> laptop just just laptop generically because they sold a lot of those uh, that's tough I would. I think I would say PC over laptop because it's more gen, even more generic. Yeah. Okay, I'm trying to think like yeah. a listener. Yeah, it's that hard. makes sense. Yeah, I don't know. Do, do you think that. listeners are snarky enough to go with the employees? Because for no. me, I think it's hilarious. Um, but I don't know if they're snarky enough. Having played many incomparable games. Yes. They are. <laughs> yes. Well, what we've learned before is don't listen to me, so I will shush and let you make the choice. I am good with either of these answers for what it's worth. All right. I need an answer. 83 points are riding on it. Oh, okay. no pressure. We're going with PCs. All right. Show me. PCs. It's not there. Mm. Oh, no! I'm no so one. happy. The answer should be no one. I'm so happy for Flo and Christina. Uh, who, who, especially, and Micah too, but I like, like, we got some Microsoft uh, uh, related <laughs> rep here, and they got the 83 points for it. Now, let me, let me walk you through. So, no one. Christina shouted, the answer should be no one. That, that was that the, the number right answer. five answer. <laughs> <laughs> what? Combination, I would have also accepted emptiness. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, because it's something. Come on, guys, it's right there. Yeah, yeah. no, nobody, right in front of my face. A lot of people said nobody. Uh, Casey mentioned uh, keyboards and mice. Mice was the number four answer. (laughs) It's true. I want you to think literally and figuratively. What is at the front of a Microsoft store? A sign. A sign. TV. A window. Window. I thought you were going to be going Windows system. versus Office. Like I, I thought you were going to say that. But yeah. Thinking about that, but I was like, but no one right. would walk in and buy like uh, a Windows anymore. Right. Yeah. Office, office is a good Office is a good answer too because there would be offices presumably and well Microsoft <laughs> Office, but that, that was funny. not as highly rated as Windows. <laughs> okay, well it's 160 oh, for Team goodness. On, 105 for Team Switch. Still anybody's game as we moved around five of six. Uh, so stepping up to the mic now is Kathy. And flow. And Kathy gets to go first. Top seven answers on the board for this one. Yeah. Yeah. Hate the big, long. Oh, it's going to get worse. Oh, no. Kathy, Kathy, name a Pokemon. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I love this one. This is great. Uh, The one in the top seven Pokemon is Pikachu. Yeah. All right, show me Pikachu. Yep, number one answer. Okay, you guys got this. You got this. You got this. Bree, name a Pokemon. Okay, so you've got the modern 
people love Snorlax. They love Pikachu. They don't, Meowth. Meowth. Don't. Yeah. No. Oh, sorry. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we're going to go Meowth. All right. Show me Meowth. Didn't make the list. Didn't what? Make the list. I thought for sure what? Meowth would be it on was, there. It what? was it was close, but it didn't make the There's cutoff. The I, the I had seven. to pick the Pokemon that was on Team Rocket. I had to do <laughs> yeah. I get it. I get it. That's only one strike. Casey, name a Pokemon. Can I file a formal complaint that <laughs> I am looking at Flo with her Pokemon t-shirt on and Pikachu <laughs> in the background? Yeah, I know. I am filing, I am filing a formal complaint. Woo, the only woo, reason I'm allowing woo. this, not that it's really up to me anyway, yeah. is because in the last couple of months, my son has become Aww. obsessed with Amazing. Pokemon. All right. Good job, so, Declan. So now I'm going to be in a real bad spot if this doesn't work. I'm going to go with Eevee, please. Uh, good answer. Let's, good let's answer. Put, let's Very put good. one in for Eevee. Show me Evie, number six answer. Five points. Good job. Oh, gosh. That's less than I wanted. You got, you got in the top seven. It. Yeah. You got to take it. That's right. Betty, can you name a Pokemon? Uh, I can name several, but okay. I will. <laughs> Bust off um, the rap. I, yeah, yeah. I know. I will go with Charmander. 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 All right. Let's see Charmander. Yes, number four on the list. Good seven answer. points. Good job. Charmander. That brings us back around. Kathy, uh, we've heard about Pikachu, Charmander, and Eevee. Can you name another Pokemon? I can name several, but again, <laughs> that's not the goal. Mm-hmm. I think we're going to go with Snorlax. So, oh, my gosh. What is... I hear, pe- I hear I hear people love Snorlax. That's what Bree said to me. <laughs> sorry, sorry. All right, show me Snorlax. Number seven answer. There it is. Four Woo! points. You, you made it. You made it. But we still have number two, three, and five yet to guess. Bree, it's back to you. Oh, Popular gosh. feelings about Pokemon. Can, can you name the ones we've we've done already? Char- Pikachu, Charmander, Pikachu, Eevee, Charmander. Snorlax. <sighs> So all these are Gen 1 Pokemon for some reason. So I'm just going to assume that the most popular answers are not the newer starting Pokemon. So I that theme, that Gen 1 theme, and yeah. say, um, how about, oh gosh, how about Bulbasaur? Good answer. Show me Bulbasaur. Number three answer. Well nice, nice. done. I was nice afraid that Bree's knowledge of Pokemon was going to hurt her. <laughs> <laughs> because she was going to be able to pick so many, but that was you. You zeroed in on something there. That's great. Um, I sound like I know what I'm talking about with Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, I don't. No, Casey, good, yeah. I'm really impressed. Casey, it's your turn. I'm getting real nervous because I'm running out of I'm, my my limited knowledge of Pokemon is already running real low. Uh, I'm going to go with Squirtle, please. All right, show me Squirtle. Number five answer. Show yeah, me Squirtle definitely. was not a phrase yes. I expected to ever say in my life, but here we are. <laughs> Show me the Squirtle. All right, Betty, uh, oh, there's one left. No. The number two answer. I was surprised like Bulbasaur was a number two. <sighs> I feel like there are two possible answers for this one. There really I want to say Mewtwo. Oh, that's that's legit. I never. Good answer. Good answer. All right, show me Mewtwo. Oh, it's not there. It did. It did get more votes than Mew, 
but oh, not good. enough to make the list. Uh, and that brings us back around to Kathy. You're on the third strike, so this is it. The other che- team will get a chance to steal if you can't name Pokemon number two. Okay, so looking at this list versus the listeners that we love... <laughs> My answer is going to be a Pokeball. A, a Pokeball. <laughs> All right, show me a Pokeball. <laughs> no, it's not there. No, it doesn't make... Yeah, I know. You're trying to outfox yeah, out out our, our listeners. All right, team on. Okay. Micah, Flo, Christina, talk amongst yourselves. You got a, You got Pikachu, Bulbasaur, Charmander, Squirtle, Eevee, and Snorlax already on the board, but one of them is missing, number two. Do what we think is it? I have a question for you, Jason. Uh, Did you yes. bundle the evolution? That's, that's exactly what I was going to ask. <laughs> okay, you here, nerds. This is, this is how I'm going <laughs> to no, answer that. No, it's very important to ask. This is, this is how I'm going to answer that. I don't <laughs> yes, know anything a... about Pokemon, yeah. so no. <laughs> okay, is, okay. Is it Charizard, Charizard or is it Jigglypuff? Charizard was what I was going to go That's what for. I was thinking, Christina. Yeah. That's Charizard was also my guess, Because the card in my, my backup list. was Mike, what Micah was holding up. Yeah. That same. Was uh, that was my backup, too. Okay, so okay, we're in the exact same, same way. Like, yeah. yeah. Okay, so we Charizard. All, yeah, Charizard. Charizard is our answer. Okay. All right. Show me Charizard. Yeah, that's it. 96. Oh, no! Yes! 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 Good job, us. Good job. Good job. I knew it. I was like, they're going for the first gen. <laughs> that card, which has continued to come back in. Yes. Charmander was yes. on the list, but I was like, Charizard's got to be higher. I was, I was shocked, shocked that Charmander was on the list. Yeah, yeah, I was too. I was like, Charizard? Why is Charmander there? Because yeah, Ash okay. always has so much trouble with Charizard. So. Exactly. People, people <laughs> who understand Pokemon are loving this. All right. <laughs> it's great well, content. Big, big lead for Team On. But uh, we got one more category. We'll do it right here. What's the score, please? Uh, Two fifty-six to one hundred (laughs) and five. Oh, yikes! So we can't. Is there a mercy rule? (laughs) Good. Uh, Let's let's. No, you can't. You can't win. But we're gonna (laughs) play this category anyway. (laughs) Okay. I I don't like it when they when they make the last round so that anybody could win because why did you play the rest of the game? Right. Mm -hmm. Appreciate that. Look, team one. All right, so this is number six. So it's going to be Brie and Christina. Woo! Uh, Rocket and, faces off. And uh, Christina gets to go first, right? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Christina, top six answers on the board. Name something that John Syracuse cares about. <laughs> <laughs> this is amazing. Oh, is this where oh we complain God. about Casey Liss being? Because we did the flow complaint uh, the oh, other no, yeah. I'm not, I'm not oh. wearing an ATP shirt. Thank you very much. John belongs to the world. Okay. I, I, okay. Yeah, John so, does oh belong God. to the world. The, the, he does belong to the world. There's so many. I recently also, spoke kinda, to John's brother, right, and we have a nice say, conversation about John. <laughs> yeah. Now I I know more because I talked to John's brother. Yeah. Yeah. Micah Micah and I talked to John's brother, and it was very much like now he belongs to the world. Now everybody else understands my brother. <laughs> <laughs> that's how we are i mean pedantry I, I, I would almost want but i know that's not the answer um backups <laughs> backups <laughs> who is one and one is good none answer, all right answer, good answer show me backups <gasps> not there not there yeah. Yeah. Oh, no no wow. i think that's it's okay. high, i think it's higher ranked in john's personal list of things he cares about than maybe it is the what podcast the listeners things yeah. but we're gonna flip it over to the other side then uh so brie 
think about when I think about John Syracuse or his uh, you know, Mac OS reviews uh, for Ars Technica back in the day. So technical question, uh, yeah. would OS ten be separate from Mac OS or are we kind of bundling it together? Would we need to call it OS ten because uh, that's what he reviewed back I, in the I day? I bundled it all together. Okay, OS ten. All right. Show me OS ten. I'm gonna give it to you. The Mac. The Mac. The Mac. Number five. Number five answers. So so okay. Anyway, but Team Switch, you got it. You got number five. There are five more out there though. Wow. To play for. We begin with Casey Liss. What's something that John Syracuse cares about as determined by podcast listeners? As determined by podcast listeners. Well, here's the thing. There's only one thing that can be mentioned that earns John Syracuse a ding on the Accidental Tech Podcast, and that is file systems, please. All right, show me file systems. <gasps> Number six answer, but it's on there. Number six. It's on there. <laughs> Preposterous. File systems. Ding. <laughs> All right. Uh, that brings us to Betty. You know, something John might care about? Um... I kind of wish someone on this show would go, who? <laughs> I, would, I would love that. I have like, I, I feel like I have like a funny answer, but I, I which I feel go like. For my, go for funny. Go for funny. But I go. feel like it, it, it yeah, we, was, we have zero strikes right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think actually the broadest uh, stereotypes yeah. of John might actually work the best in this situation. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, just, um... Is it potato mm. chip? <laughs> it's tortilla! Oh, no! Oh, no. <laughs> no I'm just trying, I'm trying to think what would be better. Um... Space, space, space. <laughs> <laughs> I can't I, wait I've... for that. Thinking about... Oh, yeah, okay. I'll just say robots. <laughs> Robots. Oh, he hosts a popular question mark podcast about robots or not. Uh, show me robots. Strangely not in the top six, though. Very disappointing. Come on. My my wife took the survey and she said, oh, yeah, I said robots. Yeah. <laughs> right. That See? was going to be good my answer. answer, too. All right. So. That was, I think that was a great, great answer. I was disappointed, too, that it wasn't on there. Kathy, name something John Syracuse cares about. Uh, I'm going to say toasters. Excellent answer. Oh, yeah. Show me the toasters. Oh, it popped up. Number two answer. Number <laughs> two answer. Okay. Oh, Brie. Yeah, toasters was going to be on my list, but I am to one of his most famous hypercritical episodes uh, titled Ooh. Pearl is Not a Bad Programming Language. <laughs> so I'm just going to say Pearl. All right. That's a great, great answer. Show me Pearl. Not in the top six. Oh! Good answer, though. Good answer. Very Great good answer. answer. It was it was on the list. Look, the list is a magnificent view. Very that, long in, into <laughs> into how people perceive John. Uh, we but need to I, see the whole list. I, yes, I, we do. I may, yes, I may do. share that list later. Uh, but uh, we have to move on to Casey. Uh, we, but I'm sorry. We, can we can we make it a stretch goal, like a a, a financial stretch goal for the entire relay fundraiser? Oh. I don't know but can we make it a stretch goal that list. you don't release the list until we hit like four hundred thousand dollars or something like that? Can we well, talk to the bosses? I'll, I'll, we'll talk. We'll talk we'll to the bosses. We'll talk, okay, That's we'll talk to the bosses. All right. Maybe, maybe, uh, yeah. Run we'll it up the tree. <laughs> run it up the run up the flagpole. All right, <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with, uh, and you can 
take with this as as you please, boss man. But I'm going to go with noise or fans or fan noise if you oh, want me to be more specific. All right. Nice. all right, show me fan noise. Number four answer. Good job, Casey. Yes. All right. He does care about fan noise, doesn't he? Yes, but the he number does. one and three answers remain. So, Betty, what might <laughs> a, a gentleman named John Syracuse care about? <laughs> What was the Mac one? What what number was it? What, what like? The Mac um, was number five, 11 oh. points. Wow. I know, right? <laughs> I don't know. Like, uh, <laughs> um, let's go with iPhone. <laughs> All right. Let's show, let me see the iPhone. Good no. answer. No. Oh. John doesn't care about the iPhone at all, apparently. <laughs> all right. John doesn't care about the iPhone. Uh, team, team on, you've got the number one and number three answers. Oh, you can boy. talk amongst yourselves. This is just to dunk on the other team at this point. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Which we want to do. Oh. I don't steal 52 oh. points Brutal. from them. Wow. Which we really want to do. Um, <laughs> Only Christina wants to. Well, I don't know, Flo. Uh, you, Christina, feel free to do the dunking. I was thinking photography could be on the list. Yeah. Um, I mean, but, I was, I was, I was thinking perfectionism. I don't know. There's, there's so. Many, I do like I, your idea of sort of pedantry or yeah. that, that sort of the concept being on the list. Uh, maybe even something like details, or you know, quote unquote, the small stuff. <laughs> mm. um, you know, painting the back of the fence kind of thing. Uh, but I don't know how to encapsulate that in a word that will result. Max in Jason was so going, low because, yes. like, Mac Pro, I would have had higher, like. I really, I really did think that, like, I didn't think it was number one, but I, do, I did think, like, backup systems, like a SNAS would be... I know, uh, right? Um, this is hard. There, it do... turns out those aren't the crowd pleasers. They're, those does, aren't the Does the he talk a lot pleasers. about um, organizing, uh, like, movies? Is that a thing he does? Metadata? I don't know. I, I don't know. Well, I mean, file systems was... was... <laughs> oh, yeah, file systems is on there. That's true. Um... I'll be honest that I am not super helpful in this because I don't know a lot. I'm not it. either. My answer was taken. So yeah, <laughs> I like your idea, Christina, of the uh, like pedantry or something along those lines. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> feel your vibe out there and uh, <laughs> potentially dunk on the team if you want. All right. Yeah. You want you want it to be something like I mean I'll give it to broad latitude if you're close. Broad, with, yeah. With pedantry uh, <laughs> details, pedantry, and all that. Show Everything. show it show it to me. No, nope, it's not there. Sorry. So the final oh, score, 256. What a great number to 157. Oh. oh. Team on, Micah, Flo, and Christina, congratulations. Let me tell you what else was in John's list. Number oh, okay, one, sorry. televisions. Oh, yeah. that's time. Because he just that's bought timely. a television. Yep, yep, yep. Current right. events. Okay. Number three, everybody missed the obvious one. It was just sitting right out there. Cheese graters. I had it written down, darn it. I didn't know he cared about cheese graters. All right, well. That brings us to the end of this year's Relay game show on the podcast-a-thon. I hope Mike has had a big sandwich while we did this. Uh, Anyway, congratulations, Micah, Flo, and Christina for your your win. Team on. And Team Switch, you played a good game. But Very, you, good did game. We? Very good did game. Very good game. Yes. Yes. I don't think In we fact, did. the truth is, so close. both teams won three rounds. And if this okay. was tennis, which is a thing that John Syracuse also likes, by the way, That's true. Uh, <laughs> we would have had to go to a seventh tiebreaker. But the points were, sh- the sheer number of points were against you. So uh, thank you, Kathy, Bree. 
Casey and Betty. I am going to be laying in bed tonight awake at like four in the morning going, why wasn't me off on the list? <laughs> <laughs> I agree. I agree. It's because he betrayed his kind. He I know. Yes. It's weird. To speak. Just, just below. But yeah, it didn't make it. And thanks to everybody for watching this as part of the podcast-a-thon. Thank you, of course, to Mike and Stephen and everybody at St. Jude who makes this possible. We appreciate all of you, and we appreciate having the time on the podcast-a-thon. Now, wake up, Mike and Stephen, because that's it from here. Goodbye! Go to stjude.org slash relay! Real FM hosts Doritos, top answer in my book. M1, M2, no, Doritos. Doritos. <laughs> okay, so shortly we're going to be joined by another guest. Uh, but before we do, we've been told we must beautify. So we have a selection of things over here. I'm going to pop the hood up for this, I think. It's probably best. So we have a selection of wares. And you have no microphone. Choose something? You have no microphone. We have a selection of wares. I forgot how to do this. I'm going to be gone for 15 minutes. Uh, and we're going to choose some stuff and put it on each other's faces. So, there's this stuff called unicorn snot, which sounds fun. Some Ooh, fun is a word. Okay. Pucker up. (laughs) I want to go back to social distancing. Can we do that? No. Gotta undo it first. Thank you, Susan C. Sledsworth. Anonymous. Lots of donations rolling in. We're at $296,000 for the kids of St. Jude. Can I tell you a little bit about St. Jude? (laughs) (laughs) Come on. Pucker up. Don't do that. Don't do that. No, you know that. Oh, come on. There we go. Ooh. I know that. Oh, it went in his mouth. I'm so sorry. You should have opened your mouth. No, don't put that one on me. All right. Now, this one is your one. All right. You don't put this one on me because then you know what happens. It tastes so that one's terrible. Your one. And if you want to do that to me, you can. Or there's this, there's this stuff. It's called Lightning Drops Liquid Highlighter. Yep. Or we have lip gloss. So it's up to you. Do we have a brush? Like one of these? I don't know what to do with the glitter that's on my finger, so I'm just going to do this. Yep. All right. So that's, that, that was in his mouth. And now it's going on mine. Okay. If this goes well, this is a whole new branch of content for Relay FM. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what that is. What, yeah, I don't. How does it come out? Oh, oh, wow. It matches. I have gold on. Okay. That's enough. Thank you. A little bit, a little bit more. No. I just think this is too much, what you've done. Okay, go on. I'm just going to do a little. Mm-hmm. Just a little. There. Oh, you said a little, but like that seems. It's kind of thin. Okay. What's cold? 
Our producer Jill is offset, just like she's you- like an agent of chaos. So I will note that Jill usually sits in the control room. For this, she is comes <laughs> to the sideline. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. You're like a football player. Is this? Is yeah. this what they do? They do stuff so the sun doesn't. Oh, I'm going eyes. to my first football game tomorrow, so yeah. I should do this. Yeah. Great. Uh, with my banana phone case? Yes. Excellent. Can't it's a wait. whole situation. Go Tigers! <laughs> All right. Okay. Is it safe? I've eaten a lot of this stuff. It's, it's... I mean, you've got to assume, right? I'd hope so. Oh, no. <laughs> hey, Jill, do we have wet wipes over there? Okay, so we're going to do more of that later on, I think. Oh, sorry. I didn't even see him. But I think we're good Thank for you. now. Right. It's All Jill, right. everybody. Thank you, Jill. Hey, Jill. Woo! I didn't eat one, but... But I got one. Oh, it just smeared the glitter around. Yeah. Good. Rub it in. That's nice. Good. Okay. Uh, do we have our next guest, or are we doing spinning? Okay, let's spin the wheel. Let's spin the wheel. Okay, then. What could happen now? Oh, we got a five hundred dollar donation from Mark. Thank you, Mark. Woo! Number sixteen. Number sixteen. Hydrate, Hydrate and stretch. stretch. Okay. Oh, I have to pour water in my mouth. Yeah, that's good. Lip glitter on. Hmm. So much. Okay. So much glitter. All right, you want to do some stretching? Mm-hmm. That's good. Well, Ooh, no something one, popped. Yeah, everyone, the script is—they're looking at you while I'm doing all the stretching, which is interesting. I'm stretching on the inside. There he goes. Oh. You need to go to a doctor. No, you make, your body's I'm making just, your body's making bad sounds. I just stretch. You know, I can go down now. The, a podcaster's Remember physique, right there, everybody. <laughs> what are you talking about? Can you do this? No, I can't touch there my There you toes. go. Then uh, I feel better actually. Good. Uh, one more wheel spin. One more wheel spin. One more wheel spin. Just go pockets. Bite the bear! Okay. So we also have a five pound gummy bear, which is indescribably ah. greasy. Ooh, okay. Why is it greasy like that, do you think? Uh, I, I think it's, it's healthy grease. Stop touching it! Oh. Stop touching it! Oh! Ah. Oh! Ooh. Oh. Uh, it doesn't taste like candy. It's like did rubber. You, you didn't even get a bite. Hold Here, on. Hold on. No, 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 no. I got it. Oh, I can't look. No, oh, the sound. <laughs> it's <Ooh>. disgusting. <laughs> oh, it's... 
<laughs> is that what you want? ASMR, right? Yeah, it's ASMR. You can't hear it, but they can hear it. I can imagine it. Mm. After the initial, it's pretty good cherry flavor, but like the the texture, it's like rubber, which is problematic. <laughs> okay. I think we're all set. We're at 60% of our goal now. That's amazing. $97,783 raised for the kids of St. Jude. Thank awesome. you very much to everybody who's donated. But don't forget, you still can if you have not. Or That's if you right. have, you can do it again. Absolutely. Go to stjude.org slash relay and donate today. So I believe we have a guest on the line, our next guest. Yes? No? Yes. Yes. <laughs> I would like to welcome Alex Cox to the podcast a thon. Hi, Alex. Hey, Alex. Hello. Hello. Wow. I got to say, uh, Alex Cox, the most uh, popular guest here in the studio. That was the biggest round of applause for a guest <laughs> we've had so far. So I guess suck it, David. I don't know. You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> sorry, underscore. All right. So we prepared something in an opposite way. So usually when we have a guest come on, we write some questions, that kind of stuff. But Alex Cox is well known kind of around the holiday season for doing an event called Coxmas, where Alex will rate the iPhone screens. Oh, home screens? Yeah, home screens. Yep. So we're doing Coxmas for the kids. So Alex Cox is going to be... This is something where the studio audience, they're struggling with this at the moment. Alex, I'm not going to lie. Uh, <laughs> there's, a lot, there's a lot of laughter in the audience, but... In case, so in case anybody's not, Alex's surname is Cox. Okay, that's what it is. Jeez, I mean, what are we in elementary <laughs> you school again? No explanation of this. <laughs> you don't need to be explained. All right, you're a megastar. I don't need to explain you. So we have sent both our lock screens and our home screens to Alex for judgment, and I believe we're able to show them on screen. I think we can go one at a time. So whichever one our wonderful production team is able to show first based on technology. Oh, this is very interesting placement. Uh, <laughs> that's what we got, all right? Richard! Richard! <laughs> Richard! <laughs> Richard, the placement! Uh, that, that's a, I'm sorry, that's a joke from setup yesterday. It's not going to make any difference. Uh, and it was nice and smooth. That's all I'm going to say. All right, anyway, so... This is... Ah! <laughs> this is chaos. We have entered the chaotic segment. Oh, gosh. It's only 2.15 p.m. Jeez. Okay, Alex... This is Stephen's lock screen, Stephen's home screen. Mm-hmm. Please, can you tell Stephen what you think of it? All right. Stephen, I think you're a wonderful person. <laughs> I mean, you've literally raised millions of dollars for children's cancer research. But this is the most boring home screen I've ever seen That's in so my life. And so you, it's like you are a tech person for a, a living your enthusiasm for technology does not shine through in, in this at all mm. well i will say though both of you i, I don't want to spoil it but both of you do have humans on your lock screens so let's yeah. start with with that you gonna uh, roast all wives alex yeah. is that what's gonna happen well, right now <laughs> well i just have to mention it because i don't have my spouse. <laughs> my <laughs> so now you're, you're trying like, to cover mm, yourself mm. by being like, oh, that's a weird thing to do. Yeah, who would do yes, that? Yes, <laughs> it is. Not normal. No, very, very weird. But don't you see them every day anyway? Like, what information are you getting from this, especially because you're going to have an always-on home screen now? 
I love my wife. Yeah. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, you we love our spouses. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Mm, move. Alex, Alex they're here. Alex, they're right over there. Right, right over okay. there. Okay. <laughs> 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 uh, yes, uh, bi- bi- business. Um, the calendar has a great placement because my biggest gripe, not well, biggest is an understatement, but a lot of people put things out of reach like thumb placement i think is one of the most important things with phones i'm glad that your calendar is up there do you use stacks though is this just the only thing you're seeing or does it rotate uh so there is a stack behind the calendar widget it has a time zone widget from widget smith under there so i can like Mm -hmm. flip back and forth pretty quickly that's the guy you're more popular than yeah. Yes. Yeah, yes. He, he's, I, I was he was say. big a few years ago when widgets were big, but it's over now. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the TikTok star. I remember yeah. him. TikTok star. Uh, that's right. I will say, despite being incredibly boring, you, you have good taste in apps, but you're doing what I called the beta flex where mm. do you really need timery, which is one of my favorite apps of all time, the time tracking app. Why do you need it on your screen? There's widgets, there's shortcut support. Do you just, mm. is, is this just so everybody raising money for cancer is like, Oh, Steven's cool. He's on the beta of both <laughs> timery and overcast. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I'm just I gotta, saying. I'm just yeah. saying. Mm, it seems to be a theme amongst all all the tech enthusiasts. I do you, don't. Do you include understand. yourself in this, Alex? Yeah, how many betas are on your home? Yeah. No, uh, my my home screen isn't isn't up up here. So uh, oh, m- oh, I see, on. I see. Yeah, that must be right. Okay, fair no spouse, yeah, no betas. I also <laughs> have a yeah, yeah, and and Alex my spouse is on my home screen. It's a picture of sure. Alex. <laughs> 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 uh, just i do i mean my phone is called alex's anxiety machine but our, all right m- moving on uh, question what mm-hmm. is the purpose of having reader and good links right next to each other so that is a historic artifact more than anything else so i had for you know oh. rss reader n- next to instapaper for a long time and i've been using good links for a while and really like it and so they've always been in those two places and they, I mean, they, they serve different functions, right? I can read RSS, and then I can look at things that I saved for later. So I'm not one of the people who has combined those into one application, but uh, but their placement is mostly like rooted in 15 years of iPhone history at this point. So everyone in here is really impressed with my life decisions. Yeah, no one laughed or clapped at that <laughs> one. <was> really weird. <laughs> uh, some guy just walked out. <laughs> I don't know who these guys are. <laughs> This is a, I'm sure it's, this segment is riveting. Although I don't have that much more to say about your Mm. screen. Are are you using as your wallpaper the, the new weather? Um, No. No. I I thought you would recognize that. That is the iOS 7 default wallpaper. The clouds. Oh God. I'm, I'm a fake nerd. Wow. Wow. I I like the clouds. Alex, I didn't get it yet. I like the clouds. <laughs> you know? Right. It's nice. It's airy. Oh. Good. Alex, can I ask mm-hmm. a question? See what you think. Yes, please. Phone mm-hmm. on the home screen? I'm a businessman. I got deals to he, make. I, I, 
find, as a rule, I'm not allowed, or I've given myself this rule that I'm not allowed to mock people for having the phone icon if they have children. Yeah. And one of my, my, my kids needs me, Mike. What about them? Yeah, yeah. Well, then they're calling it's you the if kids, they need you. It's for the kids, Mike. It's for the kids. If they need you, they Gosh. call you. you so need... I can call them back because I was recording. Oh, uh, okay. Well, you then, you know, you're not really <laughs> dealing with that fast then, are you, to yeah. be honest? Sorry, you had kids emergency. Need you. I was 45 record- minutes later. I was recording uh, Mac Power users. I'm sorry. I'm too, I'm too and it doesn't either. have good thumb placement either. Like, you really yeah. got to reach for that one. So, yeah, fair, yeah, fair yeah. enough. I mean, yeah, I, I think the thumb placement is key, which is why my widgets are kind of in that L shape. Because the phones are big now, and my hands mm-hmm. are, you know, solidly mediocre, I think. Yeah. Size-wise. <laughs> just, like, just like your home screen. So, it's a good theme you've got going. Should we switch oh, my hands to... are way bigger. My hands are way bigger than yours. No, I don't oh want to do that again. No, I don't want to do that again. Okay. Flashbacks. Do we want to move on to Mike Hurley's yes. screen? So good. I can't wait. So good. <sighs> so good. You got a problem with I... my wife now? What's the issue? <laughs> Well, we I will say <laughs> wallpaper. She's very sick. <laughs> Here's, Come on. Here, I will say this: uh-huh. Adina really fits in to your whole scheme you've got going on, yep. which I won't Did, comment on. on this, yeah. whatever is happening. There's Adina drinking coffee. Did you Photoshop Adina <laughs> in front of that wallpaper? No, that's an actual photo. Yeah. Okay, it looks. I mean, I, I'm sitting on a monitor like ten feet away. It looks like you maybe photoshopped her. In no, front of it's that. the same thing. So, I took a picture, and then took a picture of the wallpaper. Mm. I don't want to tell you. <laughs> That's that. That I mean, you're almost as judgy as I'm. I'm going to be because sure, I I think that this is. Like the lock screen is great. You have your beautiful wife. It's uh-huh. you get to be reminded, and and her her watch band too, like blends in with the wallpaper. You have your widgets placed in a way so that you can still read them, even though yep. you've got that fancy wallpaper. Yep. But the wallpaper is of the Beverly Hills Hotel, is yeah. it not? It's correct. Oh, yeah. this is. This is another. This is like the Betaflex, where where it's like yes, <laughs> I've been to Hotel Flex. I was here. Yeah. I don't have to tell you, it's my I, favorite place. No bombs. <laughs> and then uh, proceeds to the like this wallpaper goes to your home screen as well. Mm-hmm. Even if it's your favorite place, how? It's just, I, there's really nothing I can say about this home screen because the chaos is, like, overwhelming. Is the intent yeah. so that you just focus on the back of it? And it's like, yes, I remember that that yeah. happy time. It makes me happy. Like, I, I see I... the thing, and I'm like, oh, this makes me happy. Like, it makes me feel genuinely good. You know what I'm just noticing now that wasn't intentional? You're making it real and wholesome. Oh, that gosh. Top, I'm, the I'm top sorry. of the image actually lines up. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it kind of does. I thought that was unintentional. That was, I thought, see, I thought I thought it was. I was very huh. impressed. But now you've, you've taken the one good thing. Like, <laughs> you just ripped it. It was not intentional. Oh gosh. Intentional. <laughs> but I'm happy it happened. It's. It would you is like? Very... Would you like to know about my widgets? I I guess I do. Yes. So top yes. one's a stack. 
and underneath that is carrot mm-hmm. weather. And then the little good one choice, good choice. is timery. And behind it is a thank you, is a shortcut <laughs> that lets me start a timer. Ah, see? See that that is see? the rational like way to go. I knew you'd like I, that. In, yes. Bravo, bravo. You have a couple of beta flexes, Mm -hmm. but I understand because Do is also an app that I open frequently, as is PCalc. But the placement is just... I, I I mean, maybe it is because I am not a person of large hand size, Mm. but it's just... Chaos, chaos everywhere, and the way that your bottom the the timery widget. It, yeah. I have to say that the bottom is, corner is that also a stack or is it just your timery timers? Oh no, it's timery with a shortcut underneath. The shortcuts one underneath to start the timers. That's oh, the I right see, yeah. I see, got it. Oh, mm, oh, see, that's another positive thing. Mm, mm. See, wow, it's not so bad, this. is it? When you start looking at it, Ooh, you know. Yeah, that's actually it's like pretty once good. you embrace pretty good. the chaos. Mm-hmm. There's some real, there's some real nuggets of wisdom in there. What do you think about that's... clock on the home screen? People, people cough, often I criticize used to... that. I used to have my clock on the home screen. Because like you, I have a million alarms set to wake myself up. Exactly. That, See? Yes. Alex gets it. I, I'm, I'm sure Adina loves that. My spouse, Maddie, loves my enthusiasm for the clock app yep. ringing every five minutes each morning. Um, yeah, well, the real See? problem is there's 10 alarms and then she still has to wake me up. That's the, that's the biggest <laughs> issue. The alarms don't actually do anything. She can use this. <laughs> ah, turn it off. Just start slapping that banana phone in in the face. It'll yeah, it'll that, work that out. Wake anyone up? Well, wake anyone up? Anything else, I, Alex? Am I released from your grasp? I think so. the thing is there, there's a lot of chaos. Real quick, I do like that there's Google Maps and City Mapper together. Yeah. That makes some sense. Is there any other logic, or is it just the excuse you have of of this happiness that I'm t- told is a real thing? Or I mean, <laughs> camera and Instagram going together, I guess makes sense. Or is it just muscle memory? For which ones, camera and Instagram? The whole thing. The oh, whole the whole thing. thing. I mean, lots of it's yeah. muscle memory. Some of them are in, okay. like, like Steven. Some of those apps are in, like, original places. I told you it was like a thing. A, yeah, you, or, like, I swapped them out. Like, okay. You know, You're a traditionalist. Like, messages, I think. Messages is bottom left, mm. I think. Anyway. Uh, fair, fair. I, I, you know what? I don't really have anything else because you, both of you, have very good taste in apps. And mm. that is typically uh, just the the biggest issue i will i i'm the i have one question one more question are mm-hmm. either of you going to make any changes based on the always on home screen i think so but i don't know what they are yet i just got my fancy phone today and it's really mm-hmm. not set up very well like i just set it up fresh so i could look at it uh probably but i don't know what like right now, I put a widget on of our fundraising total, which is currently at two hundred ninety-eight thousand eight hundred seventy-four dollars and seventy-one cents for the kids of Saint Jude. <laughs> so I can see that uploading, uh, uh, updating as the day goes on. Uh, so yeah. Oh, by the way, thank you to Nathan and Leah and Brian and Brad and Althea and Alex for some wonderful donations that we see. All right. Thank you, Alex Cox. Thank you so much for the roasting uh, and. We appreciate you. 
And thank you so Good, much for joining us today. I appreciate you. Thanks for having me, guys. Enjoy the rest of the day as much as you can. Thank you, Alex. <laughs> thank you. Bye, Alex. Oh, we just passed three hundred thousand dollars. Thank you to Yesh. Bird, whatever that is, for $1,024 as we pass $300,000. Alex, thank you. Bye-bye, Alex. Bye, Alex. Bye. Wow. That's incredible. Okay, I think we're going to take a short break, and then we're going to come back and spin the wheel, I think. Yeah, let's do it. more times. Yeah. And maybe uh, we'll see how Bloom Room, uh, Bloom Room USA is coming along. A promise made in the dark, lit by a single flame. A desperate prayer for guidance, for direction, for a sign. And in return, a vow to one day build a shrine in the name of all who are hopeless. This was the beginning, quiet and solemn. But soon, this sacred vow would become a mission. As the light from that single candle grew into a torch of promise, passed through time and generations to millions around the world. As that vision took form, it would be given a name and a purpose, and a statue would be raised as a proud symbol of that hope, one that would stand watch over desperate families, protecting and guiding them in their darkest hour. This is where the work would be done, forever changing the fates of children diagnosed with cancer and other life-threatening diseases. This is where brilliant minds would gather, perched at the leading edge of science, as they ventured into the darkness, seeking better ways to understand, treat, and defeat the diseases that took children's lives. Hundreds of supporters would grow into thousands, then millions, fueling the work required to raise survival rates and keep families whole. What was once a death sentence for children would ultimately become survivable as word of this remarkable place spread around the globe. Momentum continued to build and people from all walks of life would lend their support, united by the singular vision that no child should die in the dawn of life. This is St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. Since 1962, when St. Jude first opened its doors, we have stayed true to the promise that no family would ever receive a bill from St. Jude, not for treatment, travel, housing, or food, because all a family should worry about is helping their child live. And St. Jude freely shares its groundbreaking discoveries so that every child saved at St. Jude means that doctors and scientists can use that knowledge to save thousands more children around the world. It's pretty amazing when you consider that seven years ago, we didn't have the treatments we have now. We cure 80% of children with cancer. If you think about that, I mean, go back 50 years, we were curing 20 to 30%. This is the miracle story of modern medicine. Our mission continues to unite people from all walks of life in a common goal 
to support the research and the patient care necessary to at last vanquish the pediatric cancers that take our children from us. Donors are important to us because you get the feeling that you have a team behind you. We have the resources and we have the focus. And so if St. Jude doesn't do it, who will? My father, Danny Thomas, once said, those who support the good are as those who do the good. And these very words have been embraced by millions for more than half a century. Thank you for supporting St. Jude Children's Research Hospital and for carrying forward the light of that first candle. With your help, we will continue to find cures and save more children here and around the world. We won't stop until my father's dream is realized that no child should die in the dawn of life. I'm in the ball pit from the very first podcast of This thing has persevered through all sorts of, uh, well, it basically just sat in an empty office building for two years, but here it is. Mike, where are you? Hello. That thing sucks. Look at this. Come at me, bro. <laughs> you can't get me. <laughs> this is what it looks like when we've raised $300,000. So imagine how much more it could get, oh, could get to. What have we, how much have we raised today? Uh, we have raised... 50? $50,000 since Incredible. Thank you so much, everybody, for your donations so far. stjude.org slash relay. I really want this thing to be full, and I think you can help me do it. Right, Stephen? Absolutely. I get him in there. Hey. How you doing? So good. I'm going to talk a little bit more a little bit more about St. Jude while you do whatever you're doing. Yeah, I'm going to try and get out of here. Okay. And go over to the wheel. Um, this is where I live now. Excellent. I've been here now. There he goes. There he goes. So a lot of people know uh, about why we do this. Uh, my oldest son is a childhood cancer survivor. He was treated here at St. Jude. He was diagnosed at six months of age with a brain tumor. And going through that process, obviously, it was extremely difficult. But St. Jude does everything in their power to come alongside these families and these kids. The most important way this is done is that St. Jude never charges families a dime for their kids' treatment. Oh, I missed. You're doing something serious. <laughs> no. And let me tell you firsthand, it is, uh, it's amazing to know that you, your child is receiving the best possible treatment. <laughs> and you don't have to stay up at night worried about the bill that's going to come at the end of the day. Uh, it's amazing the weight that that takes off of your shoulders. And if you're not from Memphis, like we just happen to be here, but if you're not from here, St. Jude also assists with travel, with meals, with lodging. And it is really an incredible thing to know that you can focus on your family and your kid and on getting your family back uh, back healthy again. So it's it's really amazing. This is why we do this. $300,000 goes a long way towards these treatments that make direct impact on families like mine yep. and like so many other families that I've met over the last 13 years. It's pretty easy to see what we hear, right? That's right. That, that little guy. That guy. Well, that, 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 that guy. That little guy. <laughs> That's hey. why I'm that one too. Spin the wheel. This never gets old. 
number five. Onesie segment. Oh, no, it's si- is it five or six? It's five. Okay, so we'll do a onesie segment. We'll just thank that. We just took them off, you know what yeah. I mean? I'm getting that the shine on your lips from over here, man. It's looking real good. Easy. Let's get a little... Oh, come on, not again. No, just... Uh, there it goes. <laughs> number three. Change, change for the profile. All right. Can I take a picture for you? Yes, please. All right. There you go. Oh. Oh. Ah! <laughs> That's my ankle. Sorry. <laughs> no. Why? It's good. I'm coming in. I don't think I'm going to get in. You stepped I, I You stepped right on my ankle. Sorry, Jill. <laughs> Jill blame Jill. I'm just going to I'm going to get it. Okay. <laughs> oh, that's very upsetting. Yeah, yeah, that that didn't feel very good. All right, you update yours and spin the wheel again. I don't know what my phone is. Okay. Hula hoop. Okay, come on. I can do it in here. Are you sure about that? Oh, I really misshaped that thing. That's not looking good. Let me see if I can fix it for you. No. No, I'm not going to get in again. You know this whole side is like taped together? Oh, yeah. Oh, thank you. (laughs) Thank you. Oh, my phone is in the ball pit. Hang on. Look at that. That that is the face of someone who takes their social media seriously. I'm going to say... So good. All right, we'll get Mike hula hooping. You're not going to do it. Uh, hey, give me your phone, and I'll take a picture of you hula hooping. Good idea. Can be your profile picture. We're going to do a two for one deal. Yeah. Thank you, sir. Just throw it in here. Nope. No, it's fine. The, the... Please stop making me throw it around. Some three X here. Let's see the hula hoop action on this new iPhone 14 Pro. Yeah, that's good. He's so good at it. How? No, it's good. There you go. Oh, that's an action shot. I know. I love it. Using the photonic engine. Look at that. Oh, thank you. Thank you yeah, so you much. Keep, you keep walking away without your microphone. It's really hard to remember. Look at that. That's good. That's the new, uh, yeah, just Steven said, the photonic engine at work right there. That's right. Wait, I can do the thing where I, like, pull it out, right? Yeah, I think so. Not right now. But, but... you can spin the wheel again. I'm exhausted. Hold on. <laughs> One thing at a time. i got to update my Twitter profile first, right? That's right. Whew. Are you okay? Yeah, you're having a good time just sitting down in there, aren't you? I've just realized. It's not comfortable yeah i mean especially after i shattered your surgically repaired ankle yeah i appreciate that. which i am desperately sorry for yeah and blame jill because jill told me to get in there hold on it takes a second to do the updating no instead of a photo you want to hit choose nft that's the option you want yeah it really wants me to do that yeah there, you there go. it is oh yeah that. that's really good beautiful all right honestly you should just make that your regular it might stay you that's know good. it's a good image I'll just do that. Yeah. 
Uh, Jill asked how much to make in my LinkedIn profile. I do not take LinkedIn seriously at all, so... (laughs) (laughs) That would be the most activity my LinkedIn profile seen in a long time. When you own your own company, you don't have to worry about getting hired. Yeah. That's the beauty of it. All right, let's go... Wheel of Adventure. Oh, oh. Oh, oh, oh. Number... 15, day of phone case use. Three days. Every single time, I want to say phone use case, and I don't know why. Three days. Three days so far. Man, I gotta travel. You gotta travel with the banana case. Oof, that's gonna be bad for me. Four days, which I just got told. Four days four total. Four days total. <sighs> that's bad. <laughs> for the kids. For the kids. Spin it again. $300,508. That's incredible. Thank you, everybody. We passed that milestone. Oh, yes. Casey and I will be uh, judging. Are you tier listing? You're gonna tier list? We're gonna tier list them up. Electric vehicles? Yeah. Wow, riveting, man. Good luck, Elon. Twelve, it is! Twelve, Lego walk. Okay, come on. Okay, I'm coming. Man, it's so wild how it landed on that when people started shouting it in the studio. Really strange. This thing is like, it's got some, you know, it takes the energy. It knows. Come on. Okay. You're wasting time. Do you want some help getting out of there? Just take the microphone. Oh. Just hit it against the other one. Yep. Sound guys like that. Yep. I did what he told me. Don't blame me. Look at him go. Wow, you're so sprightly. Oh, you have no shoes on. That's good. There you go. Not bad for a man in his mid-fifties. It takes me ages to take these off, so I'll just do the next one. You get this one. Wait. No. I'll be ready for the next one. We'll okay. plan it. I'll do it. Just we'll bank it. it seriously, it takes you so long. i got to just like a whole thing. Okay. You know? All right, well. I wore dress shoes today. You wore sneakers. Do you want me come this way? I'll come towards you. How does that sound? All right. I'm one with the crew, you know? We're feeling it. Yep. Okay. They are going to go home and have to explain to their significant others what they did at work today. Yep. And no one will believe them. I heard earlier somebody say, what's going on here? <laughs> what are y'all doing here? What's all this? All right. Nobody knows. We got the foot shot, which is very popular on Twitch, I'm told. We just made it to the front page. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, Make Saint- sure you get that tire. Oh, yeah. The tires are good. The tires yeah. are soft. Tires like a brake. Stjude.org slash relay. Please go donate. Donate thank you, for the feet now. Thank you, Logan. Thank you, Trevor from Montana. I made it. Good work. <laughs> that was the, see, it's the, always the one it's on al- its own. It's the group the isn't one. too bad, but the one is bad. The one is bad. All right, let's do one more spin. Okay. Do you want to put some gummy bears in the... Do one, more, do one more spin, and then maybe we'll take a, a brief video break and then be back with our next segment. I love it. Another thing about your glitteriness, it just looks like you're drooling all the time, which is very funny to me. No, you're not. But like it's just I in mean, the corner. You don't know that I'm not. That's a good point. I actually don't know that. It looks oh, nice on you everywhere. though. It looks nice on you. I like it. I like it. Ooh. Oh look, it's twelve again. Oh, I might. No, no, no. No, I make a. I haven't done this yet. Oh, that's great. Make I haven't given any money in yet to anybody. I gave a hundred dollars. How much are you gonna give? Hundred dollars. Why would I? Why would I do different? You give a hundred dollars. I give a hundred dollars. There you go. 
Okay, we're gonna go to a random fundraiser in our awesome app. Okay, this feels like fixing. It's Jill's fundraiser. Do it again? Yeah, again. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Don't donate it to hers. I'm, go- I'm donating to Paul's campaign. All right, Paul. I'm going to be the first person to donate to Paul's campaign. All right, so I'm going to get Paul started. Okay, Paul. Saintjude.org slash relay. Go there now and you can learn how you can fundraise and you can get some amazing gifts if you do. What are, no, incentives. Yes. Incentives are available on this desk. There we go. This desk mat. That coin. That They're laptop. Available no, to I'm you. just kidding. Not that laptop. <laughs> this laptop. <laughs> that, this. Banana, that banana phone case. It's all for sale. It's all going to go. <laughs> all right. Do we want to take a quick break? Is that possible? No um, one said yes. The Wheel of Adventure <laughs> came back up again. I don't know if, that, if that's a clue. <laughs> Richard. <laughs> Spin the wheel. <laughs> We're going to We're a video. We're going to go to video. So we'll be right great. back. I was born in Kiev, Ukraine, and um, when I was 28 years old in uh, 1991, we came to the United States, and, um, well, I can tell you how I felt when this started. Uh, first, uh, I felt very angry about what was going on and what has been done to my homeland, and then uh, anger you know, went away and was replaced uh, by deep sadness. Tens of thousands of people uh, have died, and uh, innocent people like children are now in a position uh, that no children should be in. And uh, it was heartwarming for me to see the patients that have been evacuated uh, from Ukrainian hospitals uh, to Poland and then to other countries, and that's something that... uh, St. Jude and ELSA global teams were working on and partnering with their foundational partners there. And so what uh, we have an opportunity to do at ELSA and St. Jude is we have an opportunity to save lives. And that's why we exist. We exist to save lives of children, regardless of uh, their national origin, color, creed. Uh, doesn't matter. Children are children. And I was absolutely ecstatic to learn that the patients are coming here uh, and I had an opportunity to go and meet them at the airport. And uh, that was definitely the best I felt in uh, decades, you know, to be able to see those uh, uh, families. And um, I reassured them that they are in the best hospital in the world and their children will get uh, the best treatment and that this place will do everything for them 100%. Because I know from me working at St. Jude and working at Telsec, I know that St. Jude doesn't do things 99.99%. St. Jude does things 100%. That I know for sure. There is absolutely no doubt about that. Hello and welcome back. My friend Mike Curley is taking a little bit of a break. In the meantime, we have crossed $301,000 for St. Jude. I'd like to thank Todd Wells, James Brown, N. Gallinger, Logan, everyone else who has donated. Thank you so much. It means the world to us that you join us in this mission. Super exciting to see those come in. I'm getting ready to be joined by a very special friend of ours, uh, Micah Sargent. Micah and I have worked 
uh, different projects over the years. Micah is a full-blown professional podcaster. Look, he's got a he's got a shirt, he's got a jacket, he's got an earpiece. Micah, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm good. I really enjoyed the feud. Uh, the chips answers just killed me. The M1, M2 Doritos. <laughs> so good. <laughs> I was so certain Tortilla was going to be on there, and I should have listened to Christina. <sighs> and Casey with Apollo 13. I mean, it's a solid movie. Oh, yeah. that's Honestly, what I learned is I should never trust my own gut, but other people's guts. <laughs> <laughs> it's an interesting life lesson you took away from that game yeah that's what i got out of it that and uh never trust a potato chip which i guess i never have anyway so it can be trusted. um it, it did me wrong you know what i mean sometimes like, uh, they're they're ruffled sometimes they're not how do you how can how do you, how know? Do you even know how do you function exactly i have glitter uh. in my eye just that's fine uh, so I want to talk to you about a couple of things. You spend a lot of time covering the uh, the world of Apple and smart home stuff. So let's start with Apple. Something really cool happened. You got invited to your first uh, iPhone event, which is awesome. Tell us a little bit uh, about how that how that went. How was your time? I mean, walk us through it. Yeah, so um, I, I was shocked to have uh, gotten the invite. I was actually recording the show that I do for Relay FM Clockwise, uh, and I opened up my email expecting they're like, "Oh, click here to watch the live stream whenever it launches on this day," and it said, "Join us in person." And I said, "Huh?" <laughs> uh, and so I RSVP'd and did all of that stuff. Um, it was interesting, uh, sort of. In the lead up to it, I thought, okay, this is going to be my first time going to an Apple event uh, as as a member of the press, and I want to make sure I'm doing everything right, uh, <laughs> and that you know, sort of just knowing my way around and stuff like that. So I uh, reached out to Jason Snell and asked him, hey. Would, would, can I maybe like kind of tag along with you just so mm. that everything goes as it should? And he was very gracious and kind to uh, let me tag along with him. So that was uh, that made it a little bit easier. Uh, but anyway, as far as going there, um, you know, you, you go and you, you park and they've got all these people that are waving these light up batons in the parking garage to make sure you get where you need to go. And uh, you go and you tap your little your little badge that you get ahead of time and then they give you. Uh, you may be able to see it in my shot. I don't know if I'm, I'm cropped out uh, there, but there's a green yeah. badge uh, for the press. And uh, we this was my first time, of course, uh, going over to the Steve Jobs Theater. And you walk in and up above, it was very hot. I, I will say that. Um, and sort of where we were on the outskirts of, of everything, um, the sun was just shining right in. So Jason Snell and I, we are masked up. There aren't a lot of people wearing masks because Apple did uh, have you prove that you had tested negative within mm-hmm. 24 hours of the event. Uh, but Jason and I were both kind of in that boat of, hey, we're not necessarily comfortable being in a theater with a bunch of people uh, without our masks. So we were wearing them and just kind of trying to stay cool. But once we got to go down the stairs of the Steve Jobs Theater, Mm -hmm. it cooled down quite a bit. So um, the, you know, you go in and you sit in these allegedly $12,000 chairs, (laughs) each of them. and I have to say, I was a little uh, disappointed at the lack of comfort I experienced in those oh, chairs, given no. how much they cost. Yeah, I, I thought, why does? Uh, why? I thought this would feel a lot better. But, um, and I got to tell you too, 
as a person having no knowledge of this, I expected, you know, like when you go to, when you're in, in college or uh, you go to university and you sit down in one of those big lecture halls, they've got that little fold out desk that you can mm -hmm. put down that then can collapse back. Yeah. There was none of that. So I thought, Terrible. oh my goodness, the word laptop actually has to be, <laughs> I have yeah. to use it like that. I mean, um, we all know so, Apple's really been struggling financially. They, they couldn't afford the, <laughs> the desks and the, uh, now a, a little birdie told me something about your time there. Oh and, boy. Uh, I haven't talked to you about this cause I wanted to spring it on you in front of, you know, lots of people. Uh, did your phone go off with Siri in the middle of the event? <laughs> so here's the thing. Okay. The the Apple Watch event came up and what what's the what's the current model of the Apple Watch? Uh, the 7, Series 7. The Series, right? Series and I believe we're on the Series 8 now. Well, that was the one that was announced, the Series 8. So they're going on with the little video Series 8, Series 8. And my phone, who is supposed to only recognize my voice when I say, hey, you know who, uh, decides that the person speaking in the video is uh, saying, hey, you know who. Yeah. So I, I kid you not, I had I had silence on. I had uh, all of the different things that I needed to have on. I thought I was I was good um, at top volume. Siri proceeds mm. to respond to the conversation that was happening on the screen, which of course <laughs> it was like, oh, here's what I found on the web for you. And here is this information and this information. And of course, immediately I'm going, okay, I just need to press the side button. That'll, that'll quiet it down. But in my panic, I am accidentally pressing the side button and the volume button at the same time. So Steven, I'm taking screenshots trying to make this thing wow. get quiet and it That's won't quiet incredible. down. Oh, so uh, Jason Snell sitting next to me, and he's looking over at me with kind of uh, big eyes, like, "What yeah. in the world is happening?" You to asked me right him now? to lead you through this, and now you're the <sighs> guy with Siri going off. And I, yep, exactly. That's uh, luckily, I was not the only one to make a lot of noise that day in the audience. So uh, Bide was quickly forgotten as the person a couple of chairs down uh, turned on the live stream on their laptop. Uh, I assumed to get screenshots, but then it proceeded to sort of uh, play out uh, on screen and then the delay play out seconds later on their laptop. And they were struggling to find the volume down button on their That's computer amazing. to turn it down. I like to think oh, that everyone stress. there is a professional but everyone has those moments, right? We've all done it. Yeah. Yeah. Even uh, the, the professionals have those moments. Exactly. That's right. You know, Jason Snell dropped a whole bottle of water or something. I, I doubt he did. Jason's the <laughs> Not, only real professional in our industry. Yeah. He, he was, uh, I, he just moved around like he, I mean, he did. He knew what he was doing. It was, it was yeah. great. Oh, and that was the, the uh, internet worked just fine for him for some reason. I could not get the Apple Wi-Fi working mm. for my laptop there. That's your so. second event. You got they they make sure that you can do That's one. Right. Yep. They're like, okay, yeah. now you can talk. Now you can tweet during the event. <laughs> that must have been what it was. That's right. <sighs> uh, well, let's switch gears to smart home stuff a little bit. I know you spend mm -hmm. a lot of time covering this industry, an industry that I feel like is growing. I mean, now you can go like on, into almost any hardware store and find something that'll work with HomeKit or the Amazon Assistant. Uh, a lot of conversation right now about Matter, which is sort of the mm -hmm. this next step in the smart home ecosystem. I mean, right now you kind of basically have to buy into, I want stuff that works with Apple HomeKit or the Amazon Assistant or Google Home. But Matter kind of promises to break those those walls down a little bit, right? 
Yeah, and and it's it's a fascinating thing because everything gets a little bit wrapped up and complicated because right before uh, matter was announced and launched and people started to put more attention toward it, uh, we also saw the introduction of a technology called Thread. And I have noticed that there does tend to be some confusion about how Thread plays into matter. And so for the, the purpose of this conversation, it's important to understand that Thread is but one method by which devices can communicate that exists kind of under the scope of matter. Matter is this whole, it's, it's like, um, it's like, you know, those puzzles where you have, uh, for, 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 especially like toddlers, there's a square shaped hole, there's a triangular shaped hole and there's a circular shaped hole, sure. right? Yeah. I'm good at this. And yeah, right. Yeah. So you you were pretty good at uh, putting those together, but the triangle doesn't fit in the square and the triangle doesn't fit in the circle. It's very frustrating. Yeah. Um, <laughs> matter is like this uh, adapter almost that you can put over the top of one of those puzzles that lets any of those shapes fit into any of those holes. It is a sort of translation mechanism that is also a... Uh, a joining mechanism. It, it works to kind of make it so that no matter what devices you have, they can all communicate with one another because they all are kind of uh, given these base principles, these base uh, categories. And so it makes it that, you know, instead of uh, your Apple device trying to figure out uh, what the the light bulb is that's in your home, mm-hmm. um, because it, 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 you know, it, it doesn't support HomeKit or what have you. Instead, it says, okay, look, you're a manufacturer, you're making a light bulb, lots of people make light bulbs. So let's just give these standard properties that any device can communicate using and so that everything is understood. And I think that's what uh, particularly makes this magical because it gets past the whole idea of, of protocols and lets companies kind of choose what methods of communication in terms of the, the connectivity, be it uh, Ethernet, Wi-Fi, uh, Bluetooth, NFC is actually a big part of all of this, and of course, Thread. Those are all subsets. They can all talk to each other how they need to, but matter exists over the top of it and says, look, uh, whether it's a light bulb made by this company or this company, it's still a light bulb. It has an on and off, and some of them have saturation values that you can change. Some of them have color temperatures you can change. But if we can give a standard identifier to all of these, it doesn't matter which uh, service you're using. Yeah, it's so frustrating now because you feel like you're locked in based on the purchases you may have made in the past, right? So if yes. a new eco- if an ecosystem emerges or, you know, suddenly you want to change kind of the core of your setup, sometimes it means throwing out or, you know, giving to a family member like replacing something that you mm-hmm. would be using otherwise. And that's always seemed really silly to me that we had these basically silos, right? And Oh, like you can buy this plug that has all these features, but oh, it doesn't support the system that you already bought into. It was, it was such a uh, kind of a fragmented, broken experience for a long time. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that finally, the companies that are all involved in this, I mean, there are, there are dozens, but uh, with Apple and Google, uh, and these large companies, Samsung at the at the forefront of it, they did have this realization that 
over lo- over a long time, there has been try after try of saying, okay, now this is the one true answer. This is the one true answer. And they finally said, okay, we've really got to figure out something that can uh, stop this whole breakup between all of these. Just You can use what and also uh, use you know what's coming down the pipeline altogether. And I think what's been most interesting to me is hearing from the companies who say, uh, because we invested in this, you know, two and three years ago, when uh, Matter officially launches, our devices are going to support that. I think we're mm-hmm. going to see a lot of that. And then there will be a few devices that will need some sort of gateway, uh, similar to how right now, if you've got you know Philips Hue lights, uh, many of them require a bridge. There sure. will be some gateway devices, but I think folks will be surprised at just how many uh, out there will actually just work uh, with Matter once it launches. Yeah, I mean, my little network closet is the same as almost everybody else's, right? You have like, you've got the bridge for the Hue stuff and then for the Lutron stuff. And like, it would be great to simplify that moving forward because, you know, that's all like, you know, power and network that's being used all the time. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't, doesn't have to be that way. Um, what's the time frame on this? I mean, Matter's kind of been talked about for a while now. I know there's this, uh, this alliance between these companies. And we know these companies all get along really well and never have problems. Uh, is this something that we're going to be seeing <laughs> relatively soon, or is this kind of like perpetually, you know, down the road? The well, okay, so that's that's the question, right? The hope is that it will launch uh, by the end of this year officially, but. What we've seen is time and time again, that perpetual uh, push out of the day when it launches. Uh, A lot of sites, Apple, uh, Amazon, and even some other third parties, they all still have the coming later this year tag on the devices or the software that they have that will support Matter. Uh, So that is what we currently know is that they are setting a goal to launch at the end of the year. But I have to say... It's not typical that I give um, a company or in this case, a group that space of take as long as you need. I don't typically <laughs> feel that way. If, if you if you say that you're going to launch and you push back once, that's fine. But to keep pushing back, then I'm kind of going, OK, what's going on here? Sure. But I have to say, when it comes to this, I really do want them to take as long as they need to get this right, because that I feel is going to be the difference between success or failure when it comes to matter, because too many times we've seen all these other protocols, these other frameworks just fall by the wayside because they didn't have those integrations that were expected. And this has the opportunity to truly be that kind of lock in uh, full system coverage that we want. And I want the the big companies to all come to these agreements so that I could go as far as telling Siri when I am actually talking to Siri instead of it just misunderstanding that <laughs> I want to play uh, a live stream from Relay FM on that Google uh, Nest Hub that I have behind me or you know the the Echo Show that I have in my kitchen. That is the future that I'm hoping for. And I think that if it takes a little bit longer to get there and truly have all that locked in, take your time. I'm ready when you are. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's the, the the way the rest of the home, home works, right? It's not that, mm-hmm. oh, you can only plug this lamp or install this tour dishwasher because you have this kind of electricity or this other kind of water, right? I mean, the home right. itself is, a, is an agnostic thing. And so as we continue to make them smarter, they should be too. 
Yeah. And especially because it is, I'm sure you have experienced this, or I wouldn't be surprised if you've experienced this. We as nerds have a great time setting up all of these features and yeah. having, you know, a remote that can, I can press a button and it turns off the yeah. lights and, and all that kind of stuff. But getting the buy-in from the folks who aren't techie that may, you know, live with you or visit or what have you, that is t- difficult if it's a constant, uh, will they or won't they work as I'm expecting them to. So we need to have that true connectivity to where you don't have to coach people. They should be able to just shout out and say, hey, do this thing. And I don't have to say, actually, you have to say this and you have to talk to that one over there because that one doesn't do this. It shouldn't work like that. Yep. I've definitely had those conversations at home and and having something that is uh, cohesive and easy to understand. I mean, it's going to be a great future. So I'm, I'm hopeful for it. I mean, since it was announced, I, I've had the same excitement. You and I have talked about this before as people who are interested in this stuff. So uh, thanks for filling us in. Thanks for coming on today. Uh, yeah. Before I let you go, we are now in the fall, right? So we are in a new phone, new watch, new device season. Uh, uh-huh. What has you excited about between now and the end of the year? Uh, so I am actually really looking forward to, we think there will be an iPad event sometime in October. Um, the iPad is such a, a fun device, and it's one that we talk a lot about on my show iOS Today. But I do have a deep purple uh, iPhone uh, what is it now? <laughs> iPhone 14 Pro Max in hand. And uh, tomorrow I go to pick up a, a Series 8 Apple Watch. Um, so I'm also excited about those things that, that have just been announced. But I got to tell you... It may be strange, but the thing I'm most looking forward to is next week getting the second generation AirPods Pro. I've had my first gens for a long time. My mm-hmm. dog has chewed up one of them. The, <laughs> uh, the active noise cancellation doesn't work anymore. And so they used to be my day-to-day uh, listening devices. But now that they don't do ANC or even uh, transparency because of uh, the whatever happened that caused them not to work, yeah. uh, I am very excited to get some new ones to replace those. Yeah, I've got a pair in order they they were never comfortable for me, so I'm excited. Maybe the uh, new extra small tips. Oh, fingers my, crossed! My dainty little ear holes. <laughs> that, that, Why I are you laughing so. at that? Stop it! <laughs> All right, uh, Micah, it's so good to see you. Good to talk to you. Thank you for for joining us, and uh, we'll talk soon, buddy. Yeah, absolutely. And I uh, am headed over to make a donation now. So thank you uh, for the time. Thank and, you. Uh, yeah, good go luck be the rest of the show. Go be cool like Micah. You want to go to StJude.org/relay. A big thank you to Dr. Respect, Sebastian, and Anonymous for their recent donations. Uh, very excited to see that number keep, uh, keep going up. Hey, Mike's back. Hello. So do you remember um, when we had Rick on? Yes. And Rick smashed the PC? I do. So some of the things, Chris Boyson here, who I've been told is another... Executive of right. Foresight. And I get the All impression right. that everybody would really like to see him right. take a swing at the pavilion. Hey, nice to meet you. Good to meet you. Do you want to show him around and I'll yeah. commentate from back here and get him some safety glasses? You're going to need safety glasses. <laughs> I probably it's the whole thing. For this, but we, we had to walk in the Lego. You want to walk in the Lego too? <laughs> it's not good. It's no, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do, do that. that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm just really explaining to you why I don't have shoes on in your building. Is really what I'm trying to do here. Uh, so we will come over here. So we have this tradition now on the show. Oh, water bottle. I got it. I got it. Take my microphone, Stephen. I'll take your microphone. And I'm gonna take this one away from you. Okay. There, you go. there we go. Uh, so we're big Mac users, 
and we like to uh, poke fun of the other guy. So this is a a vintage like 1999, 2000. It was an HP. It had a bunch of plastic on it, and uh, as you can see, it's taken a couple good hits. The thing we're doing is once a piece gets broken, we give it to somebody in the audience as an apology for their day here with us. Well, no, they get a little memento. They get a little memento, memento, I mean. They show it right? to their families. They, you show, know? they put it on the mantle above their fireplace. They hand it down to their children. Okay. So that's what we want to do. So are you going to need these. And we have the baseball bat, but we also have a sledgehammer. Which one would you prefer? Always oh, going for the it. The sledgehammer is yet to be used. You're the first. You're the first. Uh, I'm going to stand back. Oh, jeez. Oh, I'm going to go this way. You can go on top. You can go to the side, I, I whatever you like. I think it's whatever you whatever you want to do. On top. Steven, you're in a terrible position, I'm just going to say. Yeah, I don't know where to go. You need to just get out of the way. I'm just going to hide. Just can't do it further. This is why you bring the big guys in, yeah? Oh, no. All right, oh, that's I'm gonna, terrible. I'm going to scoot back. I suggest you go for it. Okay, okay. We're getting we're getting advice from the producer. We're going to lay it down. We're going to lay it down. Ah. Stephen, put those goggles on. No holes. Put that there. Like that's and I'm going to stand back. Oh God. Oh God. This is scary. I think everybody ready. This is very scary. All right. Have at it. Oh my God. I'm really worried about this. <laughs> He's warming up. He's swinging. Oh! <laughs> well done. Goodbye, Pivot. Oh, no. Oh, no. Well done. I think Thank someone you, had a tough day in the office. That's right. Did you have a tough day today? Or? I'm better now. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you. And thank you to Prior Clam for the $2,000 donation. All right, Micah thank you. Micah gave $150. Thank you to Micah. All right. Gadget Man Brian of $100. I'm going to go. Uh, can we inspect the damage? Yes. Can we, let, uh, let's inspect the damage. Let's go take a look at what's going on over here. I really should have shoes on. Yeah, I'm, I think you definitely should now. That was a couple more hits there than I was expecting. Oh no! I also feel like you should be careful with your hands. Oh god! Oh! Look at that! Oh! There's this guy. Yeah, that's the flux capacitor. Smushed in. Oh look, these have like popped out. The yeah. CD tray has popped out. Yeah, like, that well, it's removable media. Ah, uh, is now. Comes out. Wow. <laughs> He really did a number on that. Yeah, he did. <laughs> it's going to put it back together. You want to get the top part there? Yeah. <laughs> you think? It may run better now. I don't even know where this piece is made. It was the top, I think. Okay. What, what is the top anymore? I don't know. This is the top. You I sure? Think, yeah, I think it goes there. Yeah. And this was on the front. What about this? It's guy? fine. I'll get my money back. No, that's good. All right, so we should do some wheel spins because we are at three hundred and five thousand dollars. Whoa, that's a lot. Absolutely incredible. You spin the wheel. I feel like I've done a lot of spinning. I'll spin the wheel. You should spin. I'll the spin wheel. the wheel. I feel like I've been spinning it a lot. I don't want you to get jealous. Okay. I mean, the wheel's in Memphis, so I can just come see it any time. Do you think they'll let you? No. 
Uh, you you also need to eat a, eat a uh, jelly bean. Okay, I can do that. Here we go. Here we go. Number 16. 16. Hydrate and stretch. Okay, before we do that, you stand there. Okay. Oh, no. Oh, I hate it. Thank you. I just wanted to give that one a try, you know? So we can maybe pair up uh, stretching with... I hadn't thought of this before. We can stretching and buying a web domain. Buying a web domain. So while we while we stretch, uh, chat, live listeners. By the way, thank you to everyone that's tuning in. I don't think we've done that yet. Yeah. Thank you to everybody that thank tuned you. in. If no one was in. watching, this would be really weird. sad, really weird. Like weird. just two guys with glitter on their faces spinning a wheel. That's <laughs> terrible. Uh, thank you all for tuning in. We really appreciate you. You now get to just throw some suggestions into the live chat. Uh, of a domain name that you think we could buy. Yeah. Uh, obviously, it has to be available. We'll buy some variation of it. And our wonderful moderators uh, will take a look and go for it and give us some suggestions and we'll buy a domain. Yeah. Together? Do you like that? Is that what you want from us? <laughs> I can't tell. Uh, but while <laughs> while you're making some suggestions, we're going to stretch a little bit. Okay. Okay. I actually feel like I need it, too. Oh, we are terribly tangled up now. That's part of the stretching. Oh, boy. Uh, no, I just go this way. See? And that one's actually mine. Yep. There you go. Because I got All right, worried. so we're going to do some... Let's, let's get the rollers out this time. Mm. Have you ever done one of those? Yeah, I've got one at home. It's great. All right, go for it, then. Show me okay, how Okay, I'm, I'm going to do some rolling. You show me how the rolling's done. It's going to be dignified and respectful of the human body. That's a bold claim. <laughs> While you, while Stephen does some stretching, I'm going to make some comments on it. So, what? I just want to, I want to just make sure that people have got like a full experience because otherwise it's silence while you're stretching. Unless you make a lot of noises when you're stretching, which could also be possible. You're older <laughs> than me. If you listen, it'll creak. It'll, it'll pop. It's what it'll do. <laughs> okay, That's slanderous, sir. I don't know what you're talking about. So you do one of these. So this is the ankle you stepped on earlier. Yeah. So we're gonna do Austin this. Evans, Austin baby! Evans, $5, oh, thank you, Austin. Thank you, Austin. Our wonderful friend. That's good. For a five thousand dollar donation. Yes. That's incredible. Thank you, Austin. Three hundred and ten thousand dollars. It's amazing. Oh my god. Uh, James L's on something really cool too. One year of Apple Card Daily Cash. So That's a their cash very back, small idea. Which is very cool. That's free money. Give us your free money. Yeah. You know? Give us your free money. Dot com. Dot com. <laughs> that's what you have to buy now. See if that's available. Yeah. <laughs> I'll right. buy more than one. If that's available, then so, I'll... So this is the ankle that you stepped on with your dress shoes, mm. I should say. Yeah. Look, I'm sorry. Jill made me do it. Give us your free money. Dot com. Dot com. Is it available? Yes. Well. Add to cart. Do it. I'm going to buy it right now. You stretch. I am. This is what you do, right? You just put your foot on it. Go to hover.com. And you feel bad about yourself. Oops. And then it's better. It didn't work. Watch out the foot. Let me log in first. My knee's popping a lot. Is it? Yes. That's not good, is it's it? It's weird. You want to feel it? I didn't it? do any. Nope. Okay. Uh, I didn't do anything to your knee, though. 
Yeah, that but wasn't me. The ankle bone's connected to the knee bone through the leg bone. I learned that in school. That's good. The knee bone's connect to the... SaintJudeSledgehammer.com. I like GiveUsYourFreeMoney.com. I'm going to get both of them. Get Saint both Jude of them. Jude Sledgehammer. Is that legally okay, <laughs> though? Okay, so Chris shrugged, and so I think it's probably good. That's good. That's all it takes. St. Jude's. Well, I'm, I'm, okay, well, it actually, it's S-T-J-U-D. 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 It's nothing to do with it at all. <laughs> okay, so I'm buying stjudesledgehammer.com and okay. giveusyourfreemoney.com. Perfect. That's good. What promo code? Connected. Connected. Let's see if we can get some money off. <laughs> that is not valid. <laughs> I don't know why. Uh, I'm just going to securely check out right now. Keep stretching, please. Okay. Well, now I'm doing the sitting stretch. Where Tell you, me more about that one. You sit mm-hmm. and you think, I wish I was more flexible. It's like a... It's a sadness it's stretch. A, it's a sadness stretch. It's a stretch of the soul. It's a stretch of the soul. Yeah. That's right. The body and soul are, are linked, as we know. Okay. Okay, how's your checkout going? I'm still I'm processing. Order is complete. Good. I'm going to manage my domains. Okay. I'm going to put them both to our donation page, so maybe by the end of tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mike is not listenable? Can't hear Mike? That's sad. If that's the case, something... Something new has happened. You can hear me on the stream. Okay. Please stand by. <laughs> we are having technical difficulties. <laughs> uh, no, we're, we're all good. good. We're Somebody good. unplugged something in the control room is what I'm going to assume. Yeah. Richard! What are we doing? Richard! Richard! <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm going to go back to what we were supposed to be doing right now. You're buying the domain. Is, ah, we're going to a, re- a video that I did, right? We're we going to the Dr. Lucas video? Yes. So, Dr. Lucas is a pediatric oncologist specializing in proton radiotherapy. This guy is fascinating. The work that he does expanded my mind a little bit. So, I hope that you enjoy this interview and we'll all be smarter on the other end of it. Dr. Lucas, thank you so much for joining us here on the fourth annual podcast of Tom for St. Jude. I would love it if you could tell our viewers a little bit about what you do at St. Jude. So I'm a full-time practicing pediatric radiation oncologist. Um, and among uh, radiation oncologists, there's a handful uh, of us in the country, maybe even uh, less than 10, um, that full-time treat children. I treat children from with diagnoses any, uh, ranging from leukemia all the way up to solid and brain tumors. Why so few? You, you mentioned like there's so few people that do exactly what you're doing in, in a full-time basis. Like, what, What's the reason for that? Most radiation oncologists are adult trained, meaning that 90 to 95% of their volume um, is made up by their adult practice. Um, and that's just a feature of how our discipline has uh, worked over the years. So um, making that leap from full-time or, or mostly adult practice to pediatric uh, exclusive practice uh, is quite a jump. So I was going to ask, like, how did you come to work at St. Jude, which I do want to know. But also, similarly, were you doing... Uh, just the pediatric side before, or were you mixed before coming to St. Jude? Well, that actually leads into how I got to St. Jude. So 
um, towards the end of my training, I knew I wanted more experience um, uh, with working with children because the complexity of childhood cancer is so much uh, um, uh, more staggering. And so um, the treatment paradigms are such much so much more uh, multimodality integrated. Um, uh, it requires a lot more knowledge on the part of the treating radiation oncologist to appropriately manage a case. Um, and so for that reason, if I, I knew that if I wanted to make that a part of my practice, I had to seek out help. And it was during that time that I realized a month is just nowhere even uh, near <laughs> close to what is really truly needed uh, to be an excellent pediatric radiation oncologist. So then what was it that the what was it about St. Jude specifically that seemed like the place that you wanted to be practicing your work? So one of my colleagues um, had spent time here uh, working with Tom Merchant and uh, Matt Crazen um, and suggested that, you know, if you want to go to the heart of uh, pediatric radiation oncology, that's really where you should try and spend time. And so when it came time to um, uh, get towards the end of my um, my, my training, um, an opportunity had opened up at St. Jude um, for a position. And so I very quickly applied for that position. And um, uh, it was a long process, but um, I, I made it here and it's been fantastic. Can you tell me a little bit about what your job entails on a daily basis? Our job is uh, a, a substantial part clinical and then also a substantial part technical as well. Um, just thinking through... Um, what it takes to get uh, a child uh, started on uh, on therapy, make it through therapy, and then really surveil them for the rest of their life uh, for any radiation-related side effects takes um, a substantial uh, amount of effort from not just myself, but other um, team players within our group. So radiation oncology is a very team, uh, a very big team sport. It takes therapists, it takes, takes nurses, dosimetrists, physicists. Um, it really takes a whole collection of people to make things work, and not the least of which is anesthesiologists, uh, because what's crucial um, to making uh, pediatric radiation oncology work is having a very consistent setup on a daily basis. And so whenever I see a patient in consultation, I have to be thinking through not just the basics of their diagnosis, where they're at in treatment, what my, what the indications are for therapy, but also what do we need to start? Um, who do I need to work with? Um, what is it going to take to make it all the way through? And are there any missing pieces? This is a very precise thing, right? Like it the, is. the work that you do, it's it's very precise. And the, and the precision has changed so much during the last 10 years. Um, huh. I mean, even from the time of training, I can remember um, first or second day of residency, um, uh, walking into a setup uh, that was a purely clinical setup, meaning no um, formal uh, 3D treatment planning. It was an emergency case. Uh, we had to do everything right then and there. We had to set up the patient. We had to find out something, find something that would work. We'd have to pick, take measurements, do a... Um, uh, work with our physics team to get a good dose calc um, and then uh, proceed with tra treatment right then and there um, to now treatment planning, um, getting it done in a week and a half with a complex proton case takes a substantial amount of work. And um, I'm proud to say that we can usually meet that timeline um, uh, for our oncology team, but it can, it can be quite challenging. Sounds like with a lot of things, right? That the more that we know and the better our technology becomes, the more effective we can be, but the harder it is to achieve that result, right? Yeah, absolutely. And even changes during therapy now um, have uh, are, are so much more pertinent um, since we switched to pencil beam scanning proton radiotherapy. 
um, subtle variations. Um, a patient going um, in the hospital for a weekend to start their next round of chemotherapy. Sometimes the volume changes associated with that can be substantial enough to change um, how good our dose calculations are. Um, and that means um, uh, more or less coverage for the area that we need to treat, so the cancer of the tumor itself. And sometimes it has implications for side effects as well. So that means that on a daily basis, we need to evaluate how our treatment plan is going, talk with our anesthesia team to see whether or not we need to make any modifications, make sure the child's waking up well, making sure that they're getting the appropriate nutrition and ancillary supportive care services that they need during that course. Just from the way that you explain what you do to me, I get the impression that it's not just the treatment side, right? Like it's also the working out the best way to do this treatment for people. Could you tell me a little bit about what your, you and your team are focusing on right now to, to kind of make this process better? So one of my chief objectives um, over the last five years has been to really chart out what are the anticipated um, uh, outcomes and treatment-related side effects with the application of pencil beam scanning proton therapy. We're um, uh, one of the few exclusive sites. Um, I believe there's only two in the U.S. that's exclusively focused on treating children with um, cancer. And so what that means is that um, we are in a very special position where we can chart out the application of this new technology as it relates to um, not just short-term outcomes, but long-term care. Every fraction of radiotherapy that we deliver, every gray, uh, which is the unit of our treatment that we prescribe, um, has the potential to cause a long-term side effect in kids. And so we have to be especially careful with that and document those to the best of our ability so that that way we have a framework for moving forward in future therapeutic studies. Um, we know steps to avoid um, and we know uh, more about what steps we need to take in an anticipatory fashion to make sure that um, therapy is um, uh, not just uneventful for the short term, but uneventful for the long term. And we can mitigate those long term radiotherapy related side effects. Yeah, it's like you mentioned the side effects. It's like what reminds me, you know, the the radio and radiotherapy is radi radiation, right? Like, and and there's just something so sometimes I just am so flawed by this type of treatment because radiation's bad, but you're able to harness it. And I just find that so fascinating. I'm I'm always amazed at how well parents do during the treatment consultation process. Um, I try and put myself in their position, and I, I realize there's no possible way that I can do that. But some of the consents that I do, I know that it's going to change that the rest of that child's life. And communicating that to the patient and the family, um, if the patient is of sufficient age to um, comprehend the full extent, um, is really, really challenging. And we spend a lot of time and efforts. Um, and I engage um, not the not only the family for feedback, but also fellow staff members, because sometimes the terminology that we use, it's just not layman's terms. And so it takes thinking through that process of, okay, is this uh, the best way to convey this amount of information in a way that is not just informative, but also not scary, uh, and, and also prepares that parent for what to expect later in life? How long have you been working at St. Jude? You Seven said? years. Seven years. What do you think makes St. Jude such a special place? Or, yeah, I'm sure you do find it. So, But what do you think makes it a special place different to other institutions that you could be working for right now? There is a level of expertise and dedication um, that is, it, it's just not matched anywhere else. 
Um, uh, it's a comprehensive care package. You know, it's not just we have X provider and X field. It's the range of additional supportive care providers. Um, it's the range of services that we're able to provide patients and their families. It's being able to bring patients here for sometimes, you know, several years of therapy for their diagnosis um, and have them be comfortable, well cared for. Dealing with all those needs is such a substantial undertaking. And I'm convinced nobody does it better. You were mentioning, is it pencil beam? Like that sounds like a, like a, the way you've been talking about it, something that's pretty new. The resources at St. Jude, what are they like for, for your work? It takes an enormous amount of work to make proton radiotherapy work and even more work uh, with uh, specialized techniques like pencil beam scanning proton therapy. Fundamentally, pencil beam scanning proton radiotherapy is the best way to, um, I guess, the way I explain it to patients and their families is that it's almost like a um, specialized dot matrix printer um, in the way that it delivers therapy. So we dial in a particular proton energy um, we start out with the strongest proton therapy energy um, that needs to go to the greatest depth to treat the area at risk for the tumor um, growing or coming back. And then um, once we're at that depth, then we paint almost in an X and Y fashion, similar to the way that um, you or I probably remember having these printers laying around the house um, that made a ton of noise. And then we in rapid succession over the entire depth or range of depths for a tumor or a region um, so that we can adequately treat a child. So it sounds so, like a 3D printer too, with the way that you just Right, exactly. It. Yeah. yeah, so you're layering on um, in much the same way that um, uh, you would be 3D printing, absolutely. The amount of time that it takes to do that in a precise fashion, um, to monitor in real, fa- real time uh, for treatment QA purposes, to check uh, the machine setup um, on a daily basis um, to make sure that not just the proton therapy delivery machine is working, so the actual physical gantry itself, but also checking the couch that is adjusting six degrees of freedom to get the patient in the right spot, or taking the cone beam CT guidance that we do to check that and make sure that the target is in the same um, location relative to the treatment ISO center on a daily, daily basis. That is just a huge undertaking. And we have regular employees from Hitachi. We have our own medical physics team. We have a research physics team. Our therapy team, I, uh, they operate. It almost looks like mission control at NASA, kind of when you watch rockets uh, take off. They have at least 10 screens sitting in front of them that are all feeding them different bits of information um, to make sure that the patient gets treated um, in as most precise a fashion as possible. I just had quite an interesting reaction to like hearing all of this technical and and like human power that goes into it. I was kind of just struck by the emotional feeling of what humans will do to save another human's life. Yeah. There's just something about that, like that scale that we will go to if it means we can help someone. I'm, I'm always amazed by um, uh, the extent to which our staff will go to. And I've practiced in a number of different environments, and I, you know, I think we have some of the best staff in our department, in our discipline, um, anywhere in the U.S. Um, I, they're all top-notch. And not mm-hmm. only will they do everything and anything that they can um, to make sure that a patient um, gets what they need, uh, from a therapeutic perspective, but they'll also get the extra mile and they'll um, create resources 
for people beyond St. Jude so that they can teach um, them ways and, and techniques to move through their daily practice um, so that it's more efficient. So a number of our therapists, physicists, et cetera, involved in national and international meetings um, and regularly present um, in the form of educational materials um, or research findings uh, so that we can kind of spread the word and improve uh, care, not just for the patients that are treated here, but everywhere. As you can imagine, We've been talking a ton about the 60th anniversary, right? Which I'm sure you're surrounded by, right? Like I, I know that when uh, I was at St. Jude in March, I was starting to see banners and, you know, it's obviously a huge deal. Right. So we've been doing a lot of reflecting, but I would like to look forward a little bit. Within the next 10 years, where do you imagine your field could go? I think back to what's happening now and all the groundwork that had to be laid to get us here. The most vital step that got us to where we are, um, at least from my perspective, mm-hmm. is the Pediatric Cancer Genome Project. That just took oncology into a different de- dimension from a therapeutic standpoint, from a diagnosis standpoint, um, just from a basic understanding of the disease. It took research in an entirely different direction. And that's permeated pediatric oncology um, uh, completely, uh, or is still... And I, take that back. It's honestly still, we're still seeing the rewards of that um, uh, several decade long effort. Um, It hasn't fully reached my field yet. Uh, And so whenever I consult on a patient there, oftentimes I have sequencing information from the tumor. Sometimes I have germline sequencing uh, information available. And every now and then we'll have uh, a new finding from those um, either tumor reports or genetic reports which makes us question, hey, is this going to be relevant 10 years from now, from now for, with this patient? And, and the short answer is that we don't know. Um, and we don't know because the depth of the human, human genome and the, the, the just rich wealth of information that we get now uh, with most of our diagnostic testing, there's just so many factors. And it's going to take um, treating patients much in the way that we are now um, uh, many, many patients to get up to a point where we have a sample size or a power that is needed to detect um, the impact of some of these genetic alterations on um, tumor control, on long-term side effects, um, and, and the like. And this is already happening to some extent with efforts through the Childhood Cancer Survivor Study um, and through St. Jude Life, um, but it hasn't necessarily touched my discipline um, in as real and a tangible way as I think we're going to see a decade from now. So many people watch our streams, you know, thousands of people have donated to our campaigns over the last four years. Some have been tuning in many times, maybe some people, this is their first time they've heard about St. Jude this year. The vast majority of our listeners are never going to set foot on St. Jude's campus. Is there anything you would like to tell them about St. Jude before we wrap up today? It's a, it's a fantastic place. And, um, I love how committed everybody is to getting the best treatment possible uh, for our patients. And not only just getting that treatment, but also communicating the needs um, and the lessons that we learn um, from every patient that comes through the doors. Uh, If you ever get a chance to visit, I strongly, strongly encourage it. We have visitors come from all over the world. We now have national and international uh, trainees, um, and it's much um, it's, it's getting harder and harder for me to find 
um, people who rotate through that don't have some degree of connection with the institution. Um, it's, you know, the old um, comment about the seven degrees of Kevin Bacon, it takes less degrees uh, to get to St. Jude. I'm, I'm convinced it's down in the three or four range to find some common connection with the campus. So for those that are listening, for those watching, for those that donate, what does this mean? What do their donations mean for you, your work, and for St. Jude? It means so much for the patients and family. It means that um, not only are we going to touch that one individual life, but we're going to gather information from each and learn from each and every case, uh, each and every patient that comes through the door. And we're going to not only learn from that patient, but we're going to extend those findings in the clinic, in the lab, in future studies, national, international studies. Many of the um, findings that we have um, here on campus go on to permeate um, uh, cooperative group studies in the U.S. as well as internationally. It's not just making a difference here. It's making a difference everywhere. So without those donations, this work isn't done, right? There's no way to provide the level of care that we do um, uh, and do the rigorous research that happens here on campus without contributions. Behind you is, and we'll say an image, or we can say it really is the St. Jude campus, right? Right behind you. But that's what it looks like. I've been there. It's an amazing place. But it's just this this one building, right? And all of the work is done there. And I think it can be sometimes the question of like, well, you know, it's all happening there. Everything's there. The research is there. The treatment is there. But what does St. Jude do for the wider world from that location? We have people come from all over the world to train here. We have people come from all over the world world to present here, um, to learn techniques, to um, uh, gather up lessons to take back home so they can provide better care um, uh, uh, when they reach um, their ultimate destination. Um, The number of patients and families uh, that we have come through touches, I can think of um, patients that have hit every continent um, just over the course of the last couple of years. Um, I can think of trainees uh, that have come from nearly every single continent. Um, so it's gotten to the point where it's hard not to think of an area of the globe that St. Jude isn't touching. Dr. Lucas, thank you so much for taking time out of your day. You're obviously doing a lot of really important stuff. So I, I really appreciate that you spending the time to tell our listeners about the work that you do. And thank you for the work that you do for the kids of St. Jude. Absolutely. Thanks for the opportunity to talk about it. Do you feel smarter yet? I surely do. <laughs> Welcome back. Uh, I want to thank the doctor again for joining us. It was really just an incredible uh, time to get. I really love being able to spend time with these people because you learn kind of the depth and breadth required to find the answers, to find the cures to these things. And, you know, like this, this kind of stuff, like in talking to Dr. Lucas, it reminded me, there was a doctor I spoke to, I think it was last year, uh, who was looking like, uh, neurology mm-hmm. because of how that could affect cancer that one really sticks with me you kind of realize that there's a lot of work that just needs to happen to try and even begin to understand how to treat these things let alone actually then doing that treatment and that's why St. Jude is such a magical place yeah 
And St. Jude has been doing this now for 60 years. Uh, this year is the 60th anniversary of St. Jude, founded by Danny Thomas, yep. uh, the son of grateful immigrants. And the idea was really pretty simple, to bring people together in support of that life-saving goal of finding cures and saving children. Mm-hmm. And if you think about the time 60 years ago, and when Rick and I spoke on last year's podcast, long we got into this, 60 years ago was a very different time yep. in the South. Uh, St. Jude brought research and patient care under one roof. That was already unusual, but they also pioneered racial integration as the first fully integrated children's hospital in the Southern United States. An amazing legacy here in the South uh, that St. Jude has brought forth and, and treating and, and working on research and treatment 60 years is, is an amazing time. And, it's really cool. Uh, St. Jude has these stories that come out every once in a while about, you know, patients from those really early days. Yeah. Uh, people that uh, were here when the hospital and the mission was much smaller. Uh, but that heartbeat is still the same, right? It's yeah. to to figure this out, uh, to find the cures, and so uh, that no child would die in the dawn of life. Last time when we were here, so I came in March, mm-hmm. which is when we were kind of talking about how we were going to start planning this year we watched some videos i think some of them are played or they might be playing later on and some of them were focusing on kind of the 60 year thing and how you know as you were saying when it was set up saint jude was a unique place in the way that it treated people from all backgrounds Mm -hmm. just every i think i cried three times in the pavilion that day watching these different (laughs) videos this place just means so much to me like obviously i have this connection through you Mm -hmm. uh which is you know, where it gets to my heart, especially. But when you're here and just seeing the work that everyone's doing and seeing the way that people approach their time here, both as a patient, as a family, uh, as a somebody who works for this organization in either organizations, you know, the hospital or the fundraising teams, it's just inspiring to me. You know, it's so incredible to just watch the way that people approach this stuff, which in theory, should be and is for many people an absolutely heartbreaking time. But people approach it with a sense of purpose and mission as well as encouragement and love and care from all sides. And I've never been anywhere like this. Yeah, I think hope is the the word that a lot of people use for that. And I think as human beings, we're wired to need that sort of thing, right? That in our darkest moments, we look for something that can provide answers or guidance or comfort. And for so many families uh, around the world, uh, St. Jude is that that place, right? Yeah. That beacon of light. And you're absolutely right. I mean, it is, is a true gift that we get to speak to all these people every year. We've talked to people whose, uh, you know, their their life work is here. Yeah. It's in this research. Yeah. It's, it's in this treatment uh, that is being put together. And it's simply amazing to talk to scientists and doctors and fundraisers who, who really have that, that mission, that drive uh, to get this over the finish line. And everyone, you know, it, it's kind of a cheesy phrase, but like everyone pulls in the same direction, yeah. right? All the work is for that purpose, uh, whether that is in a research uh, setting or if you're in a patient room or if you're in the cafeteria or, you know, whatever, whatever place you are you feel that heartbeat. And uh, I was wondering if you could tell us a little bit about your first visit to St. Jude, which was now yeah. probably 10 years ago. Yeah. I, I will. There was one thing I wanted to mention what you were sure. saying. 
one of the things that really strikes me about this place is I have never met someone who works here that treats this place as just a job. Hmm. And, you know, I worked in a couple of really large companies and you get that, right? People that, why would they care, right? Necessarily. Like if you work in a large multinational corporation or whatever, it's just like, whatever, like this is just my job. I've never met anybody here where they treat this place as just their job. And that just feels so incredible to me, you know, like every, no matter what part of the organization people seem to be in. And I know you were talking about this, I think on one of our shows this week about the volunteering mm-hmm. part, like, yeah. You know, from people in the cafeteria to people in the security department at the front gate to people all the way up to the top, it just feels like everybody is pulling in a direction, which I just don't feel like I've experienced anywhere else before. Yeah, I think it is unique. And it, and it does take all of those yes. components, right? St. Jude is, is, in many ways, greater than the sum of its parts, but all those parts are required, mm-hmm. right? And if you think about it from a patient care perspective, which was our experience here, it uh, St. Jude works to meet the needs of, the, of, of these families in as many ways as possible. It's not just the treatment. It's not just the rehabilitative services. It's not just social services. It's not just you know, lodging and meals, it, it's all of it together. It's this its this sphere of work that St. Jude deploys around these families. And having experienced it myself and, ha- and having many families that my wife and I are friends with come through this place over the years, you know, that that sense that everyone is here for a purpose, like it, it is felt and recognized by the families in a very deep and significant mm-hmm. way. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I would say to anyone who has been a situation where you're looking outside yourself, you're looking for hope. Uh, you know, there are people out there fighting this stuff every single day, and that's really encouraging, not only as someone who's, whose child is a, can- as a child of cancer survivor, but as just a human being walking around on Earth. Like, we are all better off for this place being here. Yep. So I, it was actually 10 years ago. Ooh. So I, I think it was like April 2012 was the first time I came. That's about right. And I did a, I was able to do a tour, which I don't think happens anymore. Um, but I got to do a tour of, of some of the facilities. And it was going around, and we went to some of the patient, like very easy patient areas. Like there was no actual patients around in these places. But they were kind of showing us some of the facilities that they have uh, from a science level to one of the thing, favorite things on the tour. I couldn't do it because I wasn't. Uh, I, I wasn't from here, but you could give blood hmm. on the tour, which I just thought was really clever. It's like we shown all this stuff. Come on, give us some blood. Uh, <laughs> and but you buy that domain? No. <laughs> uh, and just walking. And this is you know I've I've said this so many times, and I've kind of already said it a little bit. But like when you're walking around, your natural inclination of like this is a place with very sick children. There should be sadness here. But the overall feeling is positivity and hope and care. It was just, that was what struck me so much the first time that I came here. Mm -hmm. And that there are so many things that are done to make this place more fun. Like we talk about the the red wagons, Mm -hmm. which I think if you donate $100, it like pays for one of those. Where possible, kids are not moved around the hospital here in beds because... That's sad. So they get to ride around in wet, red wagons. And I, if I'm remembering this correctly, uh, when I finished the tour, Josiah was there in one. Because mm-hmm. I, I believe that I met Mary. 
because I think he was still here more. Yeah. And it just really hit me. Yeah, so Mary said he had an MRI on that day. And I remember seeing him, and he just looked happy. And it's like, if I was in an MRI, I'd be really I've done one. I was really sad. I hated it. <laughs> it was horrible. But if you can... It kind of makes me wonder why more medical facilities... just Why are they not designed this way? To just be, like, not scary and yeah. sad and weird and upsetting. Because yeah. he just... As he always does, just had the biggest smile on his face. He was having a good time. It's a red wagon, man. It's a red you wagon. couldn't be sad. And it was just, you know, I just have this really strong memory of it because it hit me. We were in the, um, I think it's the, what, the Chili's area? Chili's Care Center. Yeah, that's where we were. And there's like all this, these beautiful colors all over the walls. And someone was telling us about one of my favorite things is the phones. So you can pick up these telephones and they connect you to translators for languages of all over the world so two people can pick up the phone and they can have a conversation through a translator which is like because this place does treat people from all over the world i think we showed earlier the video footage of some kids from ukraine coming here right and that kind of thought takes away the fear and the barriers like if you have to be concerned that you can't communicate with the doctor for your child because you don't share the same language, like that's sad. Yeah. But when you provide these services, you provide comfort and hope for people. Right. Someone saw that as a challenge and figured out a way yep. to solve it. Right. Which is what this place is all a- about. Absolutely. And you can see on the stream, you know, artwork around the hospital, lots of artwork from patients. There's a teenage patient art gallery in the main building you can walk through and they they turn it over. Uh this you know, the Fever uh, Fighter. Fever Fighter artwork we used last year, I have one here on the desk. Uh drawn from a patient, right? So there's a lot of inspiration from the patients themselves and how St. Jude looks and operates. And yeah, it makes it a place that is that is bright and hopeful. I mean, uh, Josiah, our, our patient, uh, he has two younger siblings, right? So they grew up coming here because we were bringing him here a lot in the early yep. days. And their memories of this place, when they were really little is of like playing on, you know, the playground or like getting to have pizza or like all of these things. It's not that you're waiting in a waiting room waiting to see a doctor. It's, hey, we're here having this adventure together. Can you imagine what that would have been like for them if you weren't here? Yeah, totally different. Right? Where like they would have grown up in these gray rooms. Mm -hmm. This place, it costs a lot of money to maintain, right? It's, it's It's expensive, but look at what it does, though. Yeah. You know, yeah, like those images we were just showing, it's just like a good place to be in. Yep. Yeah. It's, it's like nothing else. And that's why we're here. That's why we're here. Mm-hmm. And that's why we invite you to go to uh, stjude.org slash relay. Uh, Bob, thank you for your gift of $1,000. That is awesome. Uh, we also have Douglas and Jason and Florian all giving. And Josh. Uh, Yes, they're they're like streaming by as we go, but we're at three hundred fourteen thousand dollars, which is really awesome. Thank you all uh, again, stjude.org slash relay. Yep. One thing I'll say real quick: a lot of people work for companies that may have matching mm. uh, funds, and so if you give one hundred fifty dollars, your employer may match it. Uh, ask your employer about that. Reach out to HR or your manager. Lots of places do that, and on the stjude.org slash relay page. There is a form there that you can fill out, 
and you provide us with some documentation, and the match will get credited to our campaign as well. Double your donation. That's right. Take some money out of your boss's pocket and make it do good in the world. <laughs> that's what I say. Yeah. That's what, <laughs> that's what Stephen always said. You can't stop him saying that. It's very strange. Something we noticed earlier, uh, we're at $315,000 now. Yeah. I think our first year, the entire campaign, it was three hundred and twelve, Something like that. So thank you so much. And this is why we are hurtling towards our goal. We're at now 64% towards our goal. And when we hit that goal, it's $2 million that we as a community have raised in four years. That is an unbelievable amount of money. Like... One thing that I have noticed this year for me is I've lost track of how much money we donate as a community, like mm-hmm. how much money we raise together. Like where we are right now, it's $315,000. It's just a huge amount of money. And the reason I've been able to lose track of that money is because of the generosity of our listeners, because they keep donating so much money, it feels normal. This isn't normal. That's a lot of money. <laughs> and so thank you. Like just thank you for, for what you do for – making us feel like we're making this incredible difference together it's it's truly it's outstanding thank it you it is yeah thank you very much we're gonna the, we should talk about what you can get if you donate let's so the, do that yeah as i pull up the screenshot on my laptop very quickly that wasn't what i meant uh if you make a donation of a hundred dollars you will be able to get yourself some stickers and Wallpaper and the macOS screensaver. And the macOS screensaver. If you donate sixty dollars, you can get the wallpapers and the macOS screensaver. Uh, make sure that you. If we've been seeing people do it, I can see it on our screen. You just add it when you make your donation, uh, and it will will send those out to you once the campaign's over. Mm-hmm. And if you sign up for fundraising, if you sign up for fundraising, there are a couple things you can do. Uh, if you fundraise just one dollar, you get this really awesome uh, limited edition. A Relay St. Jude Challenge coin, which is really cool. Uh, it's got the Relay Podcastathon artwork on one side and the St. Jude artwork on the other. It's fantastic. And if you fundraise $250, you get what may be the most perfect desk mat ever designed by humankind. I'm a keyboard connoisseur, Ooh. as people know. Wow. And so I love a good desk mat. I agree with you. This is the best one. It is the best Take one. Take it from me. I mean, half of these faces are yours. I yep. feel like you're a little biased. Is it half? Yes. Good... There's exactly the same number of Mike's and Stevens on this. Wow. See, that's the quality right there. It was you like two I mean? days of my life designing this. That I, yep. that is, it's just gone. It's well, amazing. But look what, what it's produced. Look what it produced. Look what it produced. I want to wrap my whole house in this design. Ah. Oh, my Big, big head shake in there. Yeah, man. My wife has just shook her head no and then left. Shall I? I want to take a trip to Bloom Room, USA. Yes, because it is full of three hundred thousand dollars worth of. uh, Yes, no, sixty something. That's a lot of balloons. It's a lot of balloons. You want to head on over to uh, the balloon? um, Not the Balloon Room, USA. I don't feel like the zipper should be at the bottom of the door. It's going to be a big mess. All right. Mike's going to go in there. He may never come out. Look at the grace and agility he moves for a man of his age. I didn't lose one. There he goes. There's a lot of swimming motions in there. Hi. Wow. This is... This is full now. 
This is incredible. Well, things are being set up, so I'm in here talking to you. Uh, <laughs> you can go to stjude.org slash relay and make a donation. Uh, again, thank you to everybody that's been hanging out in the live stream with us today. I can't believe how many of you there are. It's really amazing. Uh, so thank you so much for spending your afternoons with us. Uh, please share this with your social media, like Twitter and stuff like that. Get people watching. Uh, I guess if people don't know who we are, this is probably really weird. I don't think it's not weird, even if you do know. Um, Steven? Yes? I need some help. Okay. Because I don't know what to say. So, like, <laughs> I, I need you to give me some inspiration. What are you going to do in here? That's good. Are you coming in? No. Oh, okay. I'm afraid. How are you doing? I'm good. I have my own microphone in here. I see that. The cable's stuck on something, so I can't bring it any further. Oh, no. Let me go check. <laughs> I have no... I don't know. I can't find it. It's really it's really deep in there. Oh. Look, you can see how much bigger my hand is. Oh, come on. <laughs> so we're setting up for something right now. They can't hear you. Maybe if you... Hi. I don't know if that will. Oh, you steamed it up. So we're going to be talking to Joel and Lindsay next. And I think have a really good story. We've been... I'm pretty excited about this one, actually. We know a little bit, but I'm not going to spoil it. Okay. No spoilers. Uh, but I'm very excited. So we're going to have two in-studio guests. That's going to be the different thing for this segment, where we've done a lot of videos. Uh, we bring we have more in-studio guests this time, which is good. Isn't that right, Stephen? That's right. They are here, and they keep looking around, and they look a little afraid. I mean, if you walked into this, there's a there's a sledgehammer as soon as you walk in the door. You know what I mean? All right. I think we're going to go to a very short video now while I try and escape from here. We'll see if I make it out in time. And then we're going to talk to John Lindsay. I think the easiest way to... I'm excited about graduating... It is unbelievable, but I'm ready. <laughs> I want the world to see me as inspiring, someone who perseveres, who goes through, you know, the hardships in life. Seventeen years ago, we could not have seen this day. Because when we walked through the doors of St. Jude, Lauren was given a 20% chance of just surviving treatment. And now uh, having uh, the chance to mature through life and to grow through those various stages, it's a joy. And we are uh, we're grateful. She's my best friend. There's nothing I can do without her. So I'm sitting here watching her grow up before my very eyes. is kind of sad, but I'm very happy for her. I would say I am brave and determined. Um, I've always been a go-getter. When I think about Lauren's determination, it goes all the way back. About 2012, I started gymnastics. I was inspired by Gabby Douglas doing the uneven bars. It is so much fun. It feels like you're flying. I love playing the piano. Um, music makes me feel
Rose and has raised money for St. Jude. I'm going to major in political science. I hope to go to law school after I graduate. Moving forward, I just hope that I branch out and try new things. I think it's important to define myself as something other than the girl who had cancer because there is a lot more to me than that. As you can see, Mike made it out of the balloon room. It was real, it was real tough. You, you missed it. I lost my iPod then my iPhone, but I made it. You made it? Yeah. That's good. So I've talked a lot about today about meeting St. Jude families who mean a lot to me, people who embody the spirit of this place. And we're joined by two of them now, Joel and Lindsay. Welcome. Hello. Thank you for having us. Yeah. Absolute pleasure. How many interviews have you done with this many Lego on the floor in front of you? <laughs> That's like our fifth, I think. No. Okay. Oh, this wow. First one. First time. I, I have, yeah, <laughs> we thought it was a good idea. <laughs> I had a son who loved Legos, so this was my regular every day. It's just your hallway. Like, I just yeah. feel like I should be making breakfast while walking down this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you all have a long history with St. Jude, an inspiring story. Tell us a little bit about uh, how you came to be who y'all are with St. Jude. Okay, well, yeah, like you said, it's, it's been a long time. St. Jude has been part of my life now for nearly 35 years. So I originally came to St. Jude in December of 1987 to be treated for a bone cancer in my right shoulder. We discovered this because at the time I was right-handed, the tumor had actually broken a bone in my right arm, so I'd stopped using my right arm to do anything. Luckily for us, even though the tumor had been large enough to break the bone, it hadn't spread beyond the arm. So our doctor who looked at a scan, I lived in a town in Chattanooga, about 350 miles from here. Uh, he said, this is likely going to be an osteosarcoma. Um, it'll be a year, about a year worth of treatment. He said, but I used to work in a place that has a great protocol for this. I'm going to refer you guys to St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. So we drove across the state. I'm the oldest of three kids. I was seven at the time. My younger brother was four and my younger sister was one. I uh, didn't know anything about St. Jude. This is long pre-internet days, long pre-stream <laughs> podcast days. Right, yeah. Didn't know any. Didn't not, have cable television. You're not following St. Jude on Twitter <laughs> in 1987. No, no, not at all. Our Commodore 64 did not have the Twitter feed. So. <laughs> Dang it. So we, we drove across, didn't know anything about it, pulled up to the front gates. It was literally two buildings back then. The original hospital, the star-shaped hospital that opened in 1962, and one patient care tower behind it. And we walked in, and of course, as everybody knows, that's when all our fears were alleviated. We found out we weren't going to pay St. Jude anything uh, and that my family could stay in Chattanooga while mom and I traveled back and forth for that year. About four months in I had to have an amputation that was just kind of standard practice with the bone cancer with osteosarcoma back then uh, but seven months after that I was officially cancer free now coming up on 34 years being cancer free in November. Congratulations. Congratulations. Thank you so much. I, I was a little shocked I had no idea that tumors could break bones. Yeah. That, I mean I understand mm -hmm. now that I'm thinking about it. Mm -hmm. That just, it just sounds so traumatic. Okay. Uh, and it was, it, you know, it might have been just pressing on it. And I did something small that caused that break, but it put enough pressure on there that it made it very fragile. Wow. <laughs> Are you okay? Yeah, I just, so many times I learn things in talking to mm -hmm. wonderful people like yourselves that I just never really had conceived of before. And it, it, it breaks my heart. Like, well, it sounds funny to say you're fortunate to have a broken mm -hmm. bone, but I yeah. was because it meant the cancer was caught in time yeah. and likely the reason I'm here today. Mm -hmm. So if you don't mind me asking, you said that this, the amputation was standard practice. Is it still now? For, so for protocols like mine where we discover the osteosarcoma and it's still localized to the bone, a lot of times we can do a limb sparing surgery. So you okay. can, um, for, for kids in legs, for kids in arms, we're able to either put a prosthetic limb in or able to take out the part of the bone that has the tumor and a lot of times have that full function. For me, it was okay even though I was right-handed. I laugh when I say this. I was terrible at everything I do with my right hand. I was probably meant to be a lefty, so St. Jude trained me as a pretty good lefty after that amputation. I'm a lefty too, so you know. Good, all right. <laughs> We're in a good club.
So what about you? So I actually came to St. Jude in 1991. I was 10 and I went from being an, a really active student in school to I couldn't keep my head up in class. And when it was time for recess and my friends would rush out and play on the playground, I would choose to lie down and sleep instead. But we were creeping into cold and flu season and that's just celebration, celebration, right? Um, but yeah, as so we were creeping into cold and flu season and my teachers, my parents, and even my pediatrician thought that I had the little virus that was running through our class and I would recover just like my peers. But unfortunately, as you know all too well, I just couldn't shake it. I was bruising the slightest touch. I lost all desire to eat. And it was on the morning of November 11th of 1991, my mom had come into my room to wake me up for school like every morning prior. And she could see I didn't even have the strength to really lift my head up off the pillow. She smiled at me so sweetly and she's like, you know what, sweetheart, I can tell you're not feeling well, so let's get it to the doctor today. Let's see what's going on. That poker face was amazing. I'm like, why are we not in Vegas right now, Mom? Because <laughs> I, I didn't know what was racing through her mind until years later she told me she no longer recognized me. She said that mother's intuition, which had been gnawing away at her, was screaming, you have to do something to save your child. So we worked our way into a doctor's appointment, did blood work, then a bone marrow aspiration, and found out it wasn't the flu. Unfortunately, it was acute lymphoblastic leukemia. And now, being a 10-year-old and being told that I had cancer, my correlation was the adults I had met who had cancer had passed away. So I thought this was an adult illness, but that I wouldn't get the chance to even see adulthood. So I was just terrified and devastated, as my family was as well. So we just rushed home um, after talking to our pediatrician about options, where to go. Uh, although I do have the nice Tennessee accent today. I am not originally from Tennessee. Being from Missouri, we talked about places that were convenient for my family, hospitals all over the country. But my pediatrician just looked at my parents and said, if this were my child, the only place I'd want her to go is St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. That's what we needed to hear. So that's where we went. It's amazing. I know uh, Mike also has picked up the Tennessee accent. He used to be British. <laughs> I could tell. I, just, I was just like, oh, it's, definitely it's really deep Tennessee. It really gets in the bones. It seeps in there. So. So what was your story like once you got here? You're 10, you've, you've come down from Missouri. Mm -hmm. um, how long was your treatment and what did that look like? Well, I had nearly three years of chemotherapy to save my life. Mm -hmm. And when we first entered the front doors of St. Jude, it was a whirlwind 12 hours after being diagnosed. And we, as soon as we arrived at the hospital, the night administrator was there waiting for my family and he knew us by name. Mm -hmm. And he took us into this big bear hug. And as he's doing that, he's saying, welcome to St. Jude. My dad is reaching to his back pocket and he's trying to pull out his wallet and just basically hand it over because he's thinking, this is what we have to talk about first before we have to begin to talk about my daughter. Right. And the night administrator sees what my father is trying to do and he stops him and he smiles. And he said, welcome to St. Jude. There's a couple things I need to tell you. First, do not worry about money. It's already been taken care of. And second, this is the best place for your daughter to be. This is truly a place of hope. Welcome to St. Jude. What an incredible gift that still leaves me breathless today. Um, in some ways, I still feel like that little girl that was 30 years ago hearing those words for the first time. And then sometimes I feel like it was a lifetime away of that, that was somebody else that that happened to. But I've got to tell you that gratitude that my family felt immediately. And we didn't know what was on the horizon next. We didn't realize how long the protocol would be or all of the surgeries or procedures or chemotherapy. All we knew it gave us the strength was to take that next step into the hospital and to begin that journey. It's amazing how many families I meet whose story is like that. Like they, they met us, they were waiting for us, they knew our name. That was Mary and I's story, which mm -hmm. is high. They're like, 
oh yeah, we know everything about y'all. Like, just come on over. It's like, wait, what do you mean you know everything about us? But of course they did because they were prepared for, for us here. Um, now we may have buried the lead a little bit because y'all are more than just former patients. Y'all are a family. We are. So I, we, I buried the lead with our story too because we met each other <laughs> as a 13 year old and 12 year old. So you heard how beautiful Lindsay spoke. She could do that as a 12 year old. I was, <laughs> I was a dorky 13 year old boy. So I was immediately intimidated by this. I didn't, I was too afraid to talk to her. I really liked her. So I played the long game and waited 25 ish years to tell <laughs> her how long game. It's a long game. It's a long game. Very long. It worked though. It worked. It worked. <laughs> so maybe, you know, it worked. Yeah. It was just one of those times where life circumstances changed for us. And I was like, you know what? I've loved this girl for 25 years. I finally got to tell her how I feel. I skipped right past the pleasantries of even asking her out a date. We put on the uh, romantic 1987 hit, uh, Alien, uh, is what we were watching. <laughs> Perfect <laughs> date, that movie. Yes. Uh, look, there's, there's a picture That's of the That's us in 1993, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I skipped right past the pleasantries of like, I really like you, let's go out sometime to just telling her I loved her. Luckily, this angel reciprocated. Yeah, so uh, that's, you know, we had our happily ever after immediately. It was just, we just knew. And we had the opportunity to begin that journey as husband and wife four years ago. And we actually got married at the hospital. We just celebrated our fourth wedding anniversary on September the 1st, which also coincides with National Childhood Cancer Awareness Month kickoff. And of course it was perfect. We were there celebrating with my doctor and our nurses and our care team. Our chaplain who had guided us through the journey of St. Jude Patients officiated the ceremony. And we just looked out at this audience of friends and family and adopted family. And we just felt immense gratitude because that's what moments like what you all are committed to do. That's how we get to have those is that generosity, that support from so many people who are willing to make a difference for Joel and I. You can see there's the picture there of us riding off into confetti. Uh, Joel's eating the confetti as it's being tossed away. That's good. That's, that's good. It's an interesting well, move. Man, yeah, yeah. Say, yeah. <laughs> you know? Is that one of the games on the wheel later? Do I have to eat yeah. confetti? Looks, I'm ready. I'm ready if that's it. You know, most people don't get a good meal on their wedding day. You're running around <laughs> exactly. taking pictures. Yeah, you got to do what you got to do. The man was hungry. Yeah. Leave him alone. And it, it was, was gluten-free. Bi so. And biodegradable. So good. it worked. It that's important. But yeah, so we, we ended up celebrating that moment and we just felt the generosity of everybody who brought us to that. And we feel that every day. We, we look at our family and we get to say thank you because without the support of people who care about St. Jude, you wouldn't have this story. I think that's what's, what's so touching about it for me. Uh, my story is obviously a little bit different being a patient parent, but it's so hard in that moment. I'm, I'm sure it was hard for your parents to, to think past treatment diagnosis to think about mm -hmm. the day where they get to walk their daughter down the aisle yeah. to think about the day when their son gets married right mm -hmm. and of course in reality none of us are promised that but when you're in this situation it, it was so hard for me I still struggle with it mm -hmm. with our son to think about the future mm -hmm. but that's really at the end of the day what St. Jude is in the business of mm -hmm. right it's it's getting both of y'all through your stories where that day confetti snack aside mm -hmm. <laughs> was possible i think it's really awesome yeah. it, it absolutely is and i mean that's 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 the reward of, of doing things like this is that, you know we love our job we we love what we get to do but the real reward is getting to be out and experience those life moments and, and getting to tell people thank you this was brought to you brought to us by you and that that's an amazing thing and it's been special for us too because uh our kids are around the same age so seeing your kids yeah. at our son's birthday party yeah, like yeah. Getting, <laughs> getting to actually celebrate a very real life moment with you all means the world to us yeah because yeah. if you think about all of those moments that 
we've had the opportunity to celebrate, whether it was birthdays or kindergarten graduation or high school graduation or college graduation, careers, life, family. That's all that we hope for for our patients that come in the front doors of St. Jude. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about the work that you're up to now. So I usually am standing on the other side here. I'm usually on the, <laughs> I work in video production, so I've been here for nearly 20 years now, uh, getting to share the stories of our, our patients and our supporters and our staff. And it's, it's really a lovely thing because I've, I've gotten to see kids grow up like Josiah. I just see them going from toddlers to now teenagers. And mm -hmm. in some cases, they're young professionals now. That makes me feel really old. <laughs> um, but just, just being there on the front lines and getting to hear these wonderful stories about St. Jude and, and what motivates everyone. And seeing that, you know, even though I've got a degree in communications. I can work in a place where people have MDs and PhDs and feel like I'm helping make a difference. It's wonderful. Mm -hmm. And I have the privilege of working one-on-one -on -one with our donors. So being able to thank them on a very personal level and help them to see themselves and their giving as a part of the legacy of St. Jude. And it's just, it's been the greatest gift. I mean, I've known since the age of like 12, this is where I wanted to work. Mm -hmm. I couldn't wait to come here and I was like, I will do whatever they ask of me and I've done all kinds of things, possibly walking on Legos, <laughs> we shall find out. Um, but it is, it's just once you've experienced, and you can speak to this too, once you've experienced that kind of generosity and compassion, it changes you profoundly. Yeah, it absolutely does. That's, I mean, it's why we're here. And we're, we're lucky enough to have an audience of people who, who make this possible. Um, I know you guys, speak, you spend a lot of time with people who give to the hospital, but for people who are out there who maybe learning about St. Jude, who are considering giving or have given, what would you say to them about, uh, about what that money can achieve here? Oh, it can achieve everything here. I mean, it, it doesn't matter the amount, the, the idea that we're playing into the part of this, this larger whole where you've got people from, you know, not only our patient population, but our staff from around the world coming together to work for a common, beautiful cause. And in a time when there can be so much strife and, and so much worry to be able to contribute and be part of this larger family that is working for so much good from all walks of life is just the, one of the more incredible feelings you can have. Yeah, I mean, especially if it's so easy to feel like there's so much in this world I can't change. And there's so many challenges out there and I can't make an impact. But we're all sitting today as a part of, and you're a part of the surrogate family, yeah. uh, as the St. Jude family whose lives have been impacted because people raised their hand and said, I will help. I will make a difference. I will help save these kids' lives. And like I see behind us here, we've got our zero gravity indicator of yep. literally we can dream beyond the stars to what a St. Jude child's life could be like someday because you took the time to help. Yeah, everyone can be a part of the mission, right? No matter if you never step foot in Memphis, Tennessee. I hope you do. It's a great place to be. Yeah. But you can you can come alongside this work and support it. I think that's what's so exciting about it. And, and St. Jude does such a good job communicating about what they do and wh where that impact is felt. And and really, I mean, y'all's story is such a perfect example of it. So thank you for sharing it with us. Um, it's so good to see y'all. Um, and uh, maybe we get into some chaos with the wheel. Absolutely, we're we're ready. We're ready. <laughs> I'm sorry, I was just blown away by that. <laughs> thank I, you so I, much. Thank you for doing all the work. I, Mike's the crier between yeah, the two. Yeah, I, I was like three times and he started crying. I just, you two are so inspiring, and thank you for sharing the oh, story. Thank you it's for so everything. Incredible. Thank yeah. you. All right, let's do some weird stuff. All right, okay. all right, we're in. <laughs> so we have this wheel. All right. And in spinning the wheel, it, where it lands, can generate any of these things. Uh, and there's also maybe some extras we might just throw in to see if you're interested in doing them. Yeah. Did I say no whammies, no whammies? 
I don't know what that means. <laughs> what does that mean? Is That's that an old, old game show? Old game oh, show. okay. Old game yeah. show I, I'm lost on that one. I'm afraid. Yeah. Millennial. <laughs> Do you know what it means? No. No. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> when you're in the hospital sick and you only have basic cable, you watch a lot of things. Oh, like I'm, that. I'm yes, sure. Yes. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of Disney movies in our day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think I watched Cars 400 times here. Can you imagine how good it is now with like Disney Plus? Oh yeah, way better. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And just watching the same thing over and over and over again. Yeah. Yeah. Streaming is a gift. Whenever you're ready. All right. Just Go give it a it. spin. The, the sound right. is incredible. Prepare you. This is a very pleasing. Situation. I'm, I'm very excited. I'm really hyped. You ready? Yeah. I, I like. Are we? Is I need some chairs back here? Come on. Ready? Okay. Here we go. One, two, three. There you go. All right. Round and around. Ooh. Hydrate and stretch. <laughs> just do it again. This is a boring We're just gonna one. We're going to go to a good one. Look, it just kept going. Oh yeah. Change Twitter profile? Not very good. Keep going, keep going, keep going. <laughs> we'll find some what am I going fun. for? 12? Uh, oh, look, we're back to 10. Look at you spinning Okay, so. Are we on? Which one are we on? 10. 10. 10. So we have, we'll, you see these gummy bears here, right? So this is Ooh. a story that Stephen <laughs> accidentally <laughs> bought 10 pounds of gummy bears. <laughs> which is like a whole weird thing that happened in And we have this one. So, come on. So I, don't I have to, <laughs> whenever we land on... We're not going to make you do this. I don't they, want they're starting to, to like back away slowly. <laughs> I we recommend you don't. We're, no, we're I genuinely forward. recommend you don't. Right, come uh, oh, oh, nice. Oh, nice. <laughs> That's, you have to let go. Oh, there you go. There was some resistance there. The texture of it. It looks a little gelled at this point. It's really bad. <laughs> the taste is good, though. Is it like cherry? Mm-hmm. Uh, we're just going to do a few things. All right, okay. So we're getting... You, do you want to spin it again? Yeah, let's spin it again. Spin it again. All right, Joel, you All go right, this time. I'll give it a go. Here yes. we go. All right. Here we go. Let's go. There we go. Ooh. Animal oh, noises. So we, we haven't done so, this oh, one okay. yet. Yeah, I, 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 I can, I'm, I'm up for okay. animal noises if we need. So you were supposed to call out the animal noises. Okay. Joel's want to go first. You just do your best to replicate sure. whatever animal Stephen. All right. Wait, All right. do I say the animal name or yeah. do I make the noise? Uh huh. Okay, so we'll start easy. Yeah. With like a cow. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> that was fantastic. <laughs> He's very good. At my, this. My, my mom I may was have a farmer, a, so I, I have yeah, to know cow. I have a special list somewhere. Um, <laughs> oh, do you? Let me just check this. So my wife is Romanian. And if, if we land on Donald Duck somehow, and I, learned, I might know how to do that. Yeah. Okay, so you, I recommend you pick from this list, okay. and I can give you uh, something fun. Okay, that is, it's very strange to happen to me in my life. So. All right. So let's. Uh, we did dog, or we did cow. Yeah. What did we do? We did cow. 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 Cow's not on this we've list. Been on great cow. We've been on the air for like thirty-seven. Hours. <laughs> yes. uh, yeah, bless you. Cow, dog, same difference. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's go with. Uh, let's go with rooster. Okay. So, how would you know a rooster to sound? I think it's. Okay, <laughs> so I found out, which is something right. very strange to oh, me, right. like a little time in our, uh, into our relationship. In Romanian, and I learned in other languages, the sounds that animals make is different, the way that you talk about them as a kid. So, for example, uh, a rooster in Romania goes, 
Kukurigu. <laughs> that's more elegant. Yeah. More elegant. <laughs> <laughs> that's a fancy rooster. Uh-huh. <laughs> Kukurigu. Like that. Do you want to give that one a go? No. Okay. <laughs> the we have some more. So you let's, know? should we go for some more? Oh. I want to thank Scott for a $2,000 donation. Woo! Thank you, Scott. So Mac Powell uses this. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you, Scott. And Anonymous for a $1,000 donation. So we get to a total of $321,689 raised for St. Jude. Absolutely incredible. Let's do one more and we'll spin again. Sounds good to me. Let's go with a frog. Okay. I feel like a frog is a pretty standard sound, right? Yep. <laughs> What about? So good at this. <laughs> so I know I've been, been on stage here. <laughs> yeah. What about wak wak wak? Is that a frog? Yes, it is. Wak, a Romanian frog. <laughs> <laughs> the accent's different. Yeah, it's some vampire stuff. You don't have to worry. <laughs> do you want to spin the wheel again? All right. Let's okay. do another one. Right. Me too. I've done twice. All right, oh, okay. three times. Oh, okay, that's right. I guess. Or oh, one go. very continuous one. Yeah. Very Come on. It's gonna be a four again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Plus, later one. The one and on. You gotta take a swing at the PC behind yes! you. Oh my gosh! Yes. <laughs> now we may or may not have been You can for this choose one. your weapon. Okay. Okay. We have safety goggles. All right. We are obligated to hand you these. All right. All right. You're gonna want them. It's another set. So we've got Perfect. the bat and we've got Beautiful. the sledgehammer. Oh, I and grew you up can playing choose baseball, if you so. want to remove any of the plastic from the top. Maybe yeah. you get a better hit. Oh, yeah. It's just sitting here. I'm going to oh. step on the sidelines. It's here. taken right. a real big Do you want to take a, a? Are you going to take a swing, too? Yes, of course okay. I will. I'm just letting you go first. We're going to get out of the way. Okay. I recommend out of the way. All right. I like the, I like the markings on the baseball bat. So this is actually one of the first things I did after after life got back to normal is I started playing baseball. Awesome. Wait, maybe no, I should have first. Hold on, wait, hold on. <laughs> right, I'm going first, but never mind. It's going to be the last hit the PC gets. Um, oh, going, I, going I got to play far, far left field where no one saw me. So, like, I never really got to play that much. So, all right, here we go. Oh. There you go. Yeah! There you go. So there you go. good. Now it's your turn. <laughs> <laughs> Just get that back up all right. there. Show us what you got, Joel. All right. We'll take out some of the, the side here. Yeah, here. We'll get some more. <laughs> it's better when it kind of falls apart. All right. Casualty. All right. I'm just saying the back because he's a professional. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I haven't swung a bat in a while. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> All right. There we go. Yes. Hey! Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> that was incredible. That. No kidding. That was the best hit of the day. All that right. was the best hit of the day. <laughs> that was a home run right there. Look at that. Incredible. So good. Let's see this. This is a memento of your time. Yep. Oh, man. <laughs> I will remember this always. You can put it on your mantle, maybe hang it, you know. Uh, a Christmas ornament? Christmas yeah. ornament, whatever oh, yes. works for y'all. Yeah. There we go. Awesome. Wonderful. Want to do one final spin? Sure. We'll let y'all go? Yeah. All right. Okay. All right. Sounds great. I'll keep my safety glasses close by just in case. <laughs> All right. Let's see. What, what are we shooting for? Eight, 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 apparently. Eight or twelve. I'm gonna go this way. Whoa! Look at that. Look at that. <laughs> twelve. Lego oh, walk. Lego walk. What? Oh, who said twelve? <laughs> who wants that was sabotage. Ah. So Mike, has, I've done the Lego walk. Yet. Mike has not. All right, so I'm Mike. gonna take my shoes off. Mike, Mike. But I'm gonna do it. <laughs> take his dress shoes off. You gotta. Maybe you can give a little donation suggestion, like why people should go or something, because it's going to take me a minute. They should go to stjude.org/relay and donate. Oh man, this takes way too long. Yeah, <laughs> you got it. Yeah, that's like a whole thing. Wait, if there's no copyright issue, you can sing the Mr. Rogers song while you're doing this. <laughs> this is like grown-up shoes. I wore I wore sneakers on, <laughs> on purpose today. No joke, regretting it. 
at this <laughs> point, although I do love these shoes. I only get to wear them once a year. They're the, the podcastathon <laughs> shoes. The podcastathon ah, shoes. They're when so When you're self-employed and work at home, you know, it's not <laughs> a lot of... All right. Probably not. Probably do it. Shoes most times. Yeah. So you need, to, you need to walk us through your process, Mike. Sending yourself. You got to wrap your... <laughs> as Michael Scott said. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. I think you just got to go for it. Oh. <laughs> you're never really sure. You know, like at first you're like, this is okay. There's a boat. That's interesting. Oh. Shouldn't have stepped on the boat. There you go. There you go. Woo! Now he's branch manager, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Walk across the coals. You tell Jim you love him. Yeah. All right. Thank, Thank you so much. <laughs> Are you okay? No. Are you okay? You're good? Okay. I'm good. I found right. my son again. Thank you all so much. Thank you, guys. It's good it's seeing so you all. So good to see you. Yeah. Appreciate so it. Mike, so good to see you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for sharing your story with absolutely. us. Thank you. And thank you to all of you. you we're so grateful for you, too. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I think we're going to go to a video, and then we'll be back. I was pregnant I wanted a little boy and so I was so so extremely happy when I found out I was having a little boy Cameron was always full of energy he loved to say his alphabet anything that involved learning he loved it and he still does the daycare called and they said that Cameron was crying all day and he didn't want to walk. His primary care physician said that it looked like he had leukemia, but she wasn't sure and she had to send us to St. Jude where they had specialists. And so we went to St. Jude a day later and they drew labs and we found out that evening that Cameron had leukemia. As a parent, you want to be there by your child's side every step of the way. And to know that you don't have to worry about how you're going to pay for that. It just makes you more grateful for life. Seeing the way that Cameron was loved and taken care of, that gave me hope that there was a good end to all of this. Cameron is back to his full personality. I mean, I just really admire him. He's my son, but I look up to him. Like, who do you know that could have went through what he went through and he's coming out just still the same, smiling, laughing. His personality is so big. Hope. Hope is what St. Jude gave me. Outside in the grass, playing ball. 
he was just having a really hard time. He was stumbling, and something's really wrong. He's 18 now, and he was two, 22 months, almost two years old, and I still have a hard time talking about it. So. When they told us that he had cancer, we basically dropped our whole lives, our whole existence here at home in order to save his life. There was a long time where it was just fighting for survival, and all we could deal with was what was in front of us. We were going through this difficult time, but, you know, St. Jude is pretty amazing. Never saw a bill. Uh, so it basically allowed us to stay together as a family unit and work through this. He's had several brain surgeries. He went through 40 weeks of chemo and six weeks of radiation, and it was tough, but we made it through. That I have a tattoo of St. Jude on my part. I think if we didn't go to St. Jude, he would not be with us today. It's the most amazing place that I think I've ever experienced. They gave us our son, basically. <laughs> if it wasn't for them, we wouldn't have Pete. As a father, you want to instill certain things in him, and I've done the best I can, but I think he already had a, he already had him at birth. He's the type of person that makes me want to be a better person, makes me want to be like him, because, you know, he's the kindest, toughest person that I know, and so uh, he means everything to me. Welcome back to Stephen Touches Things. This is Stephen. He's going to touch things. Oh, like me. There you go. Very nice. How you feeling? Don't what? worry about it. Don't worry about it. Touch it. I don't want to. Don't worry about it. Why is it Why is it making sound? Don't worry about it. Just touch it. Go on. Oh, touch it. Ah. Where is it? You gotta catch it. Oh! <laughs> what is it? It's a. Uh, is it like a toy bug or something? Yeah. Spider? Can, yes. Spider. Toy spider. Toy. Ah! It's gone. Yep. It's down there somewhere. Oh, I don't like it. Ooh, this is freaking me out. This is bad for me. I don't like it. There you go. It's gone. Goodbye. Oh no. <laughs> ah, there you go. <laughs> Next. Touch it. Touch it. I don't like that people in the audience seem like they're gagging. Touch it. That's a plate. That's it's, th it's a plate. Yeah. Touch it. Oh! Oh! <laughs> it's freezing cold. That's fine. What's in it? Oh no! What is this? What do you think? Oh, I know. This is a stapler and Jello, isn't yes, it? Yes, it is. Then they could get the thing on the screen to say what it was. Oh yeah. Yeah. So, well, we just had some office humor. So My understanding on. is that was very difficult. Oh, was it? Well, and, thank you. Yeah. And took multiple days. <laughs> oh wow! Thank to you. To try and get. I kind of wish I, I should have taken longer then. Yeah. Well, no. You you know you're doing your thing. <laughs> 
Do I need to clean my hands between things? Nah. Do what's up? No, that you touched the microphone. Oh, right. now I'm gonna. Here you go. You can have that back. There you go. Yeah. And now, uh, in you go. Touch it. Was that what, too close? What was, the, was that the microphone? Yeah, that was the microphone. Okay. It's on a plate. They're all on plates, okay? Oh. It feels... It, I don't know where the microphone is. I've got it, don't worry. It feels like chunky soup. Okay. You're gonna you get a good look at this, everybody? Oh, jeez. Uh, here's what I'll say. Here's my clue. I'm going to give you a clue on this one. Revenge. Revenge. Yep. That's sort of cold. Mm-hmm. No, it's like personal revenge. It's not like theoretical revenge. I'm trying to think of the things I've done to you over yeah. the years. Today. Today? Yeah. I haven't done anything to you today. Are you sure? What did I do to you? What do you what did you do to me today? I didn't do it. I bought you a phone. Uh, no. <laughs> we bought me a phone. <laughs> oh. It is phone related. Yeah, you got, you got a clue. Is re- revenge is a dish best served smashed? Is it a busted up gummy bear? Close. Oh yeah, you got to make it count. I don't, I don't know. Smashed banana. Oh. Do you see why it's revenge? Oh yeah. Yeah. At least Does he it- need to clean his hand? No, he's good. Take your hands out. You didn't get that one. I didn't get it. Oh, this Anna. is this one is challenging. This is challenging. This one is. <laughs> Y'all here's, are not here's the thing. I think I think this might be worse for people watching than okay. you. We'll see. I mean, I don't know how you're going to feel. But. Sort of nauseous, to be honest. Yeah, I don't, this isn't going to help you. I take. Now whoop, is the you, banana coating going to interfere? Will you stop waving? <laughs> stop waving your hands around. No, it's not going to. You ready, everybody? Just yeah, it's not going to interfere. <laughs> oh. Yeah. But you just touched the thing. I just I just worked my way in. Yeah, but you thought it was disgusting when you touched the bowl. What do you think? Oh, God, that's horrible. <laughs> oh, my God. That feels like a gummy worm. That's Yes, you got one part. What's it in? Oh, the sound? Hold on. I'll do some ASMR. You ready? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the sound guy just passed out, so... <laughs> We've got that going on. Is it oatmeal? No. I was going to say close, but it's not close at all. <laughs> it's it, cottage cheese. Yeah, it is cottage cheese. I can smell it. Yeah. I guess if you can be allergic this is, for your fingers, this is how we'll find out. This is the closest yeah. cottage cheese I've so been in a long time. So now we're going we're gonna to clean you up. Yeah. Thank you. So you stay there with your lovely fingers. That's real nice. This had nothing to do with me. I just want to let you know. Okay, so here's some of that. Oh. Who signed off? Someone signed off. I didn't sign off on any of this. I was I was in an airport. Uh, oh, gosh, it's so bad, Stephen. You've got so much. This is going to take... Like, I don't want to touch you. Really? Oh, no, you're doing a good job now. Okay, I've got to do one finger off. at a time. Yeah. Okay. Uh... There's a lot of cleanup required. Go to stjude.org slash relay. This cleanup doesn't pay for itself, all right? Oh, did I get some on the box? I mean, yeah, but that's not really your fault. I, I should say, 
There's a second box over there in case this one gets destroyed, yep. which really worries me about what could be in here. <laughs> Wet wipe. Fill this firecracker with your hands. Yeah. This one's a little bit more delicate. More delicate. Yeah. Wet yeah. wipe. They're telling me to hold the microphone to you. I mean, I was trying to clean you. Yeah. But get you one who can do both. Yep. Okay. Okay. Dry off. No, no, no. Hold on. Oh, get rid of these. That's not fair. <laughs> you just did. This is, this is, you know, suede. Okay. Get on the suede. I'm sorry. Okay. Okay. This is fragile, so don't go wait, in. Wait, wait. No, you can stop. Oh, jeez. Just give me this. Okay. I feel like the top of the box is covered in things. This is one. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Is it just... There's nothing in there. <laughs> am, I, am I opening something I don't have to open? What is it? What kind of box is it? This is... Mm. What kind of box is that? This is... This is an iPod box. Yep. Which? Which iPod? Yep. Third generation. But Which? What size? I don't know. What, yeah, what color is well, it? Well, all the third gens were white if it's third gen. Were they? Yes. All of them? Is it a U2 iPod? Yes. Wow. Now, I'll say that right there, that was a mark of how well we know each other. That if I, I impressed him in just the right yep. way, I knew he could get it. Well, I don't know what that was for. Finger triangle. What is that? Tim Cook and Bono. Oh. Boop. Are there any more? I like the technology ones. They're not... Slimy. Well, what if they put slime on a technology one? Let's do some more. There are some more. There's, but they're being prepared. They're being prepared. Yeah. Okay. Oh, we have one. Who is running? Me. <laughs> okay. Touch it. <laughs> oh, that. Get a good I wish you wouldn't do that. Hydrate and stretch. Oh, I haven't even touched the it problem. Yet. The problem was the name. The name is like really bad. Oh. <laughs> Maybe I get a good look at it. No, they got it. You don't. Yeah. What is that? What is that? What is that? What is that? What? Oh. What is it? Watch out, it might bite you. You just be careful. No, it ain't gonna bite you. <laughs> uh, hor- th- this one has elicited the biggest response from our studio audience. Do you want some People of it? are very up- Nope, people are very upset about this one. As you can see now. No, be careful of the microphones! <laughs> you shouldn't bring the things out of the boxes! Put it back now. I gotta find the opening. There you go. What is it, though? I have no idea what this is. What do you think it might be? Any ideas? I've wanted to say pudding a few times. Yeah. Is that what you have for pudding? <laughs> but whatever this is feels... All right, I'm going to tell no, you. No, this, right. uh, this feels... This feels... <laughs> this feels... <laughs> keep, keep going. If This feels like a fishing lure. Yeah. Is it? Well, I called it bait. But what's, okay. it, what's it covered in? It's covered, uh, uh, I'm going to say pudding, covered in pudding. Vaseline. 
Oh, okay. Yes, bait with Vaseline. Everyone's favorite. All right, now we got to clean you up again, okay? Oh, we've run out of paper towels. This is the only one you have. Uh, we'll get to it. <laughs> I'm being serious. I don't know more paper towels. You have that one paper towel. That was floppy and gross. Yeah, I think they were rubber. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad you took the hooks out of them. I appreciate yeah. that. Wait, okay, there's towels on the way, apparently. Thank you. Thank you. Stjude.org slash relay. What are we at? $322,658. That's awesome. Thank you to Peter and Jens and Chaz and Max and Abby and Baby. I was going to say Max and Abby and Babby. <laughs> That's my recommendation for a name for you, Babby. Uh, and Brad. Thank you, Brad. For the donations. Thank you, Baby. Thank you, Babby. Thank you, Babby. Do you think the baby had anything to do with the decision? Yeah. Okay. We're moving on to the next one. Oh, this. Touch it. Just touch it. It's in there. Touch it. Okay. You keep saying that. I know. I like it. It's, oh, I've got Vaseline on the microphone. Oh, no. Where did that come from? That's gross. What in the world? <laughs> it's, uh... <laughs> it's noisy. It's a... It's a toy pig? <laughs> Sorry, headphone users. It has a horrible texture. It's a toy pig, right? Yeah. 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 All right. Grunting pig dog toy. All right. Actually. What should we name it? Babby. Babby. <laughs> Here, Babby can go on the table. Yeah, I could find Babby. Yeah, I need this stool to clean, clean the microphone. Oh, uh, sorry. $275 from Jason from Quizipedia, editor-in-chief, Jason. Thank you, Jason. Jason does a lot of work for us. Thank you, Jason. Oh, touch it. No, oh. not that. <laughs> it's a little mascot for you. It's a little yeah, Babby. I'm going to cover him up. That's good. What is it? Is there anything in here? Yeah. There it is. Oh. What is it? That's an Apple Watch. Sp- tell me more about it. What's what is uh, specific about this Apple Watch? It's a small one. Uh-huh. It has the floor like the sports band, yep. the rubbery one. What's going on with the screen? The screen's broken. Yep. It's a broken Apple Watch. Yep. Who broke their Apple Watch and put it in here? Jill? Oh no. Yeah. We should, we should call it Babby 2. Babby 2, the broken Apple Watch. That's sad. I've never broken an Apple Watch. Huh. I know people may be surprised to know that. Touch it. I've broken like four. Ooh. <laughs> oh, you don't like that? Okay, I'm going to do a test, okay? Ooh, they bounce. Do that again. Oh, he's making a mess. Oh, God. So these are, are they going to Lego Walk? They're going everywhere. So it's either like creepy, like it's bouncy ball eyeballs, which I could get. Or I'm going to go with the uh, the sweet like memory that these are bouncy balls uh, from a previous podcast Correct. Are they? Yeah. Yes. They're now everywhere. Are they? Yeah. Don't do it. Put them back. Don't what? do it. Don't do what? The front of the <laughs> Sorry, there's like four TVs and cameras there. That's yeah. actually a bad idea. I told you it was a bad idea, yeah, we'll but just, you did it we'll anyway. Just do this. Stop it. 
There we go. Oh, jeez. <laughs> One more? Ah! There's a bouncy ball. Oh, it hit the thing and it's gone everywhere. Never mind. Uh, touch it. Is this the last one? Ish? We could do a third round of this. Yeah. Let's... Okay, so this will be the, this will be the last one for last now. Last one for now, yeah. Okay. What if you all put nothing in the box and just had me feeling around? Imagine that. So it's another... It's another tech device. Yeah. It's got buttons on it. Yeah. <gasps> oh my god. Is it a zoom? No. <laughs> <gasps> oh, $3,000 from Emojipedia, Jeremy Budge, previously of Emojipedia. Jeremy! Creator of Emoji. Let's see what it says. I took it out of the box. Yeah. I'm oh. shocked. I am shocked on a pulled right now. Oh, is it the U2 iPod from earlier? Well, it's, it's actually not- a reverse of that. It's a fifth gen iPod, which is like, they did some work to it, clearly. Mm. But I can't believe you thought that was a Zune. That's an iPod. Yeah, that's <gasps> bad. You're well, a, I couldn't tell the buttons. You're a fake Apple historian. <laughs> what do you mean it's it's backwards? Can I look? Yeah, you can look. I don't know why it's that way. Oh, that's hideous. Oh, it's <laughs> so bright. Yeah. Whose iPod is this? Is it your iPod? No. All right. Sorry about your iPod. Great. Thank you very much. Good Thank luck. You. Good work on touching things, Donald. Thank you. No problem. Look at all these tissues over here. And all these bouncy oh, balls. Oh, that bouncy ball is going outside. They're everywhere now. He's gone. No, they're everywhere now. Look at the ground. Well, it's just like two years ago. Yeah. What's next? Okay, so next up, uh, where am I looking? There. Okay, next up we have a video, uh, another interview that I got the opportunity to speak to uh, Emily Callahan, who is the chief marketing officer for... Yeah, for Allsec, which is the fundraising arm of St. Jude. Emily is naturally an incredible communicator. And this is a wonderful story about her and her uh, path and the work that she does uh, for Allsec and St. Jude. Hey, Emily. Thanks so much for joining the podcast to talk a little bit about your work at Allsec and St. Jude. Uh, I would love it if you'd be able to give me and our listeners a little bit of an overview of your responsibilities at Allsac and how these relate to St. Jude. I would love to. So first, it's great to join you. I'm excited to be with everyone today. Emily Callahan, I'm the Chief Marketing and Experience Officer at Allsac, which, as you know, is the fundraising and awareness organization for St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. So my role is really to tell the story of St. Jude, to help people know of the brand And the reason we do that, Mike, as you know, is because when a family anywhere in the world hears those awful words, your child has cancer, or maybe it's sickle cell or a pediatric neurological disease, we want them to know that St. Jude Children's Research Hospital exists. So I lead a team of incredible storytellers and marketers telling the world about St. Jude and then hopefully inspiring people to get engaged with us through activities just like this so we can raise funds to find those cures and save more children. I would love to know how you came to work for Ulsac. What and also, if there is like, what was it about the mission of St. Jude that drew you to this role? Well, I was really lucky. I got recruited for this job. At the time, I was the senior vice president for marketing and operations at Susan G. Coleman for the Cure, the global breast cancer organization. Um, 
What drew me to it? Um, I can vividly remember getting that recruiting call, sitting in the back seat with my daughter, who was not yet one at the time. Now I'm the mom of a teenager, so that tells you how long I've been here. Um, So a few things drew me in. One, I would say this, you should know this about me, that I try to live my life by my funeral principle is what I call it. The idea that one day at my funeral, there can be all of three people there. They will say that I lived a life of faith, that I was a great partner and mom, a great friend. I made a difference in the world. And recently I added, and I had fun while doing it. Um, So this purpose life is really important to me, this career in nonprofit, the fact that you get to work in marketing and unite the world um, in a fundamental and powerful way really drew me in. And then this mission for children. Um, I've also been around healthcare all my life. My mother was a nurse and my father was a funeral home director when I was a child. So um, I really know what it's like to be in a hospital setting um, to be with people as they end life and trying to live a life of changing that for everyone. I would imagine you were probably already pretty familiar with St. Jude, right? Yeah, you know, it's interesting. Um, yes and no. I mean, I knew of St. Jude, but I had no idea of its size and magnitude. And and from a career perspective, that was this really phenomenal and exciting challenge in that they'd never, believe it or not, had a marketing division. They'd never had a chief marketing officer. It was a good brand, but when I got a chance to meet with Rick Shadiak, such a visionary, and this unbelievable family story of his father founding this place with Danny Thomas, we just clicked when we met and we saw this potential for St. Jude to go from a, a good brand to a global iconic brand, which we are today. We're the only iconic nonprofit brand in the world. But again, the why is so important. You know, iconic brands are known everywhere. And so that was our mission and our drive was to make this known worldwide so that families everywhere would know that this resource exists. So that's what we've been building to do. And now we're on a really big expansion, um, doubling our campus and really reaching out to the world with now more than 200 partners in more than 60 countries. So, you know, we do uh, our fundraising in September because it coincides with Childhood Cancer Awareness Month. But in general, it's a big year all around for St. Jude because St. Jude's celebrating its 60th year. I would love to know, you know, looking back at the last 60 years to look forward to the next 60 years, what do you think are some of the biggest opportunities for St. Jude in that time? Yeah, I mean, you have to reflect just a minute, right, that It's amazing that this place even exists, right? Danny Thomas, this unbelievable visionary, a a humanitarian and entertainer, a man that had a 10th grade education, but was perhaps one of the smartest, most visionary men that's ever lived. This idea that they would take something that was deemed incurable, a death sentence and, and childhood cancer, and then they would create this place in the segregated South, no less, the United States, where children all children of all backgrounds could come. People would all unite together. And so this incredible progress we've made, right? The most common form of childhood cancer, acute lymphoblastic leukemia, had a 4% survival rate when we opened our doors. Now it's 94%. Overall childhood cancer survival rate, 20%. Think about that 20%. That means most kids passed away and passed away quickly. And now thanks in large part to the discoveries made at St. Jude and then shared worldwide, that's now 80%. But that means we have a lot of work to do. So, so candidly, Mike, when I look ahead to what's ahead, I would say this. Curing pediatric cancer and other life-threatening diseases in kids, well, that's a multi-year, that's a multi-trillion dollar problem. And we are being bold and aggressive in addressing that. St. Jude just announced its largest ever strategic plan. 
$12.9 billion. And here are the two things I would say that excite me most in that plan. Tackling cancers with no answers. An example of that would be a brain tumor called, you'll see the initials DIPG. And Mike, anytime I see those letters, my heart sinks and my eyes fill with tears because there are no answers for that cancer. When parents hear those letters, when a child's diagnosed, it means they pass away. And to us, that's unacceptable. So we're going to push and see if we can research to find answers for that. The other I'm really excited about is the global front. We've made so much progress here in the United States, right? Four out of five children survive. It's the opposite globally. Only one in five. Only one in five will live. And so we've got big, bold initiatives to change that. We've already set an audacious goal, right? We want to raise the survival rate for the six most common forms of childhood cancer from 20% to 60% worldwide by 2030. And we are saying in order to do that, a big part of that is making sure kids have access to the medicines they need. So we're investing another $200 million to provide quality chemotherapy drugs for free worldwide. So it's a big, huge problem, but we are pushing forward to do all we can to invest to change it. And events like this make this possible. You know, you mentioned the like the inspirational message of Danny Thomas when we visited in March, which is when we got to spend some time together, yeah. we went and took a look at the new pavilion on campus mm. and we were watching some of the videos. I cried three times <laughs> in the pavilion because of the videos. And I think through the podcast-a-thon today, some people may have seen some of those already or will see them like because they, they affected me so much, just like the story that I, I want other people to see these videos. It just is truly incredible. I do want to come back to the, the global part. Um, that is an amazing thing to continue to focus on, especially with, you know, you mentioned 2030, 2030 is not very far away, right? So like they are short term goals. There is one thing of, of, of doing this and providing, uh, this assistance, which is incredible, but with your role, there's also the messaging part. Like, how do you try to communicate worldwide why St. Jude is like a, a force when it really is one place in one city? Yeah, it's a great question. Um, <clears throat> one, I, the first thing I would say is this. This is what we are trying to do. We're trying to unite the world in a fundamental human truth that all kids should have a chance to grow up. And that is something we have learned uh, defies cultures and boundaries. It's something we all can get behind. So first you start there with that, that premise. The next is, right, we, we really listen to people and understand. There's a lot of talk today about data and data and insights, but we really do our research. We listen to people because you're right. This, <laughs> if you ever think about this, there's, there's no place on the planet like St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. It's a crazy business model that doesn't exist anywhere else. The fact that no family ever receives a bill that we pay for treatment and travel and housing and food because we want those families to focus on helping their child live. And then unlike a lot of places that hoard it for themselves, right, we turn around and freely share. We also, and I loved this about Danny Thomas, he was so smart, he knew he couldn't do it alone. And so in that uniting, that doesn't just mean uniting donors all over the world behind this. This is uniting the best and brightest minds. And so that I think is something that we can all get behind too. How do we all work together to turn around and save our children. And so that's where these global partnerships come in with these 200 
clinics and hospitals and foundations all over the world in 60 different countries who believe the same way we do. There, there are many Danny Thomases in their own parts of the world, but the really the way we do it, Mike, over and over again is the same. We tell stories. We help people understand this problem that we're trying to solve, this unifying belief, and then we really tell stories. And then lastly, I would just say we meet people everywhere that they are. Mm-hmm. events like this social media uh, we went to space last year for yeah. space enthusiasts yeah. i mean they're we're defying the boundaries even of earth as we tell the story and find ways to get people inspired to unite behind this mission yeah like obviously one of the biggest things i've seen because we get to work a lot with the play live team <laughs> and saint jude in gaming is massive and like i it's been really incredible for me like the more that I've kind of been involved. I mean, obviously I've, I've known about St. Jude for a long time because of my uh, business partner, Steven, sure. but it's been wild to me that, you know, I'm watching a stream on Twitch and then they start raising money for, I'm like, Hey, I know St. Jude, but like that is, a, I think a really great way of, of breaking down those barriers of geography because these are people with big audiences kind of streaming to any, everyone and anyone. I totally agree. It is it is so powerful. I remember vividly the day when our team walked in and said, hey, here's this business opportunity. And they were talking about this, the power of gaming and its influence and its reach that transcends beyond you know, traditional sports and things that we talk about, which made total sense to me that we would go there because that's where people are. Also, I think it reflects uh, the vision that Danny Thomas had. Danny Thomas had this great saying. He said, I'd rather have a dollar from a million people than a million from one. And that is really how we think here is how do we help people all around the world fall in love with this mission and give as much as they can, as long as they can. And for some, that may be no dollars, right? It's, it's using their platforms to tell the world, to, to tell these stories, to connect in an emotional way for others. It may be a dollar at a time. And then of course there's more, but look at the power of what we've been able to do. And, and the other thing people should know about here in that business model, that no bill, well, this place doesn't exist without donations. That $12.9 billion plan I talked about, In order to fund that, over 90% of those dollars have to be raised to fund that. Our average donation is about $43. So you think about the power of the world coming together to solve that, because while we take insurance, insurance doesn't cover much of what we do because we're a research hospital. Our researchers do an incredible job in receiving grants for their really powerful ideas and work. But with a problem this big, you have to have a non-traditional business model to solve it. Yeah, because, you know, like, obviously in the UK a lot of the healthcare model is different. And I know that, you know, we, we hear from listeners that live in other parts of the world and they're like, Oh, but hospital treatment is free. But as we've mentioned and continue to mention, it's not just that though, right? right? Like it, no hospital that I've come across anywhere else will, will do the making sure there's no bill for travel, for housing, for, you know, like all of this kind of stuff It is that extra, which adds to this very unique business model. It's also, right, you have to think our name is really intentional. We're St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. And that's the powerful part about it. To your point, it's, it's not just care. It's the very best care. And because people give, we have this freedom to focus, right? So if our doctors feel that extra tests are needed or they want to explore a new pathway, they have the freedom to focus on that because of the funds available. But that research side is so critical. I mentioned these cancers without answers. I gave you an example of DIPG. The other is infant leukemia. Why do our tiny babies have 
less of a survival rate than older children. These are the things we can discover and do when we invest beyond, right, the traditional healthcare models or even the subsidized healthcare models that are there. We've got to push beyond. And then most Mm -hmm. importantly is we, again, work with the best minds. We collaborate with institutions all over the world. Because when the best minds come together, that's how answers are found. And then we freely share that out. Information's put into the cloud. We really want doctors and scientists worldwide to be able to take that knowledge and save the lives of more children. Because we don't care who finds the answers. We just want to find the answers. Then everyone wins. That's right. More kids live. And that's what we're all about. Mm-hmm. So you, we mentioned kind of like from, from a branding perspective, from reaching new people, we're talking about gaming, we're talking about the space missions and stuff like yeah. that. How do you make sure to adapt to what's new at Olsac and St. Jude so you can keep meeting these new people? I'm sure challenge. For me, it's a really exciting opportunity. So the really neat thing about this mission to me is, and, and you, you know, marketers talk about a target audience and, and you got to have a defined target audience. Well, ours is the world. <laughs> <laughs> and, and people say, well, that's silly, but it's, it is true, right? Everyone can protect to it. So the first thing I would say is we're really audience-led. We want to understand our audiences. We spend a ton of time and research and data and meeting with people, and we really understand what motivates them and, and the information they want, and we tailor to that. So for me, it's a really exciting challenge. I, people are fascinating to, to learn about them, to understand how there might be differences based on age or ethnicity or geography. Because the truth is the really cool thing about our mission is that that no bill message is the thing that motivates us all. And the next is it's not just about that free care. It's the results, right? And the fact that we have big, audacious goals in front of us. So so ours is a fun challenge to really understand audiences, to meet them where they are. And then the other thing is everyone that works here, everyone that works at ALSAC is responsible for the same things. Like we're held accountable on how effectively we raise our money and invest it. We're all accountable for the brand, how we tell our stories, how we promote and protect the brand, but we're also all responsible for innovation. So this is a place that's constantly thinking about what's new, what's next, how do we reach people? Because when you have a pretty daunting goal to fund a $12.9 billion plan and you've got to fundraise for that, you got to get creative, you've got to be inventive, and it's so inspiring to see new audiences experience this mission for the first time, for their hearts to widen, for their eyes to tear up, for that connection to be made. They feel a sense of purpose and power connected to something bigger, and and that's life-changing. So innovation is core to what we do here, but it's also innovation with purpose, and it's it's life-changing. One of my favorite questions that I get to ask people when we do these interviews is, do you have an, any examples of how St. Jude has left a mark on you personally? So many. I think about all the time, that call I got riding in the car. And I'm probably more reflective now because the end of September um, will be my anniversary here of when I started. And um, working here has honestly made me a better person. Mm made me a better wife and partner, a better mother. If you came to my office and you saw, you know this, when you come and tour here, there's pictures of patients everywhere. And honestly, I could have just spent the whole time telling you stories of those that have changed my life. Um, My most powerful moments, honestly, are the funerals I attended, sitting Mm. at the funeral for Mm. Ariana and thinking about her little life and how she lived with such joy and the lessons she taught me and watching her family 
grieve. And now, fast forward, I work with her father every day. He chose to leave his military career and come back here to work to see his mother and sister and brother continue every year to ask the world to do eight acts of kindness in Ariana's memory. I think of little Carson who passed away, who um, had a a little pink piggy bank. She wanted, um, while she was battling cancer, to raise money so that she could help the other little kids who were sick. Her funeral was almost in an auditorium-sized church. It was so full for all the lives she has touched. And the same thing, her mother chooses to work here, and I work with her every day. We work with other patient families to tell their stories. And then I look at all the success stories people surrounded, right, that remind us that those lives were not in vain. Their legacies live on, and they inspire us. And then all the lives that are thriving now, I love the everyday moments. I love seeing our patients thriving in those first day of schools, right? Those uh, track meets that they run that they want to do, the uh, graduations, the getting to call and ask one of them if she wanted to go be the first ever survivor and patient uh, personal astronaut into space. I mean, these are just these amazing moments that change your life. But for me, I have a dream job. There's not a facet of marketing I don't touch. We get to work with the very biggest and best brands in the world, some of the most well-known celebrities. But I put my head on my pillow every night knowing that the work that I do matters um, and it's what inspires me to get out of bed every morning. You know, you, you mentioned it. it always astounds me how many people take jobs at All Sack and St. Jude having been through this process of either losing a loved one or, you know, a loved one had a tough fight but made it out. And it kind of just shows, like, especially for those that have lost someone, your natural inclination would be you'd never want to go back. And it shows the difference of St. Jude that people then decide, no, I'm now going to make it my life's mission to help others in that place. It's just, it kind of like defies my expectations every single time. It's incredible. Yeah. I I know what you mean. You would think it would be the opposite. But any of them you talk to, particularly those who are bereaved families, those that have lost, often will say this is where they feel closest to their child. Mm. And they have seen the realities of, of cancer. And so they're determined to spend their lives getting back to change that. And so many of them always make me cry, too, because to them it's personal. And I, I watch them often talk to other new employees. And they have some of the most profound gratitude for people who may not have a personal connection to this, could go work anywhere in the world. And that's true. We've recruited people from the biggest brands that are out there, from Disney and Google and Meta and others that choose to come here. And and they have such gratitude and amazement that people would choose to come here not having that personal connection. But, you know, Mike, I think that's where the world is heading. There's a reason for the last 10 years that millennials and now Gen Z have named St. Jude in the, in the top one, two places that they want to work because people want to have a career of purpose. Yeah. Um, and I think that's what draws a lot of people here. And I think that's what keeps us here. Emily, I cannot thank you enough for taking the time out of your day to come speak to everyone today. Is there anything that you'd like to add for our audience before you go? Yeah, first, thank you. Thank you for investing the time to listen. Uh, second, we need you. We need you. Um, it, September is Childhood Cancer Awareness Month. As I mentioned, pediatric cancer and other life-threatening diseases in children is a multi-year, multi-trillion dollar problem. Don't stop listening. Don't tune out. Don't think, well, that's so big, I can't make a difference. Because to me, this is one of the greatest 
human stories ever told of a dreamer, a visionary, a guy who said, no, it's not acceptable. Uh, Danny Thomas, who said, let's change the world for kids. And then he went around to wherever people were at that time. It was bowling alleys and pool halls and bars and groups and dinners and said, hey, let's unite around this fundamental truth that all kids should get a chance to grow up. So if you're listening today, thank you. Um, if you'll give today, thank you even more. Know that you are indeed helping us find cures and save children. And I can't think of a better way for us to spend our time and our dollars than to change the world for kids. Hello and welcome back. I spent the last 15 minutes washing my hands. Yep. I helped. It was weird. Mm-hmm. But required. Now we're going to be joined by Relay FM's very own community manager, Kathy Campbell. Hello, Kathy. Woo, Kathy's here. Kathy's here. Hi, Kathy. There, there we, we go. go. Woo. Hey, Kathy. Woo. Hi, friends. Just before we start, Kathy, <gasps> I would just like yes. to thank Josh and Molly. Eric and Debbie, James, Dean, and Jack151 for their donations. Thank you. And All right. We thank would you. like to thank Rest in Peace WebOS. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. That's a sad one. Uh, WebOS had a lot of good ideas in it. Oh. They're mostly in iOS now. <laughs> so, Kathy, what do you have for us today? I have a quiz again. Are you excited? <laughs> I turned it off. No, this doesn't count because I'm not I'm not scoring for Federico. Although it'd be good for him because I always win these quizzes that we do. So you've have you ever have I ever won? No, ever? Nope. Uh, ever? Nope. In a decade? Never. Nope. Not in the founder quizzes. Okay. Well, maybe today's my day. Mm-hmm. I will just mm-hmm. remind everybody that Kathy is community manager a lot with membership, and that's my half of the business. Mm-hmm. So Kathy. So if help you me. win, it's collusion. Point. No, that's not what I mean. Yep. No. Okay. Wow, Mike. Wow. Just for that, I'm going to change some questions here. <laughs> One moment, See? please. You are now proving the collusion. You know? Let's move or on. not. Okay. I don't okay. know. We have something right. to do here. <laughs> yeah. All right. So uh, last week I asked our lovely Discord members to send in questions, and they did. And the best ones even sent in answers, which were then fact-checked <laughs> by a variety of humans, but most especially Kate, our historian, did so much work to do this. So I just need applause for Kate. Thank you, because... Kate. Thank you, Kate. Official Real FM historian. Yes. Uh, could not do most of these without them. So with that... You have your whiteboards ready? Yeah. Yep. All right. What I'm going to do is I will ask you a question. I would like you to write it down mm-hmm. and then you're going to hold it up when I go three, two, one, go and um, hold it up for the screen. Mm-hmm. I can't see it in the discord, so I'll be delayed on the thing unless somebody wants to read out. I This part we didn't plan out. I mean, we, well, I'll tell okay. you what we'll do. We'll show them. And we'll, we'll say, say them. Yeah, we'll do that. Okay. Perfect. Perfect. Excellent. All right. Do Question number one mm-hmm. from Steve. Nice and smooth. How many members are signed up for the Discord right now? Is this closest? Yes. I mean, the, the points are arbitrary. I will give points to whoever I deem is closest. That's an interesting. How do you deem? Cl- we mean. 
Someone even is closest Listen. or isn't close. You know what I mean? You know what? Don't ask too many questions. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. Ready? Yep. I'm going to say right, 4,000. Oh, he just did it. 4,750. I said 4,650. Ooh, 4,305 <laughs> is the proper <laughs> answer. All right. Thank you to Rob for the $1,000 donation. Thank you, Rob. That's a celebration you, for my first point. All right, Mike gets one point. All right, second question comes from Kate. Mm-hmm. How many Dan's Tech Corners have there been on Thoroughly Considered? In 83 regular episodes. Dance Tech Corner. Boop, boop, boop. Oh, I said 60. I said 17. <laughs> wow. So there's a, there's a discrepancy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, the answer is 23. So unfortunately, that's a, that's once a again, bad question because Mike is on that show. Uh, well, I know, but he, <laughs> listen, you'll get some. Yeah. Steven. Come. You know, this is say, one say, question. Also, you because listen. here's here's a question for you. you Are you ready? I am. All right. Jana Lyon asks, how many shows on the network currently have their own subscription programs? You get one extra point for every one you name properly. Oh, so we need to write them out? Well, there's a... Yeah. Hmm. This is going to take a while. So we're going to vamp, and uh, while they're writing, hopefully all of the answers correctly, uh, go to stjude.org slash relay and donate. You can get some goodies if you donate. Uh, Stickers and an incredible screensaver pack. Goodies. Oh, I forgot what one of them is called. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, yes. Uh, Kate, remind me in the chat, I'm going to go back to the previous question while they're writing and tell you a fun fact about Dan's Tech Corner. So there were 23 episodes of Dan's Tech Corner, (laughs) uh, but there was also Dan's Shower Thoughts, Tom's Future Corner, and then episode 66 was the Apple Hardware Computer is not technically a dance. Apple Hardware Computers. That's my favorite one. Apple Hardware Computers. (laughs) I'm I'm struggling to think right now. Hold on. That's okay. That's okay. Uh, We're going to give you to the count of five to finish. One. Two. There's one that I can't remember. It's membership. Three. No, I feel like I could do it. Four, but there's too much talking. No five. Offense. Oh, too bad. That's, All right. That's one's up. It. How many? I have eight. Nine. Well, I said there's oh. nine, but I have seven names. Okay. Right? Well, so Mike gets one point for the correct answer for oh, the number. No. But now I'm going to go through can I re- can, and read the names. Can I read oh, yeah, them you, out? Yes. Because I think yes. I might be able to get them if I do it. So okay. reconcilably differentiated. Okay, I'm going to check mine uh-huh. off as I go. Okay. Rocket Booster. Perfect. Got it. Deep Focus. Oh, that's the one I didn't know the there name of. More Techs. Yep. More Power Users. Clockwise yep. Unwound. Mm-hmm. Upgrade Plus. Uh-huh. Oh, no, I lost audio. No, I just stopped talking. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> <Never> mind, <yeah. laughs> Don, I can't uh, do it. Connected Pro. I knew there was uh-huh. going to be one I was on. Automator's yep. Max. Yeah, that's correct. That's Good it. Job. That's the whole nine, right? 
Yeah, so yeah, I couldn't remember Deep nice. Focus. I couldn't remember yeah. the name of it. So we I'm really get, happy that one that I forgot was my own. That's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. So what do you each so get a point for that? How's that work? That you get... Good. So how many... Mike had seven. Yeah. I had and, eight because I wasn't sure of the Deep Focus name. Okay, Stephen wrote down eight. So Belinda, my incredible scorekeeper, I can see the numbers in the screen spreadsheet making it so i don't do math which if you have listened to the relay fm membership shows you know that i can't be trusted to score keep so that's why we entrusted incredible incredible belinda to do so how many points did we get yeah uh you didn't get an answer for that no uh mike gets eight points and steven currently has a gray box (laughs) so i think it's eight it's also eight points because I see, because he got he guessed one more than me, and then he got one got more right name. Number. Correct. Yeah, correct. Okay. Fair correct. enough. Yeah, okay. I can yep. agree to that. Yep. Thank you, okay. Matt, Excellent. Zach, and Richard for your donations. Woo! We have three hundred and thirty thousand dollars for St. Jude. Wow! Amazing, moment. amazing. All right, next up, Aaron McLeod says, "What was the first Relay FM switch on show to get retired?" Ooh. To get retired? That's a really good question. Yeah, Aaron, I, Aaron, that question came through, and I was like, Aaron, nailed it. Perfect question. Oh. Mm. But can either of you answer it? I feel pretty That's confident. That's question. Okay. I say inquisitive. Isometric. Ooh. Guess what? Steven gets the answer, because it is inquisitive. The last episode of Inquisitive was December 20th in 2015. I would have also accepted virtual, which the last episode of that was December 11th, 2015. But then there was a remaster Mm. announcement in the feed in January. So Stephen got that question. All right. Next up, Ponders. I just need to check for myself here. Yeah, okay. Okay. Oh, you're going to check. Are you you doubting Kathy? No, I just just felt wrong to me. That okay, a, you're also, questioning Kate's incredible, like, fact-checking? Of all the people to question. Also, Inquisitive was your yeah. show. <laughs> yeah, but, like, you know, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> That's my answer to that. <laughs> he canceled it so hard, even he forgot about it. Uh-huh. <laughs> I can't believe that that was Our... 2015 that that went away. Yeah. Yeah, that was a long time ago. Just huh. after a year. All right. Weird. Question number five from Ponders. In the second blog post on the Relay FM blog, what are the four podcast apps that are shown? Fun fact, the title was With a Little Help from Our Friends, and it was posted August 18th, 2014, thanking the people who helped set up the network, including the developers who featured the shows or network on launch day. But I'm not going to tell you who those are while you write them on your whiteboard. Man, 2014 makes this hard. Because there's... A... I know. Hmm. Some apps have come and gone since then. Yeah. That's why it was such a good question. I remember writing that blog post, though. I mean, what, that's good. What was the date of that blog post? August 18th, 2014. Okay. All right. Gotta do. You ready? Mm, hang yeah. on, I'm changing one. Mm, 
I've gone with Castro, Apple Podcasts, Pocket Casts, Instacast. Let me read mine because we differ by one. I call it iTunes and not Apple Podcasts. It's the same thing, no, though. No, it's not. They changed their name. <laughs> I bet you know what no, I, I mean. All right. Okay. So the correct answers are Overcast, mm. Pocket Cast, Instacast, sorry, Instacast, and iTunes. So, so we, we each... So I only missed one. I only missed. I feel like I only missed one because Apple Podcast is no, iTunes. No, it's not though. Yeah, they rebranded it. Yeah. So I'm sorry. I'm going to give right. Stephen three points and Mike two. I'm just going to say that. You know, I think. What are you What are you saying, Mike? Nothing. What are you saying? Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. All right. So Next was Overcast one from... of them? <laughs> yes. Yeah, see, that was, I wasn't sure if it was out yeah, there. Yeah, me too. Yeah, that was what I struggled with. I had it written yeah. down. Thank you, Chris, for the $500 donation. Thank you, Chris. Awesome. Thank you, Chris. Ash and Maya and Richard and Zach and Matt. Excellent. $331,000. you are bringing that bell a lot. Yeah, man. Okay. <laughs> I'm winning. All right. Are you winning? What's the score? <laughs> uh, score check is exactly tied. We've got 12 and 12. Yeah, you ain't winning. <laughs> Uh, but let's see what happens in this next question, shall we? Mm-hmm. Marley's asks, how many screensavers are in the exclusive Relay FM for St. Jude screensaver pack? Okay. And or you get one point for everyone you can name. Oh, no, that's, that's unfair. That, there's so many, it might take an hour. I, I've just, you list however many you think you can, because I don't know if you can answer it, list any of them. Mm. And uh, if you want... This screensaver pack, which has a number of screensavers that I can't say right now because the boys are writing them out, uh, go to stjude.org slash relay and donate. What is it? $100? I don't even know. I don't have my fancy sheets, but it I'm going to say $60 minimum. $60 minimum. $60. Thank you. $60 for the digital uh, pack thing with the uh, screensaver and the stickers. And this is very strange to just sit here and talk to my friends. So I hi, Parapals. Name. You have four. I, I mean, I have like some. I don't think I'm going to get any more than this. Okay. I don't think That's cool. Right. Let's right. let's stop this right now. Okay. And uh, okay. share me. Uh, how many how many screensavers do you have listed? Or 14. What's the number? Fourteen. Fourteen. Wow, that's not even close. Oh. There are seventeen screensavers. Kathy, when you said it's not even close, it was three off. Yeah, uh, I mean it was kind of close. Okay, but you know? think of how much energy James had to put in for those three extra. Oh, by the way, there's one more secret. So really, it's four. So wait, four? I'm sorry. Yeah, you mean eight? Four off. Okay, I mean to be fair, at fourteen, I did. T- I be- did beg James to stop. Yeah. All right. You let's know? name. <laughs> let's name. Let's name. So I have uh, the stickering. It. I have stickering time. Yes. Uh, sorry, Mike gets that point. It is stickering time. I have face off. Face off. Yep. I have double helix. No, I don't have that. My next is millennial nostalgia. Oh, mine was the millennial secret. Ooh, sorry, Mike again. Was the vortex one? Is that what you said? I said double helix. Okay. Uh, I mean, technically no, because it's 
deoxyrelay nucleic acid. I am Excellent. clearly mm. a uh, I have snakes. Person. Nope. Nope. And vortex. No. Okay. Vortex manipulator. Yeah, it's not good. Not good over here. Okay. Thank you, Shamal. A thousand dollars for the kids of St. Wow. Jude. Wow. That's amazing. And thank you to James for making an unmemorable amount. <laughs> Wait, that didn't make sense. Uh, an impossible to remember amount of screensavers that people yes, will get at the end of the campaign. It is incredible. We'll show you more about that later on. I think I'm just going to do a stream and just let it play for like an hour. Well, then people that might sounds great. It. You know what I mean? That's piracy. But I could like Ooh. scream intermittently on the stream. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't think that's going to... Yeah, you do that. It's a very special kind of art. Wow. Wow. <laughs> All right, next up from Skyler. What was the f- topic of the first episode of Ungenius, according to the Relay FM website? I want to thank Carrie. Thank I'll you, Carrie. For $500. Carrie, thank you so much. We're having a whole Carrie. team meeting here. Uh, <laughs> the Party first time. episode of Ungenius? Yep. I don't know, so. I got it, and I'm even going for a bonus point. Jeez. Ooh. No, I wrote Lumber. It wasn't Lumber. No. What it, was. it was Action Park with special guest <gasps> John Syracuse. Very good. Yes. yes. Nope. Uh, Mike does point. not get a point. I do not. And, bonus but yes. Point. Sorry. Yes, Stephen gets a point. Uh, a bonus point. Whoa, hang on nope. a second. Listen, yeah. Whoa, if you answer. You got to win, son. You could just call yeah, for if... bonus points? You can, hey, no, no, no. like it's I said, it's the only time we've ever with... had a guest on Ungenius ever. Yes. That's not true. Yes, it is. No, it's not true. Jeremy did the emoji one. Jeremy did the emoji I one. I get a bonus point. Mm, but that wasn't point. in the. Yeah, but part I just proved him wrong, you know, which no. I feel like yeah, to the... get me a point. All right. Everyone's <laughs> no, seeing what's no. happening here. That's all I'm going to say. I know. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> Next up, another question from Skylar What was the title of the first episode of Connected? Oh, man. I know what it is for the prompt, but that's not what you asked. That is not what I asked. The prompt is like something pitchforks. Again, not what I asked. You can get a bonus question if you can tell me what was on the episode. No. Okay, well, I might be able to get that. Oh. All right. You ready? Yep. I don't have the title at all, but I think that okay. episode was a kind of history review of the first iPod keynote. First iPad keynote. Ooh. What was the... Uh, Stephen, did you have a guess for the title? The iPad introduction? Okay, yeah. Uh, no, sorry. Uh, Mindset of 2001... Mm-hmm. Oh was the title uh-huh. and it was discussing the origin and evolution of the iPod. Excellent. iPod. So we did do the iPad though, I think. Uh yeah, we did, but I got that point, so. Wow. John R, thank you. Yep. $100 gift. Woo! So yeah, Mike gets 1 point, Steven unfortunately gets none. That uh, is unfortunate. Next up, who was named Relay CRO? chief revenue officer during the recording of a podcast to only be fired from that position during the same episode. That's incredible. I do not know what that means. <laughs> I'm I'm shooting in the dark here. 
Do it. I have no idea. I have no guess. You have to make a guess. I mean, you don't have to. Me? Jason Snell. No, it was Matt C. Departures episode five, crossover 170. He was hired at 38 minutes in and fired at 53 minutes in. So he was CRO for 15 whole minutes. Wow. Why did we get that job away so easily? <laughs> what, what was that about? Well, at, least we, at least we noticed our mistake early. Yeah, I mean that's a good. One. That's true. That's true. You didn't, However, you didn't sit too hard. <laughs> to have hired someone to only fire them so fast, that is bad on us. We should never have hired that person in the first place, mm. really. If we could true. be fired so quickly, we need a chief of HR. I wonder what they did. I want to know about that. <laughs> well, listen to Departures episode five or crossover one seventy, and you can find out. Mm. What is All Departures right. five? What what? What is actually that episode? No one uh, okay. I don't, I don't know. That wasn't in my spreadsheet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So question number 10 comes from Jason, editor-in-chief of Wikipedia. Yep. How much money has been donated to charity by losers of the Flexies? $2,500. dollars $1,650. Ooh, okay, so Mike is closest, but not 100% correct. But he still is going to get the point because he is closest. How much was it? 1350 oh, However, you will know that rickies.co has this at 1550 because the difference is that Lex is also including the $100 that both Stephen and Mike chose to donate to UNICEF in March 2022. Right. Oh, uh, yeah. So Thank you to Joe, Timery Joe for two hundred fifty dollars. Yes. Joe wants more balloons. Thank Don't you. worry, Joe. Yeah, there's a the balloon balloons. room USA. I'm going to yep. be in there soon. It's completely full. Thank up you, right Emily, now. for a hundred dollars. And John. And John, for a different hundred dollars. Yes. <laughs> Put the same hundred dollars <laughs> in. Weird. All right, we are jumping into a section. I'm going to call. We are all connected. All right. Because this is. Questions about Connected, okay. and more specifically, the guests on Connected. So oh, yeah, according, to, <laughs> according to the CMS, mm. what is the most guests that have appeared on a single episode of the show? Oh. Wait, Give what? Give me a number. An episode of Connected? connected yeah. Yes. Four? Fifteen. What? Uh, Stephen oh. is closest. The answer is... 18 for connected the, episode 257. Family feud. Family yes. feud. Smart. Family feud. I forgot. We, that was, that uh, was when we used to put we, on connected. Yeah. Or a departure. I think yep. we created departures for that. Because of that, yeah. yeah. That is correct. Mm-hmm. Yes. It was. Bonus point. The first episode of departures. What? I mean, yeah, I'll give it to you. Yeah. I said it was first episode of departures. get a bonus point. Bonus point. All right. <laughs> I just keep saying it. <laughs> it was up on my screen. <laughs> Yeah, you've just scrolled down to it. I watched Cheater. You You're cheating. You're trying to cheat. Uh, it's getting nasty. All right. Ne- <laughs> We've been gonna, doing this yeah, for a long gonna time. Yeah, we're going to separate. <laughs> <laughs> Question number 12 uh-huh. comes from Kate. How many different guests have been on Connected? This is not including Family Feud. Oh. Individual people may have appeared different multiple times. Guests. All right. Yes, correct. And this like this is like straight up proper connected episodes, not stuff where it's correct. Been, all right, six, nine, yep. nice. 
22. Whoa! Wow, look at us. We're very friendly on that show. I get a point. (laughs) You do. Mm -hmm. You do. Even though neither of you are anywhere close. It's fine. All right, so there have been a lot of guests, as we have established. Mm -hmm. But who are the top three most frequent guests? Please list them for one point each. Mm. I feel I feel pretty good. All right. You ready? Yep. You ready? I'm going to say one true John. One true John. James Thompson. Jason Snell. Underscore David Smith. Underscore David Smith. And... Whoa, okay. So you each get <laughs> two points. Okay. <laughs> Dice by P-Calc is the second most oh. common guest with eight appearances. And in fact, in fact, uh, James Thompson didn't appear as a guest on Connected until episode 377. That's 14 episodes after his actual app appeared on the show. I don't make the rules. Hey, look, his work speaks for itself. Hey, (laughs) Uh, that's good. I like that. What were the other ones? Get a bonus point for the joke. No, what are the top three? Jason has Jason was there for nine dice by P Calc eight and the one two drawn one true John on six underscore must have been up there though yeah but underscore was yeah. in the top five yeah. okay that's a yes. good one but that's wasn't the question all right number fourteen we're moving on okay I want to get through we have more questions all right so dice by key Calc. P- mm. P-dice. Come on, Kathy, Dice we were on a time limit here. <laughs> <laughs> wow. All right, so we're going to change the score now. Ah, right, no, <laughs> no, that's not fair. All right, Dice by P-Calc may have personhood according to the CMS, but in which connected episodes pre-show were the original voices for the Relay FM coin flips recorded? What? What, what, <laughs> what episode? Say it again. Yes. What episode was the original voices for the Relay FM coin flips recorded? Oh, yeah, we did do that. The three of us. We just have to pick an episode number? Yeah, we have to pick a number, right? Yep. I, mean, I don't know. 316. 212. <laughs> I'm sorry, Mike. It's closest. Episode 350 mm. in June 2021. Wow. I forgot right. the first ones the three of us did, and then it started getting out of control. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. You know, you give James a little bit of leeway, and he just runs away with yeah. it. Yeah. All right. Next what, what up. That's fine. What did that say? Nothing. Something. So I. No. Okay. Go on. Nope. Nope. We're ignoring that. You're ignoring that. All right. Next up, another question from Kate. How many people have introduced an episode of Connected? And who are they? <gasps> a point. I just see Steven is cheating in Discord. No, I'm not. That's what it says here in Discord. No, Matt's Matt Van Orma says Steven's cheating. You got to read the whole thing for the context of it. Mm, I don't know. Sorry, Kathy. I was too busy finding out about anything. the cheating to hear the question. Matt can't be trusted. I don't know what. What <laughs> happened? If I was cheating, I'd be winning. That's true. But what happened? What did you do? 
Come on, be honest. Are you Kate, answering a question? Kate said that a previous something Kathy said would ruin a later question. All I said was interesting. Mm, you didn't get it, though. Did no, you? I don't know what they were talking about. All right, fair about. enough. No, no I so want to thank no Matt for trying to keep you honest. Someone's got it. Right. What did you say, Kathy? I'm sorry. Yeah, are we back to, to me now? Yeah. Sorry. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> How many people have introduced an episode of Connected, and who are they? Oh. That's tricky. Very tricky. Best questions. Okay. I say five, Me but too. I've got four names. Oh. <laughs> I said five. So I said Steven, Mike, Federico, yep. Jason, and one, two, John. I just, my, I didn't have one, two, John. I had the other four. Okay. So you each get four points for listing four of the people. But the correct answer is six, mm -hmm. and it's Mike, Steven, Federico, and then Marco, Mary, and Jason. Oh. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, maybe she's going to talk about headphones or something. And she... But as the introduction? Why not? Interesting. Yeah, why not, I guess. Oh, I guess because yeah. she was subbing in for you. <gasps> yeah, Mary was... Yeah. Only Hackett's could introduce the show at that point. That's so. right. That's right. Right. By succession, it had to be married. That makes sense. <laughs> Amazing. All right. From the great Matt Van Ormer. Who likes to many... keep Stephen honest. <laughs> Who likes to keep Stephen honest. How many total minutes of podcast audio is currently hosted on the Relay FM master feed? Do you remember when I did this and it was like, and I got it just like. 10 magnitudes wrong or something yeah. like that. I think it was hours and I didn't... It was like horrible. Minutes. How many minutes? How many minutes? I don't know. I'm just going to do it again. <laughs> I, this is what, I know this is something where I like I fundamentally misunderstood the question again and like my concept of math is wrong. That's how I feel right now. All right. I said 80,000. 176,000. 80,000, Stephen? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so I'm sorry, Mike, it's a question, the answer again, because it's 432,216 minutes. Jeez. That That's means insane. There is 300 days of audio. Get started. Yeah. You know what I mean? Come back in a year. <laughs> Thank you, Abe, for the $500. Thank you, Abe. Mel, Jelly, and Zeph for the 250 Thank you, Jelly. 334000 Jelly, the designer of the head. Oh, the Jelly. Heads. Yes. Jelly, did, Jelly does all this amazing work. So the heads, the legally distinct Mr. Yellow and X-Ray Man, that's all Jelly's incredible work. Yes. Thank we love you Jelly. All. Thank you so Thank much. Thank you. Yes. Go get gift wrap. All right. Yes, get gift wrap. Very good. All right. Final question. Okay. We're going to need a little oh, bit of space. This is the last question. A little bit of room. This is Winner the last question. Huh. Don't give Winner, us the points well, number yet. I don't want to. No, know. I'm not going to. I'm not going to. All right. Okay. Are you ready? <laughs> Winner takes all after all this. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's entirely possible. It's entirely possible mm. because the final question is I would like you to list the active podcast in alphabetical order. Get out of town. This is on. Okay, you're going to have to spend the next 10 minutes in silence while we do this. No, we're not going to be in silence because this is a podcast. This is a podcast-a-thon. Instead, I'm going to talk to Parapals. Hi, friends. Are you having fun? 
I know I'm having fun. Ooh, We're going to ignore the boys, sucks. and I'm just going to sit here and talk. Sucks. <laughs> so go to stjude.org slash relay while the boys answer the active podcasts in alphabetical order. Hi, friends. I can see you in the chat. I'm so excited. I have had practice looking at the chat and talking in a pod, like in a microphone, but not at the camera. So I'm kind of triangling around here. Uh, but yes. Uh, can I ask a question? Yes. What do you think about the? So the way it is on the website indicates... Okay how I answered this question. I feel like it's fair to give us that answer. Is, are those okay, T or are they? Those are T's. Those okay. are T's. I mean, it hasn't helped me for where I am right now, <laughs> but it will help me for later on. Well, this is so bad. I'm, I'm really bad at alphabetizing in my head is yeah. what I'm learning. <laughs> There's like two things going on, like trying to remember all the show names and then putting them in the right order. It's very hard. Yes. Yes. I know. All so right. the question uh, that was missed was the active podcast in alphabetical order. So a little bit of a longer question. Feel free to go to stjude.org slash relay. Oh, it's a good thing that... Uh, Hopefully nobody is watching the uh, video in the show because it looks like it could be cheated. Mike could cheat off of Steven. Oh, I'm not there. watching. Don't worry. Okay, good. Good. Uh, I mean, honestly, I don't really think we could help each other at this point. <laughs> I don't. Know if, I feel pretty good. Oh, I don't feel good at all. <laughs> I know. I know. I even listed all of my own shows. I can't remember their names. That is correct. Mike's confidence by winning all of these is definitely going down. Thank you, Jill. Wait, is there for, a point for each of these? Like, what is yes. the point? Oh, that yes. sucks. In proper order. I don't even understand how you're going to score that. That sounds um, That's my problem for after you're, you give me answers. I'm, like, scrolling through the website in my head. <laughs> All right, we're going to count to 10, and that's going to be the final amount to, like, give me your answers. That's one. Shows. No, I mean, I'm not even near there. Two. Three. Four. So five. Seven. It's very stressful to have someone counting in your ear. Yeah, it sucks. Eight. All of this sucks. Nine. And ten. All right. Time's up. Can I go first? Because I know what I'm just... Sure. One. How are you done? <laughs> All right. How many do you have? Perfect. Oh, I don't even know. Like ten. All right. You ready? I'm ready. Analog. Yes. Automators. Yes. Bonanza. Yes. Connected. Okay. Conduit. Okay. Cortex. Departures. Focus. Mac Power Users. Oh, I forgot that one. Hilarious. Originality. I know I'm missing loads, by the way. Remaster. 
the back markers, the pen addict, upgrade. It's as best as I could do. All right. So just so you know, the letter D comes before N. So conduit comes before connected. Just throwing that out there. One, mm. two, three, four, five, six, that seven, eight, That felt like cyberbullying what you just said to me. Well, uh, quite. saying that, that doesn't mean what you think it means. I, <laughs> Kathy is on the internet. I'm being bullied. That's true. That's so. true. Uh, you know what? I'll accept it. All right, Steven. Give me your answer. How many points did I get there? 12. Okay. I'm, I, so, I'm happy with that, actually. Yeah, I mean, no, that was, that was solid. I named twenty one shows, oh, but geez. I definitely what? missed some that you that you named. So again, I'm sorry. Analog, Bonanza, Clockwise, Connected, Cortex, Departures, Downstream. I think you might oh, need to slow okay, down. Okay, hold on, hold on. Yes, uh, yes. Someone's trying to score these. Sorry, sorry, Belinda. Yeah. Analog, Bonanza, Clockwise, Connected, Cortex. Departures, downstream, mm. focus, liftoff, material. I forgot Mac Power users, which is embarrassing. <laughs> I know I forgot multiple of my own shows. Originality, parallel, pictorial, reconcilable differences. Remaster, Rocket, The Backmarkers, crush me, man. The Pen Addict, Thoroughly Considered, Ungeniused, mm-hmm. and Upgrade. I really did forget multiple of my own shows. That, that was a really hard question. Yeah. We get asked every time and we never do well with it. Because no. we, don't, we don't research beforehand to keep it fair. Well, I didn't. I did it. Okay. Just checking. Very good memory you got there. Very good memory. Would you like to know the final scores? Yeah. All right. We're going to start with Mike, who has 38 points. And Steven has 43. Congratulations. Yes! So the final question, once again, swaps the winner. How many did Steven get on that final one? What was the score for that final one? 21. He got them all all in the order. Congratulations. That's actually Yeah, they were all in order. So those yep. 21 were all in the proper order. I just uh, who can who Kathy, whose question was that? That was actually mine. Okay, that's good because I hate that question. <laughs> so I can tell you <laughs> I hate your question. Yeah, you can tell me that you hate my question. Yeah. Absolutely. I dreamed that. So I woke up from a full night's sleep and I said, I have the perfect final question and they're going to hate it. And I love yeah, it. Yeah. So thank you. Do you know something else so that much. I love? A donation from the, the screensaver orchestrator. James. Which I'm assuming is James and Saskia. Thank you so Yay. much for 1,042. No, nice. it's off. Yay. Thank you very Yay. much. And Kathy, thank you. Thank you for helping I Stephen finally win one. <laughs> wow. All right. Oh. So we're going <laughs> to... We're going to go to a video, and then we have something very special planned. Mm-hmm. In the case of these patients, these four patients that came to Memphis on Monday, they learned at some point, you are going to board a bus and then fly to America. Many of these patients 
had never left the country of Ukraine, much less ever traveled on a plane before. And so they had quite the experience. This was a small plane. Um, I've never been on a plane so small in all of my life, so they probably felt the air as they were flying over Europe, landing in Iceland to refuel, continuing their journey to Washington, D.C., refueling there, meeting the Border Patrol, who were elated to be able to help them with their journey, boarding once again on a plane, and landing in Memphis. And from there, I remember a patient mother asking me, and how much longer do we have to go? And I said, it's only 15 minutes from here. And she was so, so relieved. What I think that they will learn in short time is that this is hospital and the comprehensive services that it offers is unlike anything that they would have been able to promise their child at home in Ukraine. Even if we can do nothing about the one battle that they are facing, the fact that they've had to leave their homes, that at least we give them a chance to survive cancer and to fight that battle and to, you know, meet many people who care about their fate along the way. Hello and welcome back. Bonjour. Je suis chef. Welcome. Okay, so I feel like this year's uh, podcast has really taken like a full daytime TV show vibe. We are now continuing that with the cooking segment. Oh, I thought we were going to do like, is, is it your child? But we're not doing that sort of. No, not like Maury. More okay. like, uh, I don't know, like USA Today or whatever. More today. Yeah. Yeah. The morning show. No, not that one. Can you explain <laughs> why we have this? We have an Easy Bake Oven here. We talked about it on an episode of Ingenious, and you had not experienced it. No. And we thought everyone should experience an Easy Bake Oven. Mm -hmm. And so, dear viewers, we're going to let you choose what we cook. We have, we have red velvet and strawberry cakes. We have cheese pizza refill mix. Oh, it's they also refill mix. Yeah, the refill mix threw me off as well. Cheese, cheese pizza, pizza uh -huh. and mini whoopie pies. So please vote on Twitch. <laughs> I like the name of that one. It's funny. Which one you want. We're going to let that poll run for a few minutes while we go spin the wheel. Yep. And we will come back and we will do some cooking. Mm -hmm. It's going to be sweet. Or savory. Or spicy. Which one's spicy? I don't know what I'm doing. Okay, clearly. Let's go, let's go put some gummy bears in the thing. All right, let's go put some gummy bears in and the rocket. Packet one. HTM one. HTM one. I like the red. You're matching up and everything. It's good. <laughs> yeah, no, when uh, when you pick up your microphone, I'm going to tie my apron. But if I put my microphone down to tie the apron, then no one would hear anything. Okay. I got my funnel. I'm going to do this one-handed. It's going to be great. Oh, oh, they got stopped up in there. Oh, there we go. A lot of people have commented about what we're going to do with this when we're done. Uh, I don't know. There we go. Twi okay, so Twitch polls aren't working, so someone is tabulating. Is there a tabulation? There is a 
tabulation occurring, so you just say what you want. Just write it in the chat. You just shout it out, and there's a tabulation. Yeah, there's It's pizza. a scientific tabulation, like the way that Steven knows exactly how many gummy bears to add into yeah. the tube. Okay. Oh, that's good. Man, I should have worn this hat the whole show. Should we just go ahead and, and fill this up or come back to it in a minute? Why would you fill it up? Got to keep going. I mean, is it fill up? What is the top? Unknown. I th- oh, so it hasn't seen that scientific. It's super scientific. What, what is the amount of money when you get to the top? Hundred? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, we're at what? We're at a... Uh, nearly. Nearly $100,000 like, race today, which is really yeah. awesome. What have we got, like 13000 more? Something like that. Is that 13000 at the top there? Yeah. Good. Yeah. It's so impressive how you can do that. I know. I'm very smart. You are really smart. Your hat. Should we do a wheel spin and then and then cook? Let me find out. Shall we continue to do things or are we, have we chosen a recipe? Production room. Richard? <laughs> Richard, is there a recipe? Can anybody hear us? We're going to go to the wheel. We're going to the wheel? Pizza. Oh, it's pizza for sure. Let's just do it. Because this takes a really long time. So what we're going to do is, I've never... Okay, I've, that's unnecessary. <laughs> I've never used one of these before. So so I would like you to help me with the instructions and explain to me what I need to be doing while I'm doing it. We have... Let me bring in some... Uh, we have some, like, recipe-related things, utensils and stuff. Yeah, that's good. So do you want to get the instructions out? Yes. Are you going to eat some of this? I can't eat this. Are you sure? What if I told you it, was, it had absolutely zero nutritional value? Mixes contain wheat, milk, egg, and soy. What's wrong with that? I can't have two of those. Oh. Let's go. Are you ready? Okay. See, these are the instructions. I just need you to get the instructions. I know, I- but I'm putting these out so people understand that we're basically working with packets of dust. Yeah. Where is the water that we need? I was told there'd be water. We need Our it. lovely assistant Adina is going to get some water. Thank yep. you, Adina. But okay. I need to be able to measure it, I think. Preheat so, Easy Bake Ultimate Oven for 20 minutes. I cannot tell you the amount of times someone has said in the last 24 hours, preheat the Easy Bake Oven. Your elastic is showing there. <sighs> that doesn't help. Anonymous, right, thank you for your gift of $1,000. Wow, so generous. Tyler, Brian the Wolf, thank you all. Just the elastic in the back. All right, so first we're going to make the sauce. And look, it's in a jaunty font, so you know it's important. What do you think Federico would say about this pizza? I think he's going to wish that we made it for him. I, yeah, exactly. This is going to be authentic right. Italian pizza. Pour okay. one marinara sauce mix. Into what? And one and a half teaspoons of water into a bowl. Marinara sauce mix. This unit not labeled. Marinara sauce. What does that sauce. mean? Pizza di- marinara sauce. All right, so this goes in? That goes in with one and a half teaspoons of water. Okay. We can just get a, a good look at this. Oh, <laughs> no. Do I breathe this in? Or? Yeah, you want to. Okay, here's my question. Why is this? This is tomato sauce, right? It's white. It turns. How does that happen? It's science. All right. So you need one and a half teaspoons of water. I think I need a microphone person, someone to hold the Bob Barker mic to me, because I need both hands at all times for this. Thank you. I didn't mean to pour it in there. Yeah, what are you doing? No, no, shush. That's too big. No, I know, I know, I know. Look, I need to pour it in so I can get the water more easily, all right? Just, please. I'm 
I'm the chef. You're an artist. <laughs> All right, what do I need? You need one and a half teaspoons. So you need each of those full of water. I mean, I could have just done three of these. But... Or three of the half ones. That There's is There's a hair in here. That's the least of your worries. All right. That's gross. So you're going to mix that in with a spoon. Do I have a mixing spoon? Uh, I we have got no a, mixing spoon. we got a brush. That's... Let me see. We got some other stuff That's over here. That's not enough water. That's what it says. But look. Maybe someone can, can get anybody a spoon. give me something to mix this with? Just use your finger. No. No, I don't want to use a makeup brush. There's some spoons brush. under the sink out there. I guarantee you I don't want to use... Look at this. Look give, at Give that. everybody a good look at this. Where is the camera? Who's looking at this? <laughs> Where am I? I'm very upset. There we go. <laughs> oh, there we go. For what I'll say is, for the amount of times people said, turn on the Easy Bake Oven. Why did nobody get any of the things we needed for the Easy Bake Oven? It's fine. Look, here we go. Here's a spoon. <laughs> okay. I'm very upset. All right, I'm an artist. Sh chef's upset. I've seen... Thank you. Okay. I've seen Ratatouille. I know what happens when chefs get mad. Oh, that's terrible. Sh so should we improvise and add more water? It's kind of turning into a sauce. Yeah, get some ASMR in there. I mean, it's doing its thing. All right. I think I've got that. I think I might need more bowls. <laughs> Thank you. More bowls! <laughs> yes, chef! That's what everyone has to say when I ask for things. That's right. Okay, let's say that's marinara sauce. Okay, cup. and we sit that aside for later. I would love to sit it aside. I cannot tell you how much I want to sit that aside. All Number right. two, make the cheese. Oh, it's Pour the cow. Pour one garlic herb cheese mix and one and a half teaspoons of water into a bowl. Uh, That's dough. Okay. There we go. It's freaking me out because it keeps saying this unit not labeled. Like it says on every single one of them. It says, and then so I'm looking for the label and they all say this unit not labeled. It's upsetting. No? Okay. Very upsetting. We'll get this later on. <laughs> it's a me. Okay, this goes in, and what, another one and a half? Ooh. Gavin and Mark, thank you for your donations. We are getting ready to cross $339,000 for St. Jude's. This is what people want, right? Incredible. One and a half teaspoons again? One and a half teaspoons. I need more spoons. Can't you just use the same spoon? Nope. It's all going the same place. Nope. No, because then it's going to mix it up. I need another spoon. <laughs> There's a lot of running around out there going on there. <laughs> Bowls, spoons, it's all happening. All right. So you're going to mix that, and then you're going to set it aside for later. <laughs> I don't understand. Where is this going? Oh, this is... Ooh. It's just it's just a collection of powders. Uh, yeah, it's, that's not good. Oh, look, it's becoming crumbly. As cheese does. Hey, look, it's becoming a thing. Yeah, it's glue-like. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Cheese. Now we're going to... Cheese. All right, cheese. Cheese. We're now going to make the glaze. So pour one egg wash mix. Okay, Mike, you're not reading the whole thing. It says, this unit is not labeled for retail sale. But it's just, the, when I'm looking for what it says, and every single one of them says this unit is not labeled, it just keeps freaking me so out. So you're going to pour this, and, okay, pay attention, two tablespoons of water. Two tablespoons? Mix with a spoon. 
set aside for later. Two tablespoons. Two. We've been using teaspoons up until this point. It says two tablespoons. This is a lot of water. It's two of these. Do things. we even have that amount of water? Yeah, you look know how much I mean? water is. There's a hair in there. I know there's a hair in there. <laughs> Get off! I'm Get out! Help. Get out of my kitchen! I need a rolling pin to hit you with. <laughs> Tablespoons. Yes. Of water. God, I'm worried we Is glaze a common pizza? Oh, I got the hair. Whatever. <laughs> no, it's gone. It's, it's in, in there. there now. Come on. All right. It's part, it's all I need another now. spoon. Where are the spoons? So Thank angry. You. I, but I've asked for spoons hundreds of times now. Oh! <laughs> no! Or glaze dust. <laughs> Why does it keep happening? It's just a smaller ball. I think that's the issue. Why is it this color? Why? That's oh. not good looking. Maybe we can get a close-up of this. Oh, that color is no. bad. It's like, why is it brown like that? Egg yolk? Is egg it's yolk egg brown? It's egg Do you see the color of this? People keep giving me answers to questions, and they're not good answers. You know? Ooh, what a... Okay. So up next... Cheers to the Attorney General Flexi, a $101. Thank you. I appreciate the shout-out. Okay. Can I get a shot on this? And it's all lumpy and stuff. This is the grossest one. That's an egg wash mix. Egg wash. Now, set aside for later. I got a lot of like aside. I feel like these are warm. I think they've been recently cleaned. These balls, very Maybe. recent. Anyway, okay. Make the pizza dough. Pour oh, one. That was it. That's what it says. <laughs> Pour one pizza dough mix and one tablespoon of water into a bowl. Uh. I don't know if Jill can hear us, but if Jill can mute whatever we're hearing in our ears, that'd yeah, be, that'd be great. Yeah, there's a lot of duplication in our ears right now. It's nice and smooth. Right, what am I doing? Pour one pizza dough mix and one tablespoon of water into a bowl. Okay, pizza dough mix. What's happening? I don't know. Pizza dough mix. There's two pizza dough mixes. I know we got to use oh, the other one later. We're not, no, we're only going to make we're not going to make twelve of these. We're going to make six of these. We're not going to. But make we didn't have the other ingredients. Yeah, no, no, you have it later on. It's fine. It, we, I've already read ahead in these instructions yesterday, and it says use half of this. Cheater. All right, whatever. Uh, what am I doing with this? You are going to uh, you're going to do it with some things. One tablespoon of water into a bowl. One tablespoon of water. Stir and press the mixture together until you form the dough. Stir and press? Yeah. Oh, God. Press the mixture one? together. Just one tablespoon? Yes. You're then going to mix it in, and then you're going to use your hands to shape the dough into a ball. Just a... Oh, man. That's... That seems very dry. They always do, and then it just comes together magically. But what am I mixing it on? What's is there? Do I have a clean surface? Place them on this on a sprayed baking pan. Do we have a sprayed baking pan? Oh, 
This is the baking pan. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna use this thing. Okay. To press them on. Get some. Oh, people in the chat are very impressed, Eric, by your ability to hold the microphone still. He's a professional. He's a professional. It's years of training. Don't worry, this person is a professional. All right, so this just this just crumble. You put, put it on there? No. No, use, I got Use your hands and shape the dough into a ball, and then you split the dough into six equal pieces. Are you supposed to spray the tin first? Well, I'm not I'm to the tin yet. Yeah, you do that. I'll spray the tin. This is not going to stick together. Nailed it. That table's ruined forever. There's <laughs> <laughs> so much. There's so much on there. You don't need to stick. <laughs> you need to remove some of that. I think the AC bay cover might catch on fire. It's fine. What am I doing now? You are mixing into a ball. Oh, oh you, need, you need some everywhere. more water, I think. No, 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 no. Don't worry. I'm mixing it into a ball. It's, it takes a lot of concentration because it, every time I move, it wants to just crumble into a thousand pieces. Right. Well, it's it's in a ball now. So what am I doing now? Separating it into Separating si into six. <laughs> you separate this into six? Look how small it is. What do I do then? Like half and then? Yeah. But then half and then what? Then half two more times. Six. Six. Yeah. That's really good. <laughs> These are going to be tiny pizzas. Okay. Flatten each ball of dough like a little pancake and shape it into a circle. Can we get a paper towel just to remove it's, just a slight amount of this? There's so much. Look at this. All right, we're going with it. Going with it. And I'm going to take it. Good, now it's healthy. It's not about healthy. <laughs> now flattening these? Yes, like a little pancake. They're so small. I thought it was going to be bigger than this based on the image. But I guess I gotta get six on there, you know? I can't wait to feed these to our wonderful hungry crew. <laughs> Richard! <laughs> Richard! <laughs> Just like dinner time! <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Yeah. Use a pastry brush Ooh. to spread some glaze on top of the dough. I actually have one of those. Which one was the glaze? Oh, yes. Yeah, the brown one. one. This, there's like a really overwhelming smell here, right? What? what it, it just smells like herbs or something. Oh, Richard came. Hi, Richard. Well, I can't actually say Richard. We, we are getting a slight uh, echo in our headphones. It's yeah. just like we're hearing ourselves on like a 20-second delay. 
I think it's through Discord, but I can't prove it. Oh my God, John Syracuse just—the ghost of John Syracuse <laughs> just appeared. He wants to—he wants to uh, eat some pizza with you. I think so. He does have pizza. That's really good. Um, that's a lot of egg wash for shush. I think you need to do some more egg wash on that. Do you think it's gonna make a difference? <laughs> it's a pizza. Okay, egg washed. Okay, spread marinara sauce on top of the pizza dough. Be sure to save half the sauce for your second batch of pizzas. See, it's an exclamation point. That's incredible. They are so tiny. Mm hmm. I can't wait to feed people some incredible pizza. No. It's going to be so good. Everyone's going to be so happy. There we go. Here, I'll move this so we can get a good view. Thank you. Okay. I have made the pizza. Okay. Marinara I've marinara it. Spoon the cheese into a plastic sandwich bag. <laughs> What? <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's why these are here. Yep. And cut a small hole in the corner. It is a hilariously small amount of cheese for me to do this. I think you could just do that by hand. No, I want to do it as the instructions. Tell okay. Me. Yeah. So you're gonna fill up like the corner of the bag, and then yeah. we cut the corner of the bag off and use it as like a like a. Squeeze, squeeze thing. Yeah, that's good. Do we have a way to cut? Oh, there's scissors here. See, somebody read the instructions fully. But the person who read the instructions didn't know I needed spoons. Would you like to just cut the end? Just, just no, 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 it's way too much. That, there we go. Thank you. Oh, you no. didn't do it at all. Stop it. <laughs> Give me the scissors. <laughs> Jeez. What's wrong with these scissors? Here, hang on, hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Okay. Got it. Now what am I doing? Now you're going to squeeze out strings of cheese on top of the sauce. <laughs> it's way too big. Oh. <laughs> well, we're... <laughs> <laughs> well, we're only making six, so it's okay. No! This is true... True culinary art. Mm -hmm. Oh god. Why? Why does this exist? I feel like it should only be sweet things. Well, the audience wanted pizza. Okay. Okay. Time to bake. Oh really? Turn to baking basics for cooking instructions. Baking basics. Yep. <laughs> Why did it just say turn One, over? Preheat the easy bake oven Done for that. twenty minutes. Slide the baking pan into the slot as shown. So you want to put it in sideways. Use the pan pusher. Show everybody the pan pusher. Okay. Use the pan pusher to push the pan into the baking chamber. Stop when the baking line on the handle lines with the bottom of the baking slot as shown. Look inside the oven. Look inside the oven to make sure the metal doors are closed on both sides. It's closed on this side. Yeah, I think it's closed. Okay. If one door is slightly open, use the pan door pan tool to shut it. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. 
When baking time is done, use the pan pusher to push the pan all the way through the cooling chamber. Okay, okay. so this is going to cook for 14 minutes. So I'm going to set an alarm. Set a timer for 14 minutes. Oh, it's locked. Why is it locked? Set a timer for 14 minutes. And come on, Siri. There we go. We have a timer set. 14 minutes. Counting down. So we'll come back to this. In 14 minutes. In 14 minutes. In the meantime, what do we have next? I think we talked to uh, John Syracuse. John Syracuse. Minutes. No, he's no. John's not ready. No, Campaign. John's not ready. Campaign update. Let's let's spin the wheel. Okay. Can we take these off? Nope. Okay. <laughs> Are you ready? I'm ready. I may have spun that too hard. That was <laughs> twenty minutes later. <laughs> And we are landing on number 13. Mike makes a fundraiser donation. Okay. All right. I'll do that. We have, we are at 69% of our fundraising goal. Nice. That is $339,000 for the kids of St. Jude. You're going to donate $100 yep. to a campaign picked at random. Who's for St. Jude? Let's see. who. What is that? Who's? Oh, awesome. Oh, it's a, it's a podcast. I came across a Twitter the other day. Who's? H-O-O-S. Yeah. Who's? Who's? What is that? It's a podcast. Who's? Yeah. Hmm. It's theirs. Hey! I'm going to spin the wheel again. And 14 onesie segment. We're already in aprons, so. No, we should. One of these on top of this? I've got to take the jacket off to get, fit the onesie on. I think we're just going to move on from we're that We're going to keep these on when we talk to John. How about that? Number eight. Hula hoop battle. Oh, my God. I haven't even made my donation yet. <laughs> Where are the, oh, here are the hula hoops. What if I donate and hula hoop? Can I, do you reckon I can do that? Yes. You, you hula hoop. No, I no I'm, I'm bad at it. I'm going to give you the heavy one. Is there a heavy one? It's the hula hoop pro. <laughs> pro Max. I'm going to sit the mic down. I seriously hurt my thumb. <laughs> my thumb was like inside the hula hoop as it went around me. Okay. I'd say we do one more wheel spin and then we talk to John and we'll get John's hot take about our pizza. Let's speak to John now. Okay. Come on, hula hoop boy. I'll stop to get the food out because we have to let it cool. That's true. True. 
right. It really smells like pizza over it here. Do, you know, it does smell like pizza. It's a pizza. All right, we are now going to be joined by everyone's it's friend, me, yeah. Mario. Mr. John Syracuse. Hey, John. Ciao, John. Hey, guys. Welcome from Italy. Oh, oh. we just got a donation. Sorry, John. Sorry. $5,555.55 from the vengeful ghost of the iPhone mini. <laughs> Everything we said about the iPhone mini was wrong. iPhone mini is the best. Uh, John Syracuse, what did you think of our pizza? Did you see it? I just tuned in and was getting everything set up, and I could tell you were doing something with mm. food, but if you hadn't told me it was pizza, I'm not sure I would have been able to it's tell. It's pizza from an Easy Bake Oven. What do you think that's going to mm-hmm. be like? Mm-hmm. Not good. It was like six distinct powders that all got small amounts of water right. added to them. Yeah. The oh, whole thing the fancy people do with pizza at home is they get those ovens that go to like 1,000 degrees, and you're trying to use a light bulb. Yeah, <laughs> that's a really good point. That's true. How are you, John? Doing good. Yeah? Did you get a new phone today? I did get a new phone oh. today. John, is that a trash can Mac Pro box behind you? I did some set dressing. Oh! oh. Wait, can yeah, I finally got a trash can. I was excited to, uh, to finally uh, yeah. round out my collection. John, are they holiday cards hanging up? Yours are probably up there somewhere, yeah. (laughs) I like that you just keep them on constant display. It's always holidays in John Syracuse's office. It's it's like one of those metal, like, wires up there, and then if you don't have the things on it, then what do you hang on it? So we just never take them down. Good point. That's true. Good point. That's true. But you think one day the load might become so heavy (laughs) that it brings the cells down? We rotate them, and they're very light. Like the, the main thing they do is, like, when there's air currents, like when the heat's Mm. on in the winter, they flutter and make noises. That kind Mm. of annoys me. Oh, it annoys you. I thought it might have been like soothing. No, no. Because you got the, it gets picked up on the the microphone. That's true. That is true. There's just an overwhelming smell of pizza in. It's it's pizza, but also kind of plastic. Yeah. Which might mean that the thing's melting. What smells like pizza to you? Like, well, okay. So it's like oregano and tomato sauce. Yes. Like that's, that's, that's the smell. Do you say oregano? Not anymore. (laughs) <laughs> I say oregano now. I don't like the way oregano sounds. It's it was like Oregana. Wasn't that her last name? <laughs> what is that? A Star, Star Wars. Star Wars reference. Uh, you, you play into your audience. You I know am. your audience. Yeah. My donation is not going through. We'll deal with that later on. Okay. John, what phone did you get? I got the 14 Pro. Okay. Very, very boring. You're coming from a 12, right? Yeah, 12 Pro. Okay. I got, I got this... I got the clear case. Oh which, no! I don't. I don't want the clear case, but it's the only Apple-made case that has the bare bottom. Mm, yeah, okay. very, yep. very important to me. I have other cases on order, but apparently all the third parties couldn't get their acts together. So all my like actual cases that I want from third parties are coming in the middle of October. So I needed yep. something for now. Uh, and let me tell you, this clear case is worse than I could have possibly imagined. I put the phone into it right out of the box, and. I don't know. Have you ever, either one of you ever had a clear case? An Apple I've clear tried case? It. I tried the, the, when they did it with whatever, whenever they started doing that, I tried the clear case and I think it yeah. lasted about three days. And I couldn't handle it. Every anymore. piece of dust in your house ends up between the phone and the case. Yeah. Well, I guess That's that always happens, but you usually don't see it, right? Mm. Yeah. Well, so like I did the, the sort of surgical clean room procedure, which is like directly out of the box immediately into the, into the clear case without <laughs> yep. touching it with my fingers. You know what I mean? Yep. Right. I don't have that problem. The problem I have is I put it in the case, snapped it all in, and then I picked it up off the ground. And I don't know if you, I don't know if you can hear this. 
You hear that? No. It's probably... it, make... it, it makes like a creaking noise. Like, mm. like, oh, that's it, terrible. like when you pick it up and squeeze it, it, the clear part touches the side and then it pulls away like by, a, by oh. like a micrometer. The whole thing creaks. It's just this terrible. So I guess, like, do you think they creaking. all do that? But just because that one's pure plastic, you hear it? No, I think it's this just this specific huh. one because it's made out of this weird rubberized, like squishy yep. plastic stuff. Yep. The other ones are made of like some other thin shell of hard plastic with stuff wrapped around. Hmm. I, had, I had the Apple silicone case last time, right? Yep. I got this one this time because I'm like, well, I know I don't like the lip anymore. So let me get this thing so bad. I cannot wait to get this thing off my phone. I don't even know if I'll be able to keep it on the phone because every time I pick it up, I feel like it's like sliding or slipping or creaking and i'm like maybe it's not seated right maybe i didn't get all in no it's seated it's in as far mm. as it's ever going to go it just creaks it makes terrible creaks that's I, terrible I hate it so much yeah john john what is your strategy when it comes to new phone time some people back up to finder and restore from there some people use iCloud. some people do the direct transfer what's your go-to move well i'll start off by saying no one should uh ask uh, me this question because i am the worst at this game but uh like for the past few years for the past few phones i've gotten i've had to spend like an hour and a half on the phone with the verizon to just to get my telephone number to transfer oh. and i was worried about it with the eSIM and everything but that part of it went fine i had my two phones yep. next to each other was setting them up scan the little dot thing you know oh look your cell phone number is transferring oh it transferred like wow so painless but Last year, I remember being annoyed that all, quote unquote, all my stuff didn't transfer to my new phone. This year, I said, okay, I'm going to go back to the tried and true method. I'm going to make uh, you know, iTunes slash Finder backup of my phone while I wait for the package to arrive. And I did just today in the morning. I mm-hmm. plugged in my 12 Pro, made a complete encrypted, fresh Finder backup of my phone. Everything went fine. Then I got the new phone. It transferred the number over perfectly fine. And I did restore from my Finder backup. And it took a really long time. The finder showed a big giant progress bar. And when it was done, I have none of my stuff on my phone. Nothing. Oh, no. All my slacks are gone. None of my accounts exist. None of my two-factor stuff exists. Everything is gone. None of my settings exist. My preferences for Twitterific. Nothing is here. Everything is gone. I'm never doing a a finder backup again because this is way worse than when I did the iCloud uh, restore last time. I'm almost like I should just... Forget it, start over and do an iCloud restore or something. But no, the good far, one is the phone-to-phone. The phone-to-phone transfer. That's I've done that one, one as well. I've never been satisfied with how much stuff gets transferred, but okay. I'm going to say, like, finder backup, you're off my list. I'm never doing you again because yep. I lost everything. And you know you know which one hurts the worst? Many thousands of holes in Golf on Mars. No. Gone. I launched Golf on Mars. It's like, oh, here comes Wait, the ball floating down with the power. Are they not on the old phone anymore? Oh, they're on the old phone. Okay. They're not on the new phone. Okay. And I can't get them to the new phone because the, the golf on whatever, Desert Golf and Golf on Mars guys is evil and doesn't do any cloud syncing. <laughs> do you think do you think they do that purposefully? Absolutely. Yeah. That is absolutely on purpose. That's part of the ethos of the game. The ethos of the game is, you know, tough luck. Yeah. <laughs> You're on your own. Um, what colors so did you go mad. for? It's boring black. What do you think of the black? I mean, I mean, I'm not going to see it once my case is on it. Uh, it's fine. You know, I, I like if I had no case, I would have got the white because I like the way the white one looks about the case. I like the stainless steel silver on the edge. And I like the actual white on the back, not the dishwater color from last year, but the actual white. So I would have got white if I was using it without a case, but or if I was using a clear case. But I hate this clear case. But anyway, uh, I have a black leather case. I have two black leather cases coming. Both of them have a bare bottom uh, and they should come sometime in October ish. What's the bare maybe. bottom thing? 
Like, what's that? Like, why do why do you need that? Like, what do you? You know why? Because I'm all I do all day is swipe up from the bottom of my phone. And oh, I, hate I see. My thumb you know, I thought you meant the... like the very bottom, but no, you don't want a lip on the bottom on the do, on I the screen. Like the, yeah, 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 I remember Apple, now. I remember now. The whole bottom is mm-hmm. exposed. There's no cutouts for anything, and there's no more importantly, there's no like lip there for it okay. to hit my thumb against. And I tried it. I tried it with the Apple silicone case. My wife has the Apple other case, but it has a lip. Can't stand it. Got to have the bare bottom. <laughs> this is great. Uh, how much time have you spent using the phone today? Much? All I've been doing is going start with the two phones here, starting from the upper left and just going across, launching each app and copying the settings and logging in. And then I launch the okay. next app, copy all the settings, log in, and launch the next app. And some, some apps take longer than others. Some of them you realize I don't know where these passwords are anymore. Mm-hmm. Some of them I realize, like Golf on Mars, that there's nothing I can do about it as far as I can tell. I'm just stuck where I am. I don't understand why the iTunes encrypted backup or the, the Finder encrypted backup like copied nothing. The worst thing is, after I had restored from the backup, it's like big progress bar on the Finder. Okay, you're all restored. When I like swiped up to enter my phone, every icon on my home screen said waiting dot 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 and was grayed out. It's like, what did you even copy? What was it doing? Why are the apps say waiting? Is it downloading them from the app store? Does it not back up apps? Why Maybe it was copying the data, but making you download the yeah. apps from the cloud, right? I've seen yeah. that kind yeah. of thing before, which is really annoying. It would just the be so thing, great but... if you just just let you do the whole thing, right? Yeah. And like I'm sure you two both have this problem as well. Test flight. You know, the yeah. restore knows nothing about test flight. So oh, you realize, yeah. oh, I've got all my apps and they're back. But you don't because seven of the apps you use every day are all actually test flight ones. And so you have to go to test flight and install over on top of them. And I don't, I don't know what that does with settings. The one thing that is good about that, though, is when you do install them, if you haven't messed anything around, it does, pr- I think, preserve the order they were in on your home Existing screen. Ones. Like that's good. Yeah, no, it does. That yeah. it does and I that, think it inherits. I, I think it inherits the non-test flight settings, but of course you have to have the non-test flight settings in there. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a little fragile. What do you think about the always-on oh. display? It's weirding me out. You know why? It's weird, I right? Know, I like so, it, you know, I've got pictures of. I don't know how to swipe through them, but I've I've got. A, I did. I picked. I made a new home screen, and it's mm-hmm. rotating pictures of my family, and I had to like edit these because it's so hard to find a picture with this much free space above like your kids' heads. Uh-huh. Right, because I frame pictures correctly, so I don't have photos with that much free space. So I got to do like AI image extension with like a pixel meter to to make uh, more space above them. But now, when my phone is sitting on a counter, I think I'm getting a text from my son. Right, because it looks yeah. like you know when they text you, their picture comes up and fills the mm-hmm. screen. I'm constantly looking like, oh, is someone texting me? Is my wife texting me? No, so I might have to like come up with a different strategy for <laughs> for my. Uh, lock screens because it always looks like I'm I'm receiving a call or a text from a family member. It's it's very strange how much of the screen is preserved. I mean, we've been playing with mics and it's it's surprising. Speaking mm-hmm. of Mike, Mike went over to the pizza oven because our timer went off and he's having a real hard time. <laughs> let's go, let's check in. On, let's go check in on uh, check in on Mike. Oh! Oh! Don't touch the pan! Oh! Don't touch the pan! Oh, okay. Sorry, John. Oh. It's like everything's... Well, it's too late now. He's burned. They're going to cool down for an amount of time. Okay, we're going to let those cool. John, they don't look like pizza. I can tell you that. I can't see see your video, by the way, so I can't see what you're doing over there. Okay. It's for the best. It's for the best. (laughs) I did see the hats, though, earlier. Yeah, we had aprons on. It's very exciting. Those yours to keep? I hope so. Yeah. 
I didn't allow to them in the kitchen I from now on. The rule. To cool in the cooling chamber for five minutes. I don't. Uh, you rushed over there and got excited. Well, I mean, it's out now. It's cooling now. Allow pan to cool in the cooling chamber. Don't grab it by five minutes. All right. Bare hands like you did. We'll come back to that later on. John, he, did, he just reached over and picked the pan up after it came out of the You know, oven. John, I'm sure, sure you've done stuff like this. In the I know you've done stuff like this, John. Like, you, you, your instincts get the better of you, right? And I was nearly dropping it, so I went to touch it. You know, I just reached out and grabbed it. It was hot. It's fine. I'm fine. Are you okay? Yeah, mm. I'm fine. That seems like one of those things that you do maybe once, but then you're... Well, this is the first time that I've used an easy bake oven, so I, this is the one time. Oven. I'm not going to do it again. <laughs> so a real oven. I've learned. I've learned. Well, I, maybe. Where were we? Uh, we talked about the always-on display mm-hmm. and how it's kind of weird. It is what? kind of weird. Uh, I keep thinking my phone's on, so I'm going to have to get used to that. I guess that's the point, right? That is always What did you on. pick as your lock screen? Like, what did, did you go through and, like, make a new lock screen? Do you have, like, rotating images? Do you use weather? Or what do you use? So I haven't set up my phone properly, the new phone, because, like, Stephen brought it to the studio today. So I just basically turned it on, put a couple of apps on it. So, But when I do the full restore... I'm using a picture of Adina now, and I'm intrigued to see how it's going to look color-wise. So I'm using one of Apple's built-in ones, like the the standard one that's on the box. So it's got like the two circles, and like you can see that they're color, like it's a color image, which is really interesting. And I don't really know how it's going to feel. Strange. You're using the the standard one. What you said with two circles? What? It's, it's kind what of like you? it's the, what's on the boxes. It's like what? these two. Oh, uh, it's on this. Yeah, yeah, those. And for me, that one of them is is gold because I got the gold phone. I couldn't even tell what that's supposed to be. So this is a home what? screen option, apparently. Yeah, they are screen? the standard default home screens that mm. that come kind of like pre-installed. If yeah, if yeah, I guess yeah, most people don't see that because they're constantly just restoring their settings from an old phone. So it's just yeah, whatever they yeah. have before. Yeah, it's it is it is strange. Uh, I think maybe something we ever we all get used to. Mm-hmm. I don't think it, we're ever going to get used. Like, if people pick, putting pictures of our, you know, family members and stuff on there, it's always going to look like they're texting you or calling you. Hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like cause you should make that your lock screen and then have Adina call you and see if you can note the difference. Other than the fact that your phone is vibrating, obviously. Like, you see their picture filling your phone screen. It's like, oh, I'm getting a text or a call. See, this is funny. People never call me, so I, did, I didn't even know. Well, so if someone calls me, their photo fills the screen? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, see, I don't really get phone calls. I don't get phone calls really from anyone that I care about, by and large. So, like, I never see that. Huh. Yeah, maybe maybe it won't be an issue for you. I guess it doesn't happen with Texas. No, 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 no one calls me. The phone, when somebody calls you, it fills up. I didn't know that. I take phone calls all the time. Oh, yeah, we've been through this. You have the phone on the lock screen. Yeah, no, I I didn't know that that happened. I think also I'm pretty bad at um, having... I can't like people's photos in, con- in contacts because my contacts database is so bad at keeping in sync. I have like three entries for every person. And every uh-huh. time I add somebody to my phone, I also have to add them to my Mac and to my iPad. Like it's been uh, broken you, for you years. Go find, you got to go find the poisoner. Like well, when you have yeah, that, there's one device that is poisoning everything, right? So yep. you got to like process of elimination. You got to like wipe and erase the device and don't put any new data on it. Then sync and dedupe. And yeah. then see if the dupe come back. And My keep plan is to, at some point, busy contact, whatever it's called, and like download all of, just download them all, dedupe them all, and then delete every device from contacts, mm-hmm. and then just start again. But it's just like, yeah. 
I, I, I went that. through this a while back. Yeah. And the tricky part is if you do that, you're like, I delete all the things I might, because address book has address book contacts has its own database backup thing in it itself. Yeah. You can just do that. Right. But the problem is you do that, you delete everything and then you dedupe and then you restore. And then the duplicates come back and you're like, wait, what's going on? And it's because the cloud knows about some device that's in a drawer that you don't know about that it remembers the contacts huh. on and that's the poisoner and you have to like you know we know we all have too many devices yeah, see, oh, this just seems like out of your Apple ID. such a horrible amount of work <laughs> i don't want to do yeah. so i'm just going to have triplicates of contacts and nothing in sync <laughs> for like the next 20 years i think that's probably what i'm going to do and plus now must you don't you also get the thing where people offer their contact image like you message with yeah. them and it's got the update contact just constantly yeah. just and it doesn't work for me of- <laughs> so i say yes update and it just doesn't do it mm-hmm. uh, then it will do it on like one device i didn't ask it for but then on the original device it still doesn't do it and then the next time i hear from them it says it again uh, i don't think i could handle that i would i would have to i, I did you know fight this until it became somewhat sane because i can't i can't handle that i i hate it when i get offered the images though because i have my own images of the people that i like better and it keeps offering me like their image I'm like no i'm not taking it oh you want to be like that doesn't surprise me. You want to like curate the image. Yeah. Yeah. I have my, I have my own photos of most people. Frequently photos that I took and that's what I use. Uh, we just, sorry, no, we just got a $1,000 donation, which now means we passed $350,000 raised, which means we have raised now over a hundred thousand dollars today. All right. And I have no doubt. I have no doubt. It was because John's here. Like, I'm convinced that this is, so John, thank you for doing this for us. (laughs) <laughs> much appreciate you all right so if you did put awesome. a picture of your wife on your lock screen yeah did you have to photoshop it no why would i do that to make it fit so oh, no, her I face took, is I not took covered it with an by the clock i took it with an iphone but you took it with lots of headspace <laughs> above her i just so happened just, that the image i, mean, that I chose not very tall no it's, it's very easy to get headspace <laughs> above my wife it's not <laughs> but, a no, it depends on how you frame the pic- the photo's not on a fixed mount you can point it at a person no Usually when I, you point it at a that person. image i know i zoomed it in a bit and pulled it down and like it worked great that particular the particular image that i chose worked great for that mm. and but yeah, then i, I use I, widgets anyway so like the cutoff thing doesn't count you know they don't mm. do the the yeah, whole yeah, way, yeah. you know uh, I mean, then you don't, but uh, if you don't use widgets and you're not doing like that, I, I, that's why I don't have widgets because I want the little hair. You want the little fancy it. thing? Like, it's a cool look. Yeah, it is cool. The effect is neat. Yeah. It is nice. It, and it zooms like it makes the person move up against the background or something like the animation yeah. or whatever. So that's cool. So I wanted that. But if you don't do that and it just has the person there, if they're, if you don't have enough space above their head, the clock is just over their face. Mm-hmm. Like you just can't, you know, so I don't, I, I think people are going to find out that. Uh, there aren't a lot of photos that they take that are that long and skinny with that much empty space above people's heads. Well, now we're all going to take photos that way just in case they show up on our lock screens. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Every photo is like this. Though, too. Like, like, like my wife's picture, it's like a head and shoulders shot, right? That I like. Yeah. But then now when I put the space above it, because her head and shoulders isn't that big, it's like a huge amount. Yeah. Of space. Like she's, I mean, she's the shortest one in the family, but she's, it's like her head way down at the bottom of the phone and yeah. lots of green leaves all up to the top. Out of context, those photos are very funny in a photo library. Yeah. It's like, why did you frame it like this? Oh, yeah. And it took me so long to even clock. figure out how to, how to move, like, you know, when you select the image and that terrible yeah. interface for the lock screen that you have to do it like a two-finger zoom and then keep your two fingers on it and move because you can't pan with a single finger. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah, you have to, like, it's and then, weird. Yeah, move it around. Yeah, it's, it's definitely worst. a little finicky. 
It's like the people who made that UI have never used an iPhone before. We need to give them a way to pan the image. What should we do? How about making them zoom first and then make them keep two fingers? <laughs> no, just, like, have they ever used an iPhone? Probably Very bad. Not. All right. John Syracuse, I have to go eat some pizza now. So, <laughs> Good luck. It's Don't been a pleasure as always. Thank you for joining us. We really appreciate it. You were our final guest like you were a couple of years ago. Although I think we extended the podcast on for you a few years ago. Yeah, because you were complaining about my home screen. That's true. That's right. One day I want to take a look at that thing again. That hasn't changed really. Look at it again. I'm it's not... the same. It's... Oh, that's a lot of apps. So many apps. No widgets, John? No. We don't have no. time for this. Okay, okay, sorry. sorry. <laughs> okay, yeah, that is all right, all right, all right. John Syracuse, thank you so much, and thank you for all that you do. You and the ATP boys, we really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Thank you, John. No problem. Take yes. care. Pizza, Pizza time? Yep. Man, they look so bad, though. Did you see it? They do look bad. My, I didn't get, like, my burn isn't that bad. So. That's good. Yeah. I think we'll probably spin the wheel after this. Yeah. And I've got to get in that. We'll, we'll, we'll wrap up in there. Yeah. But we'll, we'll put a little, yeah. I'll put a little makeup on you. You put a little makeup on yeah. me. We got time. We get in the balloon room. You know? Like, we, we do all that kind of stuff. All right. Let me eat one of these. Okay. Do you want to pick one? Um, you don't need to hold it. I can eat one hand. That one has cheese on it, All so right. probably that one. Oh, it's still stuck. See, you should have used more oil on the pan. No, they were stuck to each other, not to the pan. I mean, it just tastes like a microwave pizza. It's, like, not that bad. All right, I thought it was going to be way worse than that. It just tastes like a microwave pizza. we need pizza. some other people to maybe... Come All right, on. Dina, come try one. No, really, like, I was expecting where what? I mean, it's very dry, Richard. obviously, because it's... Richard? <laughs> we have dinner, Richard. <laughs> right? What do you think? Pretty good? Oh, Ricky's going to come try one. He's going to try one. All right, <laughs> 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 we're going to let, let uh, Ricky try one. Ricky, you need a cheese piece. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's stuck to the... Other pizza. Here we go. A bit dry, but um, reminiscent of pizza, I would say. (laughs) (laughs) It's like a ghost of pizza. Ghost of like a Tostitos pizza bite. Okay. So a microwave cheap. So what that is telling us is these microwave pizzas are all just made of powder. Oh yeah. Yeah. In case you in case you weren't sure already. Yeah. That's easy bake oven. All right. All right, let's put some makeup on each other. Let's touch some things instead of that. No, 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 come on. Just a little bit. We're we'll just going to... we we'll do a little makeup, and we're going to do a couple more wheel spins, and then we'll say goodnight. Look at that amount of... No, I want to get in the balloon room. Look at we it. Gotta, we got to do that, too. There's still time. We just have to go. We can go long. Can you help on timey? Oh, gladly. Oh, I have to cut this. No, no, you don't have to cut it. And also, those scissors won't cut anything. There you go. What's happening? Oh, they're setting up Steven Touches things. Oh. Oh, they're, no, they're touching makeup. Sorry. Okay. There's oh. a lot of there's a lot of things happening. It's the end of the day. People are tired. tired. Oh, I do. Ricky I ate some pizza. All right. So. Oh, yeah. Are. Look at that. Look at that banana picture. All right. So, so makeup good. time. Uh, I'm going to give you some of the gold this time. Maybe yeah. you can apply something to my lips. What do you think about that? Gladly. 
I need a brush, right? Okay, I will sit down here. You push, you push on the end. You got to straighten your pillow. That's that's enough. That's enough. No, I did it. Yeah, I'm gonna. Oh, it's cold. It's really cold. How's your hand where you burned it? Immediately. That's good. That's proof that the nerves are okay. Oh no! Why across the forehead? That's so much more than I did to you. Stop it! <laughs> Can I put glasses on? to the bathroom earlier took my glasses off it's all just like inside the like between the glass and the frame it's oh just no. glitter because it's right there on the cheeks so I've got it forever you know what I mean yeah this bow tie I wore this bow tie I wore this bow tie and jacket the first year but this bow tie is, I always find glitter in this bow tie from the first year and yeah. I've wore it like six times that's since. amazing alright let me do some stuff to you yep so you can here you go I'm gonna get some hair clips for Mike You do your thing. I mm, five hundred and twelve dollars from Deborah and Mark. Hundred dollars from Jesse. One hundred nine dollars from Keith. Hundred from Pat. Hundred from Tyler and Alicia. You weren't so aggressive. So aggressive. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> it tastes real bad. Oh yeah, it does. Ah, <laughs> uh, you so much tissues. <laughs> tissues. <laughs> Thank you. You're beautiful. I'm just going to evenly distribute it a little. Oh, it's so much, though. Why did you do that? You're so angry. There we go. You're I'm beautiful. <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't seen me up close. Let's see if I get in the shot. Oh, no. <laughs> you got the minus touch. Baby. It's true. Yeah. All okay, right. so we're going to do Stephen Touches Things. We'll do a couple wheel spins, yep. and then we'll do the balloon. Uh, the balloon finish, as they call it. In balloon room, you say. Yes. Okay, so I'm going to do this. Yep. Uh, okay, we need uh, the Bob Bob Barker microphone for you. Can you pass me the microphone? Thank you. Stephen, look at the monitor. Just put the blindfold on. You're going to have glitter on. You know what? This is. I think it's perfectly fine that there's going to be a little bit of glitter on the on the blindfold. Oh no! I did something terrible. I realized I put it on my forehead. And that's going to be in my eyes. I'm just going to shut my eyes. I will not. I will not cheat. I don't want glitter like in, in the eyes. eyes. Yeah, that's. Bad. I mean, it should be okay. It's like safe. I'm not living. Yeah, I'm, I'm on my way. There's like a lot of cables. Hold on, Stephen. Hold on. Okay. Are we ready? Oh, jeez. I mean, this is great. What is that? Okay. Fair enough. Oh. Touch it. <laughs> uh. <laughs> oh. oh, it smells. And I, like, I don't like the smell. 
What is it? Well, th one thing I'll tell you it's is it raw meat? Kind of? It feels like ground beef. I mean, it's close. Different animal. Well, okay. Ground it is impossible sausage. Oh. Molded into. I mean, it says molded into the relay logo, but it's just an R. Let's see. Which I feel like. Yeah. Not anymore. Now it just looks like someone fell from a really great height. Is what that looks like. Uh, so can we? Can, this smells so bad. Can you smell this? Oh, it's so strong. It's so strong. Yeah, please take it away. I would love that, Stephen. Can you just lift your right foot a little bit? Thank you. It's. Why does it smell like that? Did they add the smell to like? Oh, thank you. Yeah, everyone is like screaming as it go as it goes by. Them. I mean, look, uh, impossible sus, you know, impossible. I'm pleased you're around. Like doing the thing that you do is great for people, but like it shouldn't smell like that. Let's just chill that a little bit on the seasoning. Yeah, he doesn't need to be that way. Right. Oh, why'd you do that? Up next, Stephen's gone into like <laughs> full destruction phase. He's hit. he's been here for long enough that now he's throwing things. I gotta hit the PC again. Oh, touch it, touch it. Okay, well, those are clearly Lego pieces. Oh, God. This is good for you, though. You'll like this right now. This is really great. Is it, is it soapy water? No. Close, though. Really close. Is it like baby oil? No, you went further away. It's not soapy water. No, but it's close to soapy water. What does that mean? What does soapy water do? Cleans? Yes. It's a cleaner? I mean, kind of. You're nearly there. Well, I mean, it's obviously not all cleaner, right? I mean, it feels like soap around the edges. Yeah, my baby, but it isn't. Do you know what's it's inside like of it? Dis detergent? Why don't you tell me what else is in there? It's a bunch of Lego. In what? What do you, you clean your hands with it? The sink? Hand sanitizer. <laughs> Hand sanitizer. Hand sanitizer. Okay. See, oh, it's yeah, good, good after the impossible thing. That's good. Just get that in there. Yeah, get, get it nice oh, and clean. Oh, it burns. I got a cut on my finger. Ah! Okay. So we both we both suffered. I got burned, and you got sanitized. Sanitized. That's good. So there's there's two more. One more. One more. Two more. Two, two more. Two more. Oh, it, it's so bad. Tidying up after you because you're real messy in there. I'm sorry. Do you want to use this a cloth? I as don't well? know what this is. I no, like a cloth. This. Like it, yes. Do like, you know what this is? I can't see it. I can't feel it. You're doing a very good job of keeping your eyes closed. Respect the game, son. Mm -hmm. All right. Just checking. <laughs> he really did. He really kept his eyes closed. My nose is running from the sausage. Me okay. too. Why is it that? Okay. Why is that? I don't know. All right, touch it. No, not that. Okay. <laughs> uh, oh, this is the, the bear, the zero gravity thing yeah indicator it's, yeah space puppy space puppy That's you can nice. just throw space puppy out there you go <laughs> didn't it float here this is the final one okay okay my nose is really running <laughs> <clears throat> final one how's everybody feel about this one <laughs> that was a mixture did you get that it was yeah, a real mixture I think ricky said great and he can't be trusted richard <laughs> Okay. 
Nice and smooth, Steven. Nice and smooth. The grand finale. Oh, sorry. I'm a, I'm Touch it. Up. Touch it. Ooh. I should just go whole hog into this one. Yeah, you should. Yeah, go for it, baby. <laughs> okay. This is gummy worms again? Yep. And? Go in. Go all in, baby. No, too far. You went too far in. <laughs> That's a hot dog. That's a hot dog. Oh. What else? Is this just a mixture of all the things? From yeah. yeah. And that was Stephen Touches Things. Uh, we'll never do it again. Yeah, we are, baby. Oh. Oh. Yeah, you open your eyes now? Yeah, I want to see what this one looks like in person. Do you? Oh. oh. It's real bad, huh? Oh, I feel ill. Imagine we all had to look at that. I'm going to go rinse my hands off. Yeah, you go do that. And then we'll do a wheel spin. Yeah, you go do that. All right. Off he goes, everyone. That's Stephen Hackett. i tell you what I'm going to do, because he has done a lot of that. Uh, I'm going to do the bean boozled thing. That feels fair. So much carnage now in here. I feel like the cleanup's gonna take a really long time. <laughs> Is cables? Hold on. I'm trying to not destroy the microphone. Uh, I'm just gonna hold this because I'm worried I'm gonna knock them off the table and they feel expensive. Okay, so it's gonna be. It was. Oh, it's the worst one. Uh, birthday cake or dirty dishwater. I, I think... No, the fish one is the worst one. Where is that one? Okay, so... Looks like this. You'll know immediately because I really like birthday cake, so it will be an immediate thing. Alright. I'll do another one. The thing is, though... I don't know if there's something way to make them. Even the good ones, they have a hint of the bad. So uh, there's something wrong with that. I, think. I don't think they'll make them in a very great way. Okay, so now, toasted marshmallow or stink bug. Oh, that one's pretty bad. That one, when I ate that last time, Adina could smell it. So, it's in the room. So get ready, everyone. No. No, there it is. Yes, stink bug. Yep. <laughs> You see, because at first, you get a little bit of the toasted marshmallow, and that comes for you. Oh. I'm going to do one more. Why not? Let's mix them up. We're getting all up in there. Uh, we're going to go, this one is either berry blue or toothpaste. Berry. I did three of the beans. I saw. Two bad, one good. It's not too bad. Yeah. And I finished on the toothpaste, which is good. Yeah, it's a nice palate cleanser. Yeah. So what we're going to do, uh-huh. I was just out there talking with the people in charge. Oh, wow. Who aren't us, to be really clear. Yeah. Uh, we're going to do some wheel spins. Mm-hmm. We're going to finish this, because yeah. we raised $100,000. We're going to go in the balloon room. Yep. Yeah. And then we're going to have a serious talk with everybody oh, about the work of St. Jude. Okay. And we're going to give people a warning when there's t- 10 minutes left, etc. So we're going to do a couple wheel spins. 
There's some stuff up there we haven't done enough, so there may be some rigging, some some gentle nudging of the wheels as we go. I also want to hit the thing with a sledgehammer. Oh yeah, we're gonna do that for sure. I can't tell you how gross my hands feel after washing them twice. Yeah, I've, that's pretty bad. You really took one. Oh, why is it gonna end? PC smash. Hey, whose turn is it? Uh, I feel like I haven't done one in a while. You do one. Yep. We also have Jill's broken watch, which she said we could hit. What should I hit it with? The obviously the sledgehammer. Because right. there's a battery in it. You got to make put the fire out as you hit it. Was like hit it hard enough? Yeah. It's fine. the fire. Yeah, it's fine. That makes sense. Oh no. Yeah, I'm putting my safety goggles on. So, standing at six foot two, we have Michael, David James Hurley, versus the HP Pavilion 8710. In three. Two, one, go! Oh, right off the tarp onto the floor. <laughs> Everyone who works here just had a heart attack. Why don't we just go down? Okay. And not towards. Oh, no. It's fine. Don't look here. Don't look here. I'm so sorry. Here. For the trouble of repainting the wall. There you go. I'll take it. Here you go. Uh, I don't need this. We're just maximum destruction now. I got it. I would like to issue a formal apology for the wall. Are you going to like aim for the watch? Okay, and standing at six feet, uh, Stephen. <laughs> Three, two, one. Oh, that was good. Do you see where you hit that? Yeah. Oh, okay. That was a good one, though. Are you going to give it another go? Yep, you missed the watch. Okay, in three, two, one. You missed the watch again, but it's fine. Just, <laughs> no, you missed the watch again. There you go. There you got it. There's a battery in that, though, for sure. Okay. Oh, that was the dust. Did you see the dust? Okay, that's fine. Just separate that in. Another spin. Oh, bite the bear. <laughs> okay. Let's just leave it down there. Yeah, let me move my glasses because I need to use those again. What, what part? Face. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I can't look. It's so gross. That's fine. 
my <laughs> it spins for so long now. Oh, weird. Another swing at the thing? It's very strange. Have we not done enough? I feel like there's still a lot of plastic. All right, left. keep going. But what, how about you just you just keep going until you're happy? Okay. How about that? I feel like it would still boot up, you know? Mm-hmm. We can't have that. Oh, it's so sharp inside. Well, of course it is. You know? Let's see. Okay. I think one more good hit. All right. I would say that this is the 10-minute warning for the Buckassathon. Okay. How about that? Everybody's like, yes, we got to go home. Yeah. Well, Get these guys out of here. Go so on, I'm going to hit this. Yep. I'm going to hit this. Yeah. Why don't you head to the balloon room? Love it. You have to talk, though, because I'm going to be busy. Okay. There he goes. This flower is really a nice look for you. Oh my gosh. There are so many balloons in there. There he goes. Can you find the microphone, you think? The sound that's making in this room is incredible. It's I just found like the rustling. microphone. I found the microphone. It's rustling and moaning. All you right. find the mic? I can confirm I am inside the balloon room. Okay. Stephen, if you're talking, I cannot hear you anymore. <laughs> oh man, my my AirPods cutting out in here. This is hilarious. <laughs> Hang on, I'm coming to the. Yo, what's up? All right, go for it. Yeah. And again. <laughs> you found the structural strength. Oh, man. Ah! Right in my ear. <laughs> well... There goes the hearing loss, you know what I mean? My watch said I had a hard fall. Oh, my ears are ringing now. My watch keeps singing I'm falling down. That was so loud. Oh, yeah. You're going to want those? I am. I'm scared of it. This is our friend Zach. Hi. Hi, everybody. You are all lovely people that have raised more than $100,000 for the kids of St. Jude just in the last eight hours, which is bonkers insane. It's good. So, I've been told you're not supposed to hit the wall. Don't look over there. This is fine. What is that? It's fine. <laughs> that was my hand. Hang on. Let me let's get some more plastic in here. I feel like this piece has survived remarkably well. This piece is in incredible shape. I think it should go. I think maybe put it across the top. and. Why is my car not made out of this? <laughs> Sorry, I was holding the microphone. Maybe he's about why, to find out. Why is my car not made out of this to make the same joke twice? Okay. Uh. Nailed it. 
<laughs> that is less impressive than I had hoped for. Yeah, Ooh. maybe we just slowly walk away. Okay. Check in on Mike over here. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> How you doing, buddy? Oh, man. My AirPod hates it in here. Does it's it? like everything's gone robotic. Like, I cannot hear anything anymore. Okay. I'm sorry about that. Hey, no, buddy. I like it. Don't get me wrong. This is okay. exactly where I want to be. We're going to let Jill come hit the PC, and I'm going to come talk to you. Oh, amazing. Come on, Jill. Whoa. It's going. It's good? So good. There's a few minutes left. You want to go to stjude.org slash relay and donate. We will be raising money all month. There's a bunch of streams we got to do at the end of the month. Come on. So Everyone we're going to let Jill take a swing at this? Come on. Come take a swing. Do you want your Apple Watch on top of it? I'm it took me like four tries. Watch, you know, that's there got a go. battery in it. I just want to say I said Please. it. Okay. Okay. So, like, you know. Oh! Whoa! <laughs> Good <Wow>. job. <laughs> that was incredible. All right. That's that like a such a sharp show. piece of metal. Okay, that's good. I think Jill wins for best. Oh yeah, the, hit. yeah. The walls cook or the watch is cooked. The whole back of the watch is missing. Look, you can see into the back of it. It's really good. That's good. All that right. was the best one. That was the best one, I think. Okay. It, Steven, does anyone else want to have a does go? Anybody, if anybody else wants to say the PC, come on. Any, forever, anybody who's angry at us for what we've done to your studio. How you doing? Pretty good, actually. Yeah, is it cozy? Yeah, this is everything I've ever wanted. <laughs> I kind of want to go in. Come on. Can I come in? Yeah, you can come in. It's just... Get in. We'll see if this microphone works in here. Well, I have one anyway. You can leave your mic out there. Okay, we can I'm share this. this. There you go. Just the yeah, you kind of just got to really make it happen. There is an issue now, though, with, like, both of us in here. Like, this thing might pop, you know what I mean? <laughs> I'm feeling a real compression <laughs> all of a sudden. <laughs> you in? I'm in. All right, come find me. Hey. Hello. Hello. Oh, now I can't be seen. Hello. This is awful. It's fantastic. Okay, wait, this... <laughs> if one of these pops, I'm gonna scream. It's real bad. When they, because I, my ear was ringing. It went right in my ear. Yeah. Okay. So we are at the end of Podcastathon Four. This has been the best one. I think. How, how do you feel? I feel fantastic. Dude. I feel tired, but this one of the greatest days of my life right now. So good. A huge thank you to everyone who has watched today, who has donated, who yeah. has sent links to their friends and family to give. Raising over $100,000 a day was a real dream come true. Yeah. Uh, just thank you so much, everybody that's tuned in. Uh, thank you to everyone that's made gifts. Thank you to everyone that's participated in the chat. Uh, you're all the best. Uh, we love you so much. Uh, the money that We're doing a lot of silly things here today, but the money that you give makes a real difference. It makes a massive impact. All of this money goes straight to St. Jude, and it's all, against, it's all for uh, fighting childhood cancer. That's right. Uh, as someone who has been touched by St. Jude in so many different ways, uh, it means the world to, to me and my family that you come alongside us and what we do in raising money and awareness for this organization that has not only changed the life of, of me and my wife and our family, saved the life of our son, 
but has done that for thousands of families around the world. It's absolutely incredible. Uh, the last thank you we have uh, is to they're all, everyone just looking at us. Uh, to the crew that has helped us out today, uh, maybe we can get a shot of them on the stream. Uh, Mary and Adina, who have been helping us this week yeah. as well, who have really come through and, and uh, been very forgiving of our antics and our planning over the last several months. So, uh, thank you all. And um, this isn't it, though. Uh, we're still doing streams throughout the month. At the end of the month, on the thirtieth, we're yes. going to be doing our first ever closing total stream. So we'll be doing like a final celebration stream and we're working on some fun stuff for that too. Uh, so make sure you keep an eye out on Twitter and, and on our shows. We'll be talking about when that's going to happen. But it will be on September 30th, right? That's the last day of September? It is. So it is September. We're going to be doing it then. So obviously I won't be here. We'll be doing that kind of uh, old school podcast-a-thon style now because we're back together, baby, and this is the best one. Thank you to everybody who helped. Um, I guess... Well, I was thinking we would just like slide into nothing. But well, like whatever all, you prefer. They all have a bunch of all right, I feel like that's good. All right, we gotta. Where is the zipper? You know. <laughs> Thank you, everybody. Bye bye. Good evening. Bye bye. Thank you for being here tonight, and thank you for supporting St. Jude kids like me. Mm -hmm.